Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. It is another exciting edition of the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's 6.01 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for listening. If you're live, uh, listening live anywhere across this uh, great globe we have and also too thank you to the people watching on racer x a facebook live what's happening thank you for you people watching and listening and all of that and downloading the show Forty-three thousand of you per week listen to this janky radio show and uh, we couldn't do it without you so thank you very much exciting show phil nicoletti will be on filthy phil just got his first career 450 motocross podium and you're sure as shit phil's coming on this show he's on here no matter what most weeks he's definitely coming on after he makes a podium on the rockstar husky team uh jared stanky is coming on stank dog will be on uh to talk about his second moto and the straight rhythm and everything else that's going on with stank dog friend of the show and uh tld ktm team manager tyler keith will also be calling in we'll talk about all the things that's going on with his team and i will for sure bust his balls about not having Amart next year uh and looking forward to talking to tyler a real good guy real uh fun guy to talk to in the uh, in the pits and uh, 702-586-7857 if you have a question about unadilla the uh team usa for motocross the nations team puerto rico for motocross the nations or anything else that's on your mind uh please give us a call 702-586-pulp is the number and uh just want to let you know there's serious shit going on with those guys. And that's Puerto Rico. There's serious shit going on when they name those three guys for Puerto Rico. So we'll, we will get to that. Uh, thanks to BTOsports.com. Thanks to Fly Racing. Thanks to Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World Downey, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, all on board uh, with us. And uh, we'll do the uh, BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment, the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs, the Gear Alloy Cold Call, and, uh, of course, the Race Tech Rant as well, all coming up here on the show uh, tonight. Uh, and Oh, but before we get too far into this thing, uh, just a shout-out to uh, a guy named Spags. He, uh, he lives in England, and uh, he's jacked up. Big crash, 17 fractured ribs. Uh, and I know Spags and his other guy, Spanny. I don't really know which one is which, but one of them is hurt, and uh, we wish him well because he is a, uh, he is a uh, friend of the show. Uh, also, too, um, in studio right now, uh, this man co-hosted the Public Mech Show with me for, I think, three years. He was the team manager, Moto Triple X, Plano Honda. He was a big part of the H&H team over the years. And uh, we welcome him back in. He is a fan favorite, the Kenny Watson. What's up, K-Dub? How are you? Good, Steve. How you doing, man? Thanks for coming by, bud. Yeah, no no problem. Uh, it's kind of uh, cool that you asked me to come back up, and uh, glad to be here. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, it's been a minute. It's yeah, been a minute. it has been. Well, you were here in Soupy, I think. 
Uh, I was here at. I think you I came think February? I was here bef- before, like December, maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, before the season. Uh, looking forward to having you in and uh, talking to you and seeing what's up and everything else. Um, so uh, thanks for coming by. Check it out. Uh, you can get this show on uh, TuneIn app live. You can get it on on the Pulpmex app. You can get it on iTunes and wherever you get podcasts from. Also, the Amazon. If you uh, shop on Amazon, there's a widget on pulpmex.com. Click on that. It takes you to Amazon. Make your purchase, and we get a small slice of that to uh, keep this thing running. Patreon as well.com. Some exclusive stuff on Patreon.com. Free T-shirts and the like. Uh, we got a Patreon podcast coming up that I will put on only put on there as well. So, can I make an announcement uh, real quick? Yes, you can. Go ahead, Kenny. So, Watson. if you guys you're donate- knocking over Flat Phil. You're oh, sorry, Phil. You're knocking over Flat Phil. You're here for five minutes, and you're knocking over Flat Phil. Um, I'd like to make an announcement. Yeah, that, go ahead. Uh, if you guys donate to the Patreon site, it's going to help Steve buy his new house. Um, so you know, this guy's—you guys ever see the Jeffersons when you were a kid? He's moving on up, we, and uh, he's moving out of this house, and he's moving to a bigger house we, we because to, this podcast is such success. We hope to, who uh, we hope to, you know, try to uh, just make this thing bigger and better. So your Patreon dollar are helping. Yeah, him absolutely. A lot. We're dumping so, it right into that. So and then, keep paying him. Good job. And. Um, Hey, by the way, too, exciting times for us. Speaking of more money, uh, 20 bucks. Tickets start for 20 bucks. October 12th, thespacelv.com. You go to thespacelv.com, October 12th, $20 tickets for a Racer X Pulpamex live podcast show. Marks will be there. Wygan will be there. JT will be there. So people are just going to pay to sit in the audience to see you guys do a podcast? Yes. Oh, see how that works out. <laughs> You'll see, Watson. Okay. And, uh, right. and well, so you guys are taking off like all the comedians are doing, right? Like, there's a lot of people doing them. Yeah, yeah. like yep. Rappaport this and is, um, Joey Diaz and stuff like that. This yeah. is the Friday before Monster Cup, so the AIM show will be in town, and uh, then the Monster Cup. So we figure there'll be a lot of moto people in town, and looking forward to. Uh, so they're in Vegas on a Friday night, and they'd come rather come. Show. They they'd rather come to a podcast show than go out on the town. Yeah. All right. Uh, thespacelv.com, everybody. Go yes. there and Have check a good it out. Time. And uh, and uh, it'll be fantastic. And just because of that attitude, Watson. Uh, Great radio. I am not going to invite you. You're not invited. Just because of that. Cool. How's That's... the phone? Phone good? Everything yeah, good? Yeah, yeah. Okay, just good. Check just checking out my message. My buddy Jim Hartman was hitting yeah, me up saying fantastic. hi. I love um, that guy. Over there in the corner, answering your calls, talking about. Uh, nope. Nope. Wow. The. Travis Marks. Backflip. Test 2.0. 2.0. Hey, stop that. Uh, how's your new... That wasn't a question. That was... Um, how's your new hat and shirts from RoostMX.com, bro? I'm feeling, Roostmx.net, I'm, I'm, I should I'm say. feeling pretty fresh right they, now. Yeah, they dialed you in. Thanks, yeah, RoostMX. Absolutely. How's, good, it, how's it look, Kenny? Looking good, dude. Yeah. Flat bill. Flat bill. Uh, PulpMXFantasy.com. So, so you killed it, Marks. You had a good weekend. I did, Fantasy? yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I can't believe you picked Tomita. Ah, oh, I should have picked him. Japanese, Japanese mud. in the mud. If I know that, that's uh, a killing. I know, dude. Come dude I know. I don't know what I was thinking. You weren't. Um, so congratulations. But uh, let me ask you a question: yep. If Narita would have raced, would you have picked him? Yeah, for then sure. Why did she pick the other? I guy? don't know. Oh, I should have totally. Okay. But uh, how many points did you get? Four forty-eight. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was fifty-third overall. Yeah, it's three ninety something. I think. 386. What was the high score? Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, that's a, that's the analyst over there. Yeah, no, he is. Yeah, he's, he's great. Uh, David David Hand killed it for everybody. Yeah, 492. Caleb Russell was on point. Oh, to you kill were it. close. Yeah, not 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 bad. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, good job, Marks. How about those lap leaders? Nobody got anything, right? <laughs> Mil- Miriam. Miriam. 
Uh, I don't remember who the other 450 was. Phil. Uh, uh, it was Phil, Phil Harrison. Yeah. And Moseman. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So nobody got. Nobody's any, gonna pick yeah, those guys. No. Not even Truman would have got would have got those guys. Uh, so yeah. Thanks. How uh, many laps did Moseman lead? Four. Five. Did he? Then he fell. Uh, yeah. Or, or did he get past first? I don't know. I don't remember. Um, oh, he fell. He fell. <coughs> Off that one jump that Forkner crashed on. Um, yeah, that was pretty sloppy, man. That was yeah, crazy. Was, like, I was watching it, it and it was nutty. like, you couldn't, like, I, I had to watch the timing and scoring to see who was who. Yeah. And it was like, just like you said earlier, Steve, they were flopping from like there were goggle stops, to like right? 28th and yeah. then yeah. to like 12th. And it was just crazy. I know. And you couldn't, I was standing in the announcer's tower. You can't read the number plates. You can't read the numbers. No. Maybe on the back of the jersey and you're watching timing and scoring. You're watching guys pull in for goggles. And you're like, did he pull in for goggles or did he just crash or what's yeah. going? Like it, it was a nutty race for yeah, sure. To, what, to what, I, what I kind of was when I was watching it on TV before I went to the timing scoring. Even the bikes were so muddy for some reason. The front fenders didn't get that muddy, so you could tell what kind of bike it was a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But then you know it just turned into a full cluster. But. Uh, Watson, we uh, you've been in like we said you haven't been here uh, you haven't been in that much, but uh, we got God bless Kenny Watson. Chance ability of queuing up the please come home. I miss you dropped. I'm so pumped for the OG K-Dub. What else? Watson's back. Bloody awesome. Going to be a good show tonight. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Emoji of this. And then uh, water, which means beating off. Um, Yeah, so people are very excited for you, Watson, to come in. But there there are some haters. Of course. Including this guy on the voicemails. Really? Kenny Watson coming back, that's ridiculous. It's like when Andy Richter left Tonin and it made no difference, but then the guy couldn't go out there and find another job doing shit, so then he comes back to Conan and he doesn't help the show at all. Fuck Kenny Watson. Really? He just reminds me of a short version of the, hey, you guys, off the Goonies, motherfucker. Fuck that guy. Wow. That guy, not happy that you're in. Angry. Very angry that Watson is in. Cork, all I can say to him is, Cork, these nuts. (laughs) No, I I don't. Fuck you. you. I, you know what, man? It's funny. Fuck um, you. Th- th- he is just a typical guy of kind of like an industry guy. Out of sight, out of face. Um, out even of though sight, I, out of face. Like out of out of sight, out of mind, out of mind. Well, I'm, I'm saying out of okay. if you're not if you're not here and your face isn't seen, uh, you know, you're, no one literally no one says out of face. Yeah, out of well, out of face. I, I you can okay. correct me, right. but what I'm trying to get at is the industry is the same way. You know what I mean? This guy's correct. Like he can say what he wants. I can't find a job. I got news for you, buddy. I could have had a job, but I choose not to. And when we talk about it later, yeah, we're gonna get into that. I'll explain the reason why. Um, I've I was I've been involved in this industry for twenty years, and I guarantee you um, that I could do a better job at doing anything in this industry than you could. So we'll wow. leave it at that. Generally, no generally the responses are positive for you, Watson. For yeah, coming. I don't. I mean, okay. I'm not mad at the guy. Right. I mean, I understand he's a hater, and you know, everyone doesn't like Tom Brady. That's fine. Watson is the Tom Brady of the Pulp Mech show. No, I'm the, the guy from the Conan show. Yeah. Get no, your, no, uh, no. Yeah, Randy Richter. Andy Richter. Uh, speaking it's all, of um, it's all good. haters, uh, this man has some. Raining Yellow, what is up? Oh, boy. Raining Yellow. Raining Yellow is not there. Uh, Kurt, are you there? Yeah, what's up, man? What up, Kurt? Not much. Uh, just kind of wanted to touch base on uh, Eli Tomac this weekend at uh, Unadilla. 
So, like, kind of what you and JT were talking about before, like how you have that first seven, eight-minute sprint yeah. in the race from off the get-go, you know? Um, like, everybody's trying to fight for position, trying to get up to the front where they need to go. But then after that, like, this race, to me, was kind of a mind-blowing, even though, like, Spring Creek and, and the other races were, too, for yeah. Tomac, but... But, like, the dude lapped up to seventh place. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can um, I can look into that, yeah. Um, yeah. He, uh, but, uh, he killed it with the, uh, with the goggle. After the goggle change, he just killed it. He, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he like, lapped up. To, he lapped eighth. He lapped Barsha in eighth. Okay, yeah, so eighth place. But, okay, so I, I give or take uh, every rider back 30 seconds. Uh, I'll give him 30 seconds past that. You know, but after that, like he, you take 30 seconds off his time, he still probably lapped up to what, like 12? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That, but that's so, that. Yeah. A normal, you know, a normal national, the guys are lapping right outside the top 10. A normal national. Right, right. Yeah. So for a mud race, I don't know, to me, that just kind of like, I was like, wow, it's like he's pretty damn good in, in the mud, you know? Um, was that the best mud ride you've ever listen, seen? I I don't know. No, like, Ricky I, Ricky I'm, lapped everybody. Millville. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm thirty. I'm thirty-one years old. I've grown up racing motocross my entire life. I've, okay. you know, I've been watching since '95. But '95, uh, Watson. That was Watson's year with Deegan. Atomic twenty-two. <laughs> yeah. Watson I took was, him to the I top. Was pretty. I was pretty young then. I was like shaking in the in my clothes back in the day because, uh, you know, it was so loud at the Pontiac Silverdome, but, right. but yeah. <laughs> uh, Kurt, you but, want, uh, you want Maxima oil kit or pro filter, uh, kit for your, for your dirt bike? What do you want? Uh, I'll do a Maxima oil kit, man. All Good right. call, dude. Stay Good on call. hold. All right. Dogger. All right. And, uh, can I, can I, uh, can I say one more thing? Uh, make it quick. All right. Pastrana backflip in Larocco's leap, Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, bro, we're going to talk yeah, about that in a little bit because uh, Watson has some thoughts on that. All right, good to go. All right, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Stay on hold, all right? Yep. All right. Uh, Maxima USA. Love these guys. Dogger, yep. Danny, everybody down there. Great company. Uh, Burnworth. Uh, Maxima Racing Oil is created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility, and uh, the demands on equipment drive them to look beyond conventional ideas and exceed industry standards. Monster Energy Pro Circuit. Uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki. Year after year, Maxima is voted as the number one aftermarket oil in American power sports. MaximaUSA.com for more information. And uh, we thank the folks at Maxima for coming on. Quality oils. You know, Watson, a lot of teams, and you know this, some teams uh, have oil sponsors from somebody else, and they just buy Maxima to use uh, over the years. That has happened more than a few times. I could vouch for that. Um, uh, This just in from Mark's strongest Facebook Live numbers in a while. Watson, you are driving traffic. People want to see you in your Team USA hat. You're dri- I tried to get a Puerto Rico one, but they didn't have them <laughs> done yet. Uh, raining yellow. All right, I'm back. Okay, so, what what is going on? What is your announcement? Uh, well, the first and foremost, get well, Adam. I'm getting over a broken leg with a rod in myself. I Who, got some who's screws. Adam? Y'all know I got screws who's, loose. Who's Adam? Who's Adam? Seven Deuce Deuce, baby. Oh, Seven Deuce Deuce. Got it. Yes, got it. Sorry. I, 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 he's just it's Seven Deuce Deuce to me. I'm, I'm sure you saw it. You know what? 
I've been hurt for the last couple of months. I've been home. I've, I've had some clarity. And you know what? I love James Stewart, the rider. I like watching him ride. I appreciate everything he's done. I'm grateful for that. But everyone says, oh, he don't owe you nothing. I'm not saying he does. But you know what? If I had a job and I decided not to show up and they called me, I don't answer. I didn't put my two weeks in. I just fucking bounce. I guarantee you no one's going to have respect for me. I could have been the greatest guy at work. But, uh, and I tell my wife, you could, be the, you, know, you could be LeBron James, but if you're not a good human being or, like, you know, responsible, who cares? You know, okay, where, where are you go- okay, all right, where are you going with this, Raniel? So what I'm saying, basically, right, we all know the Red, Red Bull video. He no-showed, right? Yeah. Uh, he finished, what, one race all of 2016? No, he finished way more. He finished way more than that. But anyways, well, no, he only finished one Supercross where he got lapped, and he never finished two motos in the outdoor series. I think he finished more than that because he scored enough points to get a number. Really? Yeah. Where are you going with this? Basically, what I'm saying is, you know, the guy wants to disappear, and I haven't seen your guy's little video. I, there's no doubt about it. You know, I've even joked before, and it's, I'm, I'm not afraid to say it, but I wouldn't do it. But I told my wife, I, you know, like, people say, blow the guy, and I joke, I would. Wow. Obviously, I wouldn't. Wow. Obviously, I wouldn't. Wow. You know, but it was a joke. That's how much of a fan I am. But at the same time, like, dude, you're doing everyone dirty. For the guy who talked about it. He's fans, not doing everyone dirty. He doesn't, he doesn't want to come out and say anything. And maybe we found him in Florida, and maybe he's got a message for everybody in our vlog. I, I, ho- I hope so. But here's the thing. I feel like, no, you don't owe anybody anything, but you're better than that, man. Like, give us, do one lap, because he deserves it. He Kenny, deserves what do you make on Stewart disappearing on everybody? Kenny, what do you make on this? Um, I think that, you know, it's, it's his own deal. If he wants to stay out of the limelight, you have to understand, that guy's been in the limelight since he's been six years old. And I think sure. that he, you know... You don't know what he's going through men, men, mentally. Um, you know, he was, was on top his whole life, you know. And who knows, you know, Rainy Yellow, he could be going through some major, you know, some major issues in his life, like, you know, mental illness. And it, it happens a lot to professional athletes where they're on top forever, and then all of a sudden the, the phone stops ringing and people don't care about them anymore. And, you know, he... He's not winning, and, you know, once you win so much in your life and you can't win anymore, and, you know, you're just in a really bad place. So for, for you, I get it. I mean, he's your favorite rider. You want, to, you want to see him? You want him to say goodbye? I just wanted closure. Yeah, exactly. I, I get that. I totally get that. But maybe he, as a man and a father and a person, isn't ready to, to close that chapter. You know, and I think when he's ready, he's ready. Um, and yeah, no, one, no, one, no one could judge him for, for that. I mean, it's his, it's his prerogative to do what he wants to do. I, I feel, you know, I, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge James Stewart fan. What that guy did in, you know, the races that I watched him race throughout his whole career was amazing. Incredible. was amazing the things you could, I seen that guy do. On the 125 outdoors, when he would come from dead last to win, mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to see James come out and say, hey, man, I'm done. I'm, you know, raising a family. This is what I'm doing. 
But you know what? He's he's not ready to do that yet. And when he is, I'm sure yeah. he will. Yeah, hey, Raymond Yellow. So, all right. So just calm down. No, I, all right? And I appreciate it. Let me just say one last thing because I, I really appreciate that, Kenny, because my whole thing was like a lot of people attacked me, raining underscore yellow. A lot of people attacked me. And it's like this is just my opinion, but I'm open to other people's opinion. And 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 you're absolutely right, Kenny. You know, and and now I can put that in my opinion. So. All right, buddy. Well, yeah, hang no in there. No hang worries, in there. Buddy. Hey, and I want to promise, I'm back, baby. Rain Yellow is back, everybody. In case you were wondering. Yeah. All right, you guys have a good one. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate but, it. Good to hear he's back, man. I didn't, know, I, was, I didn't know he was away. But, dude, I was super worried. It was super stressful. What, do you take a Do you take a sabbatical? I, I apparently uh, five star. You want to talk about Mutilator? Dude, what's happening? What's going on? What's happening? You want to talk about Mutilator? Mutilator? That's not me, but I want to talk about uh, Meathead. There yeah, was a, he's, uh, he's the Mutilator. A, uh, he's the Mutilator, he's, and he's, he's also the, Meathead. Well, that yeah, there was Bobby. a fight. I, I, I saw him this weekend and waiting in line for the ticket booth. Yeah, I saw him, too. I put it on my Instagram. Good to see Bobby. He's awesome. He's a good dude. Yeah, he. Yeah, I went up and shook his hand just to see how he's doing, see if he's been riding at all. Um, he actually I, I grabbed, joke, a, he grabbed a CRF 250 and won some local race, he told me. Well, yeah, I jokingly asked if he was going to sign up for the race, and he said no because he's too scared to go that fast. Yeah. Yeah, it was good to see him. He's hey, a good people. Do you people. think Bob had to pay for his wristband? Mm, I don't know. Nah, Robinsons would have him covered, wouldn't they? Who? The Robinsons? People who own Unadilla? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. As if he, he he's acting like he has to pay to get through the front gate. The guy's a legend. Yeah, well, don't think you're wrong. Uh, one of my friends is a, a national champion, and he went to a race, and they tried to charge him 50 bucks for a wristband. And he they put it on his wrist, and he said, you're really going to charge me $50? And they said, yeah, and he said, cut it off. <laughs> cut it off. So, I mean, they're trying to get money where they can, so unless they got them from the yeah. promoter, that's, that's cool. Yeah. I, I respect. Yeah. I think anybody, this is my thought on that. If you raced professionally, and you are an AMA member for as long as these guys have, you should never have to buy a wristband for yourself to get into a race. You know how many, much money he has paid the AMA throughout his life? That's, yeah, no, I agree with you. That's I agree. my thought. Yep. A lot. So, uh, anything yeah. else? Well, uh, five star? Not, not that anybody actually gives a shit, but yeah, right. my family taught him how to actually ride a motorcycle. Oh, cool. Right on. Uh, yeah, good, good dude, yeah. man. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Yeah, and hey, uh, you know, with all this... Uh, with the uh, the talk of like buds going away, I know you talked about this last week. I'll keep it short, but being an inside guy, have you heard any sort of whispers at all about Unadilla leaving the circuit ever? Nope, I haven't heard a word about that. So okay, I wouldn't worry about it. It's a it's a long drive to the next national. Yeah, for us I think uh, I think Englishtown will replace uh, will replace buds. Uh, it's okay. That place rocks. All right, yeah. see you guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I heard. You know what I heard? I heard, a, and this might be wrong. I heard something that in the future that they're talking about doing a race at Pismo. Really? A oh, full a national, a sand, a full 100% sand race. Wow. That might be. That, that seems gnarly. Yeah. Uh, Chase, what's up? You want to talk about motocross the nations? Yeah, I had a quick, two yeah. quick questions, I guess. Um, what's the over-under on Team Puerto Rico qualifying higher than Team Canada? Uh, oh. not, not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. They're on two strokes, man. I mean, we're going um, to cover this later, but, but you know, yeah. Yeah, I figured. Um, and then my next, my next question is just, uh, do you think it's time for like a format change? I guess you would call it because, you know, we have the open class, which used to be the five hundreds, but now it's just the four fifties over again. It's mm-hmm. not like it's anything different. So, 
you know, do you think it's time for like allowing maybe, you know, a board out bike for an open class? Like you can run different. Yeah, different I don't know. Uh, something different? No, because 450s are the premier class. And, and they're fast enough. A lot, yeah, they're fast enough. There's a lot of riders that, you know, want to want to be at the race. And so I'm fine with, hey, with, where are you with from? two 450s and one 250. Where are you from? Phoenix. So have you have you raced Mammoth before? Yes. Okay, so you know that they have an open class day. So that's all, you know, open bikes. So you call them 450s. Yeah. And then they also have a 450 day and then a 250 day, which is a 125. It used to be 125, 250, and 500, but they yeah. have to change the name. So I agree with you. But what I think the change should be was maybe throwing uh, a 125 support class in there at the Nationals like they kind of do in Europe. You know what I mean? Have like a feeder system for these guys to go get their feet wet, go to a national, you know how the whole protocol is of, you know, the races and, you know, the timing and all that kind of good mm-hmm. stuff. Instead of just throwing him in, you know, after being an amateur, then just throwing him to line up on the gate for a national championship. Because a, a lot of these amateur guys like coming out of the amateurs, they only have like one or two year deals left on their deal. So if they don't go out and produce, they're done. They're done. Yeah. But, produce or get cut loose. Yeah, they they either have to produce or they get cut loose. Right, um, but that's what I think. Chase, I, here's what I would do: I would change it on Saturday. It's fucking ridiculous that these teams spend thousands of dollars to go to this race, thousands and thousands of dollars to show up at this race, and for your qualifying race on Saturday, which is really important for uh, I think there's 25 countries at this nations or something outside of five countries, uh, England. USA, Belgium, uh, Netherlands, France, and France. Outside of like five countries, the qualifying races are a big deal, and you want to get into mm-hmm. the A main and you want to get a good gate because the GP starts are hugely unfair, and the Red Bud one's going to have a new start that's going to be hugely unfair again, and it's going to really favor the inside gates. That's how they do it. So they have a they have a gate selection that greatly uh, favors the inside, and then you spend thousands of dollars to go there. And for your qualifying race, you draw a fucking ping pong ball with your number on it. For like the you, first moto? For the, for the qualifiers. So you could show up, and this has happened to Canada before, Okay, a country that's often on the verge of not making a main, and they draw 38th gate pick, and they got to start outside, and they get a shitty start on the hugely unfair start, and then they have to barely try to get into the a main when they've spent thousands of thousands of dollars doing it. Why they don't go on last year's finishes for your gate position for the for the qualifiers is beyond me. They fucking draw a ping pong ball for your starting pick. Like, just think how dumb that is. And, and teams are going there, and they're like. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we got 40th gate pick. All right, load it, load it up because we're fucked. Like, it's so dumb. I don't understand yeah. why they do that. I'll never understand it. There's an easy way to do it. Go on last year's finishes, and that's your gate pick for the previous year. And if you didn't field the team, then you're out of luck. If you didn't field the team, then you get 28th, 29th, 30th, or whatever it is. But to, to penalize mm-hmm. a country like Canada or Estonia or Ireland or any of these countries that are on the border of making the A-Main and they spend all this money, and to penalize them with a fucking monster girl drawing a fucking ping pong ball of some number, and you're fucked because you spent all this time to fly there across from from fuck all Europe, and now you're screwed. That is so jacked up to me. So they don't even go off timing. Yeah. Nope, they don't go off practice times. They don't go anything. Draw a ping pong ball. So it's yeah, it's that's... it's ridiculous, Chase. And it's they've been doing that stupid. for how long? Uh, as long as I've been going. All right. So they've so, probably been doing that since the yeah the beginning. So, anyways, thanks, Chase. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Chase. Thanks. Thanks.
Uh, Tyson, what's up, man? What's happening? What's going on? K-Dub, welcome back, man. Thank you, buddy. Hey, uh, question for you guys. So I listened to the uh, podcast with Zachy Poo and Bradshaw. Um, David Bradshaw. Yeah. And it was pretty cool just listening to the stories. Thank you. But what's cool about right now is that you've got social media and you can kind of look behind the scenes of what the industry feels like from a fan perspective. But we didn't have that back in 96 when Bradshaw came back. So yeah. 95. I want you guys. 95. Since you guys were, what? 95. He came back in 95. I point 95. My bad. Okay. So what was it like? So you guys were in the industry when when you heard that Damon Bradshaw was coming back, Team Yamaha. Dude, talk, I, talk, I talk wasn't around. I was my first year of being a mechanic was late ninety five or, or midway through ninety six was when I was a mechanic. So I was just a fan and I loved it. I couldn't believe he was coming back. But Watson, you were at high point ninety five when he yeah. came back, number one one four. On the Yamaha. I mean, were people freaking out? Do you, totally. Do you remember? I, I remember because we were backed up to Bradshaw Boulevard and on the other side of the hill the fans were five six seven eight deep and even in practice they were out there those were the days that was a Sunday moto have you yeah and um these people it was on the holiday weekend it was Labor Day weekend I believe yeah always was yeah and uh these people were tuned up and uh I remember Damon after the last lap of his practice, stopping and just like waving and people, people were going nuts. Their minds, yeah, yeah, they especially were at losing. High point, especially at high point. And you place, know what? Yeah. I was on the other side of the fence, losing my mind because he was <laughs> Damon Bradshaw was like yeah. the guy. Yeah. To me, I mean, I just remember him. You know, I think it was uh, ninety ninety eight. Uh, ninety-seven. What, what, what year? Eighty-nine. When he wore that uh, the fox zebra. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was just like, um, whoa! I was that guy. Like, it was, and just having him back at the races was. Uh, Tyson. Huge. He ninety-seven. Tyson. He was pitted indoors in St. Louis, and I was pitted indoors as well uh, with Ty Birdwell. And he got into it with James Eichel in practice in St. Louis. Maybe the Friday practice. I don't know what it was. And they were jawing at each other, him and Eichel, back and forth. Eichel. He, 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 was, he was Honda, uh, Manchester Honda. And Damon grabbed his boot and threw it at him in the pits. It was fucking fantastic. I'm like, yeah! Threw the boot at Eichel. So, it was great. So when he came back, did, like, did people think that he was going to be back to where he was? Or what, what were the expectations? I think they thought he was. Yeah. I, and, and hey, in 96, he went 2 3 2 or 2 3 3 to start the year in 96. And everybody was like, oh shit. And, and then, I remember that in 96. He was 28 on a Yamaha. What, what year was he at Manchester Honda? Uh, 97. That was 97. Yeah. yeah and he, he won that race, didn't he? He in won the high mud, point. Yeah. In the mud. Yeah, I, I still remember that Broom Tioga, that wreck with uh, him and like two other guys. Yeah, yeah it was John Dowd and Manly. Dowd, yeah, Manly. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, Tyson. Sweet. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, ben, you just want to say hello to Kenny Watson. That's all I want to do, brother. I just want to tell Watson you're the shit. Miss you on the show. It's been years since you've been on, and that's about it, bro. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Some people uh, don't agree with you, but, uh, you know, I. Uh, I like to think that I have a little bit of wisdom. Some people don't like to hear what I have to say, but I, I really appreciate that, Ben. Thanks, buddy. I've been listening to the, I've been listening to the beginning, and haters gonna hate. Yeah, yeah no, for Watson. Sure. Watson's great. We love well, having keep, him in. So. Keep it up. You can, you know, I'll be up and going up on my podcast here in a little bit. I'm going to get that thing up and going again. And but uh, yeah, no problem, Ben. I appreciate the support. I do check up inside Thank- the rut, baby. 
There right, you go. Thanks, man. man. Thanks, Appreciate man. it. Kenny Watson in studio, everybody. Uh, thanks to uh, our guys for coming on board with us. Uh, Works Connection, Watson. Eric Phillips. Phelps. Phipps. 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 Sorry, Eric. You go way back with yeah, Eric, Eric at Works Connection. Eric is, like those guys at Works Connection, man, they're they're true. Like when you talk motocross, that's true. That's a true company that was, you know, you talk about a guy that started from nothing to build for the passion of motocross racing. And, uh, you know, even when Eric was a super small company, you know, he and he had to pay to give out his product to the privateers to get it out there. You know, he he would do that and he didn't have to do that, man. And uh, Eric, I'm just stoked that his brand, you know, is is doing well. And uh, all I have to say is if I ever, ever get involved with any other kind of, you know, motocross race team or anything, they'll definitely use his stuff. It's definitely the best, you know, from the radiator braces, skid plates, uh and, the, uh, the, uh, the perch, the perch was the key back uh, in the day. Oh, uh, it was big. It was big. You had to have a whole the perch. shot device. Everything that that guy comes up with, he's a genius. And uh, if you get, if you're ever up in Sacramento area, if you go to Hangtown, go buy his shop. He has some really cool. Yeah, you like bikes. that? Go uh, check him out. Roostamx.net, uh, Cycle Trader Yamaha, big part of their program. They have a whole Pulp Nation section on the website as well. Marks is rocking Roostamx.net hat right now as we uh, speak pulp nation here, throw that hat over it. here let and me show the let me show the camera yeah we show the camera watson and uh so you can get this at roostmx.net pulp nation a uh, whole pulp nation section on there use the code aray91 or pulp nation to save <laughs> roostmx.net they can custom make you aray91 what a coincidence that is you got to stop chewing gum i think you can't be chewing gum can you hear it yeah you can hear it right uh, uh marks you can hear it don't ask me my headphones are on yeah you ask can't Facebook. hear it. Ask Facebook. You, you can hear it. Ask Facebook. He can't hear it. <laughs> no, we can hear. All right, no problem. Stop, stop chewing gum. All right. Dude, I'm trying to be good. Like I, I, know, I said before I know. the show, let me get my microphone good. No, I know. And I now know. you're so, still bitching at me. All right. So Roost MX is pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the evening, a career best finish at Unadilla, third overall in 450s. He led some laps. Absolutely crushed it. He's a friend of the show, Philip Nicoletti. What's up, Phil? What's up, Steve? What's up, Kenny? How are you guys? Good, Phil. How you doing, my friend? Yeah, living the dream. Congratulations, the dream. buddy. Yeah, you had it in you. Ah, uh, a matter of time. Yeah. You just had to get away from those guys at JGR. They're holding oh, you back. Oh boy. <laughs> I've been telling you that for years, man. Yeah, coming out guns blazing right yeah, away. Right away, right? Gee whiz. Uh, I'll have uh, you know that, that your your average finish did not surpass your JGR average finish today, according to somebody I spoke to via text message. No. Nah. So, oh, I'm not sure. I'm yeah. sure you probably hit up the JGR suspension guy for that for that stat too. <laughs> I wanted to see. I wanted to see the numbers. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? He has that. He's never got there. Some hardware. So that that stat blew that stat out of the water. Yeah, you've got hardware. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's funny though. Um, hey, and to do it at Unadilla, like you said, in front of your dad, your family, your friends, people chanting filthy on the podium. That's awesome. Um, in front of the Woodstock crowd, man. Yeah, that's like, awesome. Couldn't have done it in a cooler place, man. Yeah, it was, uh, man, it was crazy. Um, even just, you know, on the track, you know, people screaming and air horns and, and it was every, every freaking lap, which is, which is pretty unbelievable. Um, you know, it's. I mean, for me, it's a dream come true. You know what I mean? Uh, you wait your whole life, and you work your balls off, and, you know, blood, sweat, and tears goes into it. And, you know, to have uh, hours worth of riding time to be able to, uh, you know, make all that worth it, you know, 
I, I'd do it all over again just to have that feeling again. So, yeah, um, yeah for me, it was, uh, yeah, it was special. I mean, I'd, I'd wait another 10 years just to podium a deal again, to be honest with you. <laughs> hey, did so, you get a little emotional? Was, uh, did you get a little emotional? Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, emotional, like, you know, happy, but... Uh, yeah, that's what but, I meant. Uh, like, you just... About yeah, yeah, I thought you meant, like, tearing up and shit. But, no, it was... Uh, that part was... That was cool. So, I was definitely... Uh, Definitely a happy moment. So I'd, uh, I don't think anything will, uh, will um, you know, beat that for a while. Uh, so. Pulp Nation is very happy for you. My social, your photo that I posted after the race of the you on the podium, and I kind of wrote some stuff. Uh, I think it's going to be my most liked Instagram of the year. Seriously, it's unbelievable the amount of people that liked it and commented on it and everything. Like it's insane. I, I was like, holy shit. Uh, the people who that was fought- probably your best piece of like journalism ever. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he owes it all to but, you too. Yeah, I owe everything to you. Flat, <laughs> flat <laughs> Phil still is angry though. Flat Phil in the studio is not happy. Well, this is the reason why. Oh, JGR. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, dude, I got to get off this thing. <laughs> we got to. We need a new Flat Phil to update it. Um, uh, but uh, no, yeah, we need, no, a, we people, need a rock star husky one. People were very happy for you. That was my point. Is that people were very happy, man. That's cool. Yeah, I'm 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 pumped. I, you know, I just uh, you know, just for the everyday working man, you know, I feel yeah. like um, you know, I'm the closest one to that. So it's kind of it was kind of cool. Um, you know, like I said, it was uh, definitely a big check mark in my life, and um, you know, piece of the bucket list I can yeah. check off now, and um, yeah, move on. So it's uh, it's cool to. The high doesn't last very long, you know. So it's, um, <laughs> you know, but I'll, uh, I'll I'll live it for about a week, and then uh, we'll we'll see how what well, happens. But seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for Filthy Phil on his podium at Unadilla, the good news is Phil that uh, as I remember, I think you go pretty good at that buds too. So maybe you could keep that get get that thing keep going, and also, um, your whole team had a great weekend. The lights guys and yourself, and you guys. I think you guys won the award for uh, best team that weekend. I mean, you guys podium both classes, and you know that's so good. That's so awesome. So stoked for you. I'm yeah, so- yeah. I think uh, I think Bobby Hugh was happy. All the mechanics were happy. I think Scuba, our uh, crew chief, was uh, was pretty pumped. It's you know on days like that when you know you're burning through equipment and parts and stuff like that to yeah. you know get two guys on the podium. I think that offsets any sort of cost or damages that you have done, you know what I mean? Um, so I think that kind of kind of helps ease the pain a little bit. So, um, so yeah, it was worth it. And um, the boys actually did a motor change for me in between motos. Oh, so wow. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. To, do all, to do all that work and, you know, be able to, you know, yeah. repay them and get them a podium, it makes it worth it. Cause yeah, they, awesome. uh, they busted their balls to get that shit done. So, uh, and yeah, I've been there as a mechanic. Cool, so. I've been there as a mechanic, filthy, changing motors for you ungrateful riders. Over and over. <laughs> I guarantee you, yeah, if you got 15. Back then, you had two and a half hours to do it. Yeah, that's now true. We got 30 minutes. <laughs> that's true. We didn't have a lot of time. <laughs> I guarantee you, if he was on another team and he got like seventh or eighth, they wouldn't be changing an engine. You, you know who works for him now, right, uh, Watson? Who? Uh, Feeney. Because Osborne's out. So Feeney. Oh, Feeney's for... his wrench. Yeah, Feeney's bringing you yeah. to the top. Yep. Hey, Phil, how many, yeah. uh, how many passes did you have to get for your family and friends? Um... Let's see. I probably only had to do about uh, maybe 25 uh, this past weekend, which isn't not that much. I try and really 
cut it down a little bit because it's too much of a hassle. But yeah, but uh, still, that's still awesome that there's. I mean, I just wondered how many people were there. You know, your family and friends. That's still pretty freaking cool that you could do yeah, that in front of them. Yeah, like all all my all my closest friends and family, they were they were all there. You know, for the podium yeah. and stuff like that. So uh, for me, like I said, that's what. What was the f- that, that's priceless. What, what did Meathead was, say to you? Did you see Meathead? Yeah, uh, yeah. We talked about you know being a CO and stuff like that when I'm all done with racing or whatever. So <laughs> not the next the next chapter. You um, know? So what, what, he's got good insight on it. What was the first thing your dad said to you after the second moto? You should have won. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, it was something like that. Well, what, what happened? You know, what, what happened when you after you were leaving? You know, like, right? I don't know. I. You, I think he was happy. You know what I mean. So you were. Uh, uh, we're not really. We're not an emotional bunch. So it's kind of. Uh, you know, just do the job, get it done, get out of there. So uh, you, um, you stopped for goggles in Moto One, right? Or did you not? Yeah, I kind of. Man, I kind of screwed myself because I was starting to run out of roll offs, and I could feel them because the string was getting pretty tough. And I'm yep. like, man, I wonder if I could get one more lap. And sure enough, as soon as I went by the mechanics area. I went to pull it, and I about pulled my goggles right off my face. <laughs> and I was just like, that's it. I'm fucked. So I had to rip my goggles off, and I had to go a lap without them. And obviously, there's lappers and stuff, and they don't give a shit if blue flags are waving or not. Cause they don't know if it's another lap. You know, somebody, they're battling yeah. behind them. So I'm yeah. getting roosted, and I had to pull in. And my pit stop took a little longer because Scuba had to, like, rinse my eyes a little bit, and Nolsey was there with goggles. So we made it happen, and um, Russell and Musklin and... Uh, Bloss had went by, and obviously I didn't get Marv, but I had to get mm-hmm. Benny and yeah. and uh, Caleb back. So it was a, a little bit of a hard fall battle on the first moto. Um, you know what's awesome is that Scuba Scuba's uh, a native of New York too, right? Yeah, yeah, he is. Scuba hated me for the longest time because I cleaned him out at mm-hmm. Frozen Ocean back in the day <laughs> um, uh, when I was on an 80. So he, he holds grudges worse than me, but it, uh, yeah, he's good. He's a good dude. Um, so. Did uh, uh, how much money did you make from your from your from your win from your your program? from the purse? You know it's never you much? know it's never enough. No, from the purse, not much from the purse. <laughs> tell 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 the listeners how much you made from the purse. They need uh, to know. It would probably two thousand dollars. No, not less than that. Yeah, no, he no, probably made about two. No, no he didn't. It's a thousand dollars to win, isn't it? Each no, photo. it's more than that. It's more than that. I think it's no, it's uh, two thousand to is win. It three, is it three thousand a moto or fifteen hundred a moto? I think I thought it was twenty five a moto, so we're all off or something. I thought it was twenty five, and then fifteen, and then like a thousand. No, it's you no, know? it's that high. Well, Canada is a thousand. Yeah. I know that, so it's yeah. got to be way more than Canada. But anyways, it ain't much more. What do you think he made, uh, Watson? You know, your team manager slash team. from from everything. I don't everything. know all his deals, everything. but How I'd much be stoked you... for Phil if he made anywhere between thirty and fifty. Okay. All right. Thirty and fifty. There we go. Now between there, anywhere in there would be, I would think, would be good for you. For Phil a third. just killing it for his podium. Absolutely killing it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I don't think you should tell anybody what you made. To tell you the truth, that's your business. No, that's what I'm saying. Steve's doing always freaking shit ton of digging trying to find this shit out. Oh, don't worry. I got some more digging to do before. before <laughs> too I worried about his Patreon before. people to donate money for his new house he's buying. Are you coming to the live yeah. podcast show on Friday before the Monster Cup, Phil? Um, Pulp absolutely Omex? not. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, just You're not riding it. Monster Cup, are you, Phil? Mm, Death Cross? Not, not on my own. Heck no. What are you, you going to do next year? You keep saying, if I come back to Unadilla or something, what... 
What are you? What are you doing? No, I no. I mean, I just said it could be potentially my last unit deal. No, I don't it's know what's not. going on next Stop year. Stop it. Worthwhile, like I'm, I'm out. You know, no. But I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm okay with options of going to other places to ride, not specifically here in the U.S. anymore. Would you so go I to the GPS? Uh, Would you go to the GPS? Uh, if it's if it's worth my while and I can be in a decent country and a decent team, absolutely. Wow. You know, Philip. Yeah. Breaking news! I Breaking news! The Steve. world and ride, ride, ride Lommel every day. Blow my back out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <No>. Well, uh, <laughs> sure. Jimmy, Jimmy's online too. Jimmy, that's what you want to ask Phil about coming back next year. Yeah, I want to know if he was going to go back to Dylan next year. Mm-hmm. I always want, also wanted to ask him about riding a ten speed versus riding a mountain bike. Huh? A ten like speed, a, like a road bike versus a mountain bike. Uh. I hung up on him by accident. Sorry, Jimmy. I don't know. Uh, let's go to keep going. Um, Jimmy sounded burnt. Paul, what's up? You want to talk to Phil? What's the difference between riding yes, a, a 10-speed with the handlebars flipped up yeah. and a mountain bike? <laughs> Paul, what do you want to ask Phil? Um, it, it just kind of seemed like this whole year, uh, Phil's uh, demeanor and his attitude has just been more upbeat than it has in years past. So I was just wondering if there's a reason behind that. Huh. What do you think, Phil? Uh, he got on a good team. Last year, last year couldn't have gotten any shittier for me. So this year, like, it can only go up. You know? <laughs> um, so that so that helps out a lot. But no, I mean, it's uh, you know, especially now that I could finish out the outdoors, it kind of helps out a little bit. I was not so much bitter in the beginning of the season with how things kind of had turned out, but you know, I definitely wasn't happy um, with the way you know my deal should have been for 2018 but i mean it is what it is so um but it, it all worked out in the end so i can't uh say everything happens for a reason which i'm not really a big believer in that crap <laughs> you're not a believer I in guess. that stuff no nah, nah, i could give a shit about it but um <laughs> last saturday made it worth it so uh, um, it doesn't really does, matter does your ankle and all that still so bug you how's, how's that injury it was uh, pretty bad uh, how are you doing yeah um, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it wrecks, it's wrecked every single day. So really, uh, huh? Shit. you know, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's more my toes than anything. Okay. I that toe claw. So oh, uh, Jesus. just because my tendons are so tight. So right. yeah, I mean, it is what it is, but hopefully uh, maybe 15, 20 years from now, they can refix these things like they do knees nowadays. But uh, I doubt it. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, man. Thank you. You ever see, you ever see Christopher thanks. Gossler's feet? No, oh, yeah, I seen goose's feet. They're horrible. Um, <laughs> Are yours anywhere like that? No, no, nah, not quite as bad. But oh, if you're in the same ballpark, uh, that sucks. Gump, what's up, Gump? Hey, what's going on, Steve? Nice to meet you this weekend. Dude. Nice to meet you too, Gump. Watson's in studio. That's your guy. I know, man. He's my '90s childhood hero. You hear that? Wow. You're a 90s child. Yeah, oh, Dickie Shorts. Yeah, Watson's your guy. <laughs> Dickie Dick Shorts in a chain wallet, man. That's that's all I remember. Oh, boy. <laughs> a little kid, you know what I mean? Wrong guy. Back in the day. I, my legs were yeah, too I short to wear Dickies. They would, they would be like down to my freaking ankles almost. <laughs> I remember you with Deegan, man, with the metal flakes on the bike. Oh, there you go. Washugal. Yeah, One yeah, race. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Hey, a uh, question for Filthy, though. Um, I always thought about his career and kind of thought about Polly Carpenter, just kind of uh, similar dudes, kind of like hammers, just total, you know, gnarly dudes, mm-hmm. and just kind of like journeyman pros doing whatever it took to get the next ride or the yeah. next paycheck. And I was wondering if, Phil, have you ever kind of thought about that, being a New York guy, 
how Polly kind of did it and how you're doing it. No, oh yeah, I uh, I bought property here in New York. You know, I'm, uh, you know, I plan on plan on staying here. You know, it's, uh, you know, I I do I do love it here. You know, I actually bought my grandmother's property, so and it's a beautiful piece. But um, yeah, I'm not a snowbird. I don't plan on, you know, staying up from New York and moving to another state and this that the other. So um, yeah, I, I enjoy it. So I enjoy snowmobiling and all sorts of winter activities. So what about um, sooner or later? I'll so get you back bought to the that. Pro- you bought the property where Woodstock was at. Yeah, yeah, it's not two miles from two miles from there. Dude, yeah. I gotta come there and check it out. I might find something. Um, right, hey, right now but, it's the 40th, 49th anniversary. You can come toke it up with all the hippies that are out there right now. But, Is there really a lot of people out there still? But wait, wait, yeah, wait, 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 Phil. He crazy. asked you. He asked you about whether you compared yourself to Paulie's career, though. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like are you no, a little carpenter? No, because Paulie, Paulie made a lot more money than I did. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Paulie yeah, did a lot yeah, less effort. Yeah, but he was in the right. He's in the right time frame where. Yeah. I mean, I think mm. he was killing it. But I mean, Paulie did it right. And I think Bob Gay did it right. You know, it's uh, it's good. You get in, you get out, and then you move on to other things. You know, so. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I used to watch Paulie when I was a kid. And I used to watch Jack as a kid. So they were uh, yeah. they were both really good. So I think uh, I think they did what they needed to do with the sport, and then uh, yeah, moved on to the second part of their life. How come? How come cool. you never got back to me when I said I have a deal for you to race Canada arena crosses in the fall, and you never got back to me? Because uh, you texted me at nine forty at night, and I was passed out already at nine fifteen. Okay, all right. I just, just, <laughs> hey, just filthy. Saying. I got then a question I'm going for you. To sleep. Um, all right. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Gump. Thanks, Phil's, buddy. You're welcome. Have a good night. Thank thanks. you, Phil. I got a question yeah. for you. I got a text from a a good friend of mine who helps out guys. Um, and puts teams together. He asked, this guy, um, he said, ask this guy if he has anything left in the tank to take it to the next level shit and desires to be there. Is that Jordan Burns? For me? Yeah, yeah that's for you. Do you have anything left yeah. in the tank? Do you think you could? He just got a podium. I, I know he did, but he's also saying that, you know, he if he doesn't find nothing, he might go on. And this guy right here could be his ticket. All right, Watson will get a hold of you. He, he might have well, your ticket. Well, I don't know if, if this guy on the phone, he believe me, this guy could take him to the top. Is it Corey nah, Gibbs? What, what, what no. really killed me this year was Supercross, which I did find. I did really figure out Supercross, and it just it, it didn't work this year. Yeah, because you were a on a freaking little bike. You didn't belong on that yeah. little bike. I mean, it, it is. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I still think you know, I still eligible for that class, and I know I can do good. And it just no, no, I'm really no. bummed out. You need about to listen it. to me. <laughs> you need to listen to me. Get out of that class. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, listen, listen. I'll look at any opportunity that comes my way and and see how it works out. But all right, I'll let you know how yeah, this opportunity comes around. Watson's doing deals. Yeah, I got your okay. back. I'll, I'll turn him on to your guy, Lucas, because I know Lucas. At least somebody's got my back. Oh, yeah. please. I, yeah. I practically, Lucas. I practically I willed you to that podium. I practically got you to that podium with all my support over the years. Hey, did the, did uh, did Jeremy or any of the guys come by and congratulate you? Because I know they really care about um, you. And they... Yeah, actually, every every single JGR guy basically texted me saying that they were pumped. So. Yeah, that's cool. Those um, guys are good guys. I talk was... crap on them just like bullshitting. But what about Coy? What they're about, good dudes. What about Coy? Coy texted you? Uh, no, no, nothing from Coy, nothing from J Bone. J Bone did comment on my Instagram, but everybody else they uh, they either texted me or came up to me face to face. Budman called me and congratulated me, which is cool, and um, invited me over for dinner and stuff. So, I mean, it, you know, like I said, there's there's right. there's no hard feelings. I mean, 
for me there was in the beginning of the year, but like I said, that's in the past and, you know, move on. So, um, um, Nash. Yeah, it was cool. Nash, what's your question for Phil? Gentlemen, dude, K-Dub, K-Dub back in the studio. Love it. Yes, Love yes, it. yep. Very excited. And to have Filthy Phil on the line. Filthy, I was, I was just curious. I, you know, everybody's getting really – Really revved up about you saying, "Oh my gosh, last one!" And we're not. Gonna, I'm not even going to get down the road. I, I'm going to look at my crystal ball, my super fan crystal ball, and I'm only going to guess that you're going to open a training facility in upstate New York, and Amart is going to be your first client. Can you take us through this there's, process? And there's this not a chance I'm opening up any sort of training facility or teaching any riding sort of facility. kid Technique. how to ride it. No, there's not a chance. Absolutely not. Kenny, no, Kenny, shutting, thanks for reading I'm my text. Down now. Phil, I, I can take Phil to the top. Thank hey, you. Nash, how do you feel about English I might have in a national next year? <sighs> Buddy, that's like Christmas every day of the year. It's delicious. I love it. Love it. Wow. Geez. <laughs> How's the facility? Did they move it across the street, and are they building it? Yeah, no, it's the, the track's moved. They moved the staircase, and it's all over there, and they're tweaking out. They're getting a lot of feedback. A lot of locals are giving feedback, and the, uh, Trevor Lee is a great guy, and everybody in the crew listens to it, and they're making it really fun. Any sightings and, of Jason uh, Lawrence? I've not seen Jason nah, Lawrence. I know. And he's, yeah, he's a pump the brakes there. J-Law, legend. Um, legend. No, but I would only think that Filthy Phil would come down in the fall season to enjoy New Jersey's finest motocross track. Is that a possibility, Filthy? Uh, I would like to, but I heard the practice track where the move stuff hasn't been that good lately. Mm, they're they're tweaking it where they moved the they moved the big track over to where the practice track is and they're they're yeah yeah, they're smoothing yeah no, out, I, I heard it, I, I heard can it you, hasn't been that great. But Nash has, can too, you imagine more. Nash? Can you imagine if if Philip goes to Europe or goes to Canada oh. and they go out they have nationals at Dilla and Englishtown and there's no fill there? Like that's bullshit. That's a sin and a travesty. And I will. It's bullshit. We should start a GoFundMe page on that. That yeah. just can't happen. Yeah, absolutely. It can't happen. And there will be hey, no hey. GoFundMe pages. Here. Yeah. Don't do that, Phil. Oh, don't get Phil started on that. Don't Definitely. do that, Phil. I, I agree with you 100%. Right, Phil? Phil, don't get you started on that. Like, no, no, Phil, I don't. Phil, when you I, were at Walden earlier in the week, like you talked about, where, I mean, I, obviously locals are pumped when you come there, but was there anybody there watching you? Like, dude, the guy's trashing his works bike. Why? The guy's an animal. I love him. <laughs> no, I, uh, it's actually good because I've, I've never been a uh, – I always used to ride Walden as a kid, and I always used to try and get down there with a couple members and stuff like that. I mean, uh, I wish I could be a lifetime member there, but obviously that's mm. not going to happen. Mm. So i got a couple friends that are, and they let me go there and ride when I come home for Unadilla, which is which is really nice of them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was raining there last week and still had to ride, so wrecked my bike. Dude, but is what And it your is. old man really was there with you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he went there – Last week on Wednesday, went with me on Sunday, went with me on this past Tuesday, ran the pit board. I don't know what he was writing on the pit board, but whatever. Um, oh, yeah, has your dad yeah, ever like met Amart? Has your dad ever met Amart? Has, has he counseled Amart? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Hell, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I love he, it. Uh, he battles with Amart's wife all the time because she's a full-blown liberal. <laughs> um, hey, we got to uh, run, Nash. We got to go. Hey, awesome. K-Dub, glad to have you back. Please come on more. Please, please, please. Filthy, congrats, man. Congrats. Thanks, Nash. Appreciate it. Cheers. Hey, Phil, do you ever is that track still open down in Poughkeepsie, like the one that was behind that culinary school in the woods? Do you ever uh, do you ever go down there? School. I used to go there with I mean, and Dowd and Henry and those guys used to ride there. It was a pretty good track. It was like a it wasn't a private track. It was I mean it wasn't it was just like built in the you know, in the middle of the woods. It was pretty good. 
I mean, it had to be either Walden, Ace, or Diamondback. Yeah, I think it was. It's got to be the only one. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, a they're the only ones around Poughkeepsie. It wasn't a public track. It wasn't like you had to go through a gate. It was like you parked out on this road and rode in. Mark, uh, Mark, what's huh. up? What's up? Yo. What's oh. up? You're How on. How you doing, Steve? Good. Hey, I just want. I'm an upstate New York guy. Um, actually, I live right where Bobby grew up. And I just want. You know, I cheer for the upstate New York guys, and I just wanted to give the thumbs up to Phil. That was awesome. I was on the fence yelling my rear end off, and, and people were getting a kick out of it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I know you've worked your rear end off, so I'm, I'm wicked proud of you. So Awesome. I, I appreciate that very up. much. It means a lot. So I'm glad you guys stuck yep. down there, ain't too true fans. Oh, yeah. yeah feels, so feel, proud of you, man. I know fans. you've worked hard. Um, awesome. I just wanted Thank to you. ask Watson something, too, and I was watching the race, but I saw this uh, – other upstate pro will come running through. And I said, oh, man, I'm not going to talk to him. I can't deal with him. It was Tom Rice. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Tom Rice? I don't know if you guys remember Ricey at all. I don't. Phil? Watson, remember him? I don't know. I don't know Tom Rice. No. You don't know, no, you don't know Terrible Tom? No, bro. No, no. Uh, he used to he used to kill it at Motomasters up at Mexico back in uh, yeah, oh, the mid-'80s. Hmm. Oh. And uh, he wore, uh, I think, I think his lowest national number was fifty, huh. and uh, he rode for Team Tam a little bit. Oh wow! I, I gotta believe Watson's got to know him. I would think Watson. Well, Ninety five was my first year, my friend. Watson stops at really? Watson okay. stops at Carlo okay. Cullen. That's all. He's got Carlo. <laughs> all right. Oh yeah, Rice used to oh. race Carlo big time. Thanks, uh, thanks for the Bruce, call, Mark. Bruce Stratton, Thank you, man. As far as I go back, yep. uh, we got a celebrity caller, Jimmy Albertson. Top Jimmy. Oh, this is terrible, Tom. Oh, ter- ter- terrible, Tom Rice. <laughs> hey, Tommy Rice. Yeah, national, number, national number fifty. Oh shit! Wow, oh, my bad. Sorry, yeah. terrible, Tom. Sorry, I didn't remember you, dude. Are, were you? Uh, okay. Were you inspired to call in what after up, Fil- Filthy's podium, Top Jimmy? Yeah, I just wanted to. I mean, I haven't got Sam. I would have texted him, but I was just like, well, "Shit, congratulations! That's awesome." Yeah, I, mean, I appreciate it. I, I'm, I like I have to I'm call in back to you, you but it's last all time good. I talked to you, I was yelling at you. You, you know, were yelling at him. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> good. I you weren't alone, I guess. on my Instagram. I mean, I, yeah, I don't I don't have a wife no more, so I don't get yelled at very often, so I probably need it every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hold on a second, uh, Phil. Hold on a second, Phil. What did Jimmy put on your Instagram? I don't know. He's a typical Jimbo talking shit. <laughs> then he, he called, he he called one of our mutual friends, Briar Perry, when we were at German's house up at Millville. And uh, and he was calling Briar, so I answered it. And yeah, I was yelling at Jim for talking his typical line of BS that he oh. blows out his mouth. Oh, jeez, Jimmy! Let everybody yeah. know that Shawnee, Oklahoma, made you great. Nothing else. That's all it. <laughs> Let everybody know That's who some of you trained with me. That was that was, that was that was just building you into this moment of podium. Yeah, I didn't yeah, podium. Yeah. I didn't realize. I forgot. Yeah, you guys have told me this story a couple times about how back in the day. Uh, Phil, you were there. 11, with, 10 days? Uh, yeah, I guess. Or was, no, way no, before been, uh, My rookie year, back, back when I rode for Bobby back in 2008. Okay, yeah. The, the, yeah. the bike was the bike. Canada. 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 They were cowies with a whole 39 horsepower. It was sweet. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a super. I was, rent, 
Yeah, uh, but I was renting yeah. BQ's uh, Honda 450 during the week. That's it, right? You were renting you the were bike. Renting it. Yes, oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, money for it. Um, and Jimmy, when I when I think of Phil at Cannon Day, Cowie, I just think of that crash at the Cowie track. The absolute ragdoll oh, yeah, at the Cowie yeah, track. <laughs> oh my god, that was dope. That was style. We're yeah. one hander to death. Shit. Dude, I don't know. Took that shit like a champ. I don't know how you didn't die, Philip. That's so gnarly. Me either. Me <laughs> either. It was such a bad. Yeah. I mean, it's funny to watch now that you know he's alive, but at the time, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was before I knew uh-huh. him. So I could care less. Yeah, I just watch it over and over. And laugh. <laughs> you just laughed yeah. at that poor sucker. So yeah, I remember, and I, I got remember when we were looking at Johnny. You come in, and um, one time Brett, Brett's parents used to send him. Brett was Trey's practice fight mechanic for a while. Uh-huh. Q, and his parents would send him like pies and stuff, and just typical negative Phil all the time. He was like in a really upset mood because he realized he received a, a pie from his mom, and was like. BQ, you get all the good breaks. I'm like, he <laughs> received a pie from his mom, and BQ is the fucking lucky one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, getting a pie in Phil's world was amazing. Uh, My dude, dad I only remember gave Trey a black was, eye. Dude, Trey was laughing so hard he was crying. <laughs> you get all the breaks. That was funny. Um, well, good, good, good times. Anyway, the yeah. less and less, the less and less, there's stuff of that going on around. The the more it turned into work for him. So. We were doing something right. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we were keeping the comedy going. What's, what else is new, Jimmy? Uh, Anything else in your world new, Jimmy? No. This is, this is about Phil's podium, man. Okay, all right. Just checking. Just, awesome. Um, That's over with. That no, was three days ago. Day. It's done. It's done, Phil. Everyone, are you still yeah. in New York, Phil? When you Are you still in New York, Phil? Phil yeah, yeah. Right I'm, I'm still up here. Yeah. Are you still at the track? Are you still at the track, Phil? What? Are you still at Unadilla? No, I'm at my old man's house. <laughs> oh, I just thought you might have slept there. Yeah, anyway. I thought you might have stayed there oh, forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, no, I'm still stuck with Pastrana and Ronnie Mack at Sipes up there over on the other side <laughs> yeah, of the house. Exactly. Yeah, those guys. <laughs> Did you hear about those <laughs> those guys, Jimmy? Ah, oh, they're assholes. <laughs> yeah, they are. I don't even know how they're going to pull that off. I, I don't know it either. Make yeah. sense. Ronnie Mack's not even a real person. Right? Exactly. How are they going to let him race the biggest race of the year? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm it's saying. What it's, it's ridiculous. Well, um, I mean, they're giving a charity, so it, it you know you got to support it. You have no choice to. If Ronnie's going to have an open face helmet an and 69 on his bike at the motocross the nation. Wait, did you say they're giving they're it to charity? Let him, they're not going to let him ride. I think Puerto Rico is a charity. Yeah, Puerto Rico gets this is for charity. Yeah, yeah. but how are they how are they getting money? They got to afford to go to the race. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Dude, no, no. Like, there's a from what I hear, there's a portion of cha- like the the apparel sales going to charity, and oh, apparel nowadays gotcha. like a lot of following is a gold mine. So. Gotcha. Not gotcha. that you not that no, you would know anything about that, Jimmy. It's just stuff. You I don't heard. know anything. No, no. Right. Um, Nobody wants to buy Jimmy mm, stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, boys. Hey, we got to go. Stank Dog's coming up. The Stank Dog. Oh, yeah. Another friendly. Another another guy. Uh, yeah, he, he he's fantastic. Jimmy, thank you for calling in. Thanks for coming uh, on a few weeks ago and everything. Hope you're well and all of that. Thanks, buddy. No, congratulations, Phil. That's awesome, man. You'll be back. Thanks, Jimbo. Quit acting I'll like you're <laughs> Quit acting like what? Yeah. You quit acting like – I told him to quit acting like he's going to quit. I know. And by the way, 
I know how you guys were like, don't I ride 250 Supercross. Trust me, not to not to brag on Suzuki or anything. We had a Suzuki team for a while. You get on a good good 250 with good horsepower, you'll be just fine, Supercross. So that's that what I'm thinking. Right, right we'll see. But Steve, Steve and Watson are against it. So. Yeah, no, we got we got to make purse money. Is what we got. We got to make a living. And the the purse in the 250 class is ridiculous. So you got to make a money. You know what else is really? You know what else is really expensive? Buying your own bikes and showing up the races. <laughs> you never, you, you, <laughs> that's true. Ask Martin that. As long as you're not going in the hole, ride whatever anybody will give you for free. You have a good point. Uh, hey Phil, Martin's made a pretty good living. Yeah, he's done all right. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got it figured out. I have not got to that point yet. Uh, you got the two fifty class mastered. Thanks, Top Jimmy. Appreciate you calling in, buddy. Thank All you. All right, we'll talk to you guys later, man. See, see you, man. You guys are good. And uh, Phil, Bye. thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Roostmx.net. Bringing you, Phil. You, Love to have you on all the time, but especially after you get a third overall. That was awesome. That was sweet. That nah, is, thank that's you. like Brayton's win. Support. That's no. like Brayton's win to me. Like I, I, I think, I think that's, that's better because awesome. I know how much Phil wanted that. I like Brayton, but Phil, yeah. Phil, congratulations, bud. It's just cool to see. Like, well, I like it more because he did it in his hometown. He yep. did his home race. Yep. He had you know mass family there, and you know just a guy like Phil that's just been you know like JB. JB's had some success. Yeah. Maybe not win. You know, yeah. Daytona was rad. But, dude, Phil's been at it for a while. You know, so many people's counted him out numerous amount of times. And for him just to throw up his middle finger and say, yep, here you go. Here's for giving up on me. <laughs> Works out. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, uh, buddy. I'm pumped. Thank you, Phil. See you this weekend at Buds, buddy. See you. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, boy. See you, Kenny. Later, Phil. Uh, Phil Nicoletta, everybody, coming God off his first. Bless. Career podium. We had some people on hold for him. Sorry we couldn't get to you. Top Jimmy was simply more important than you. Hey, uh, uh, let me just say something real quick okay. before you go. I, I, I was talking crap a little bit on JGR, like making fun of them. They're a great no, team. They're a great bunch of guys. I was we know just being just, a smart ass. Right. So if those, they're listening, hats off to you guys what we, you guys are doing. We already know your feelings for JGR. You're, you're, you're good with those. I guys. love those guys. Yes. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks to Phil. Uh, thanks to Roost MX for bringing him on. But now, did you know, Watson, that every two-stroke KTM and Husky comes with a Vertex piston in the engine from the factory? I did. Uh, did you know 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was founded in a small workshop in northern Italy? No, I didn't know that. Did you know that today, because of the renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM? I didn't. Uh, Vertex Pistons, full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons and replica high-compression or GP-style configurations. Pulp MX Show 2018 is the code to get a special discount on Vertex Pistons. If you want to talk about Husqvarna, 252 strokes. Uh, at KTM, 252 strokes. You want to talk about two strokes in general. This is the man to call. And we welcome him back on the show. Vertex bringing you Stank Dog. What's up, Stank? How are you, man? What up, Steve? I'm good, man. I'm just chilling. All right. Good to hear, man. Congrats on the 16th. Nice work. Just, uh, oh, thank you. Um, did you have any idea where you were, like, in, in, in the race at all at any, at any point? Um, about halfway. Um, I could see my mechanic didn't have a pit board, but uh, a of guy course not. swatched behind me. I yeah. could see his pit board, and I saw he was an 18th. Okay. So, okay, I got I got to be doing better than 18th. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why doesn't your mechanic have a pit board, Stank? Uh, I fuck. I never look at those things, anyways. <laughs> NFG, bro. NFG. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you start well, or did you kind of work your way through? I honestly, I I couldn't even tell after a few laps. So. Yeah, I did. I honestly don't even know. I just like 
watching it on TV, that pileup that uh, Barsha caused, mm-hmm. um, that that helped me out pretty well. I okay. Do that. Yeah. Um, but, hey, before the rains came, you had a really good qualifying practice, one of your better ones of the year, uh, and the track was pretty sweet. So are you just a Unadilla master, Stank? Like, do you, did you just feel good? Did your, did your bike work well? Because you qualified better than you have in a lot of races. The Hasker bike was ripping. The what? The, the Hasker motor was barking out there straight up. Oh. Like the, the, track, the track wasn't too, too, uh, too soft and deep mm. like normal. Yep. But – Honestly, it was shitty. Uh, it was super hard packed in some spots, and like the two stroke, honestly, didn't have much traction out there. But uh, I, I love Unadilla, and it just, I just made it work. I guess. Yeah, yeah, you were on it. Like, I mean, just just like I said, better uh, better qualifying for you, you know? Because sometimes it's been sketchy. Like, just the tracks are dissed up, they're watered, and dude, it's gnarly. Hey, do you think yeah. do you think with that better qualifying helped you with the get a better gate pick to get you into a better position on the opening laps? Uh, no, nah, absolutely not. That thing sucks on the start versus the four fifty. Yeah, it it don't matter where I where I if I had first gate pick, I probably wouldn't even come out inside the top twenty. Still, <laughs> I love that honesty. In um, but you told us earlier this year you'd rather be on a one twenty five, like or not rather, but you feel the one twenty five is closer to the two fifty F than the two fifty two stroke to the four fifties, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I, feel, I mean, I was way more consistently qualifying on the one twenty five. Uh, my my moto finishes were way better. It just, I don't, I don't know. The 450 class is just brutal. I mean, every guy in there's been around for a minute. They know what they're doing, and it's uh, a 252 stroke just doesn't have that tor- torque like the 450 does. Mm-hmm. But more reliable than like, you know, last year. You had some bike problems from pushing it and all that, uh, and this year more reliable bike, right? Yeah, I, I haven't pushed it off the track yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you've been enjoying it still. Still enjoying this this little ride you got going on. Oh, absolutely, dude! I, I enjoy every minute of it. Um, I I got a few few dollar helps this uh, for this season, and uh-huh. uh, mostly just doing it on my own. And my buddy, my buddy Drew's been helping me out, and uh, we're actually at their house now, and just they've been feeding us and showering me <laughs> and my buddy, and we're just we're just living life. Uh, Watson, uh, a few weeks ago, I heard through the uh, through the grapevine that Stank's mechanic got kicked out of the mechanics area because he had no shirt on. Perfect. Is, is that true, Stan? Was it- Gary, Gary, was that you? That was, that was you got kicked out of the mechanics area for no shirt. Yeah, my my buddy that's riding with me is a racer, and he he needed to go down there and tell me what what position I was in in the uh, LCQ. And yeah, he had he had no shirt on. They're like, ah, get out of here! Kick him out. <laughs> yeah, tell him that used to happen to me on a weekly basis. Don't feel bad. Yeah, but I used to be throwing <laughs> rocks and mud and shit at my guy. They used to get pissed <laughs> off. And, and uh, also, I saw you at High Point. We talked about it on one of my podcasts. Uh, riding back from the concessionary with like pizza in your hand, stank on your bike. Just classic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In between yeah, motos, I know. Mean, uh, before I think on the morning or before it, the morning, it was it was Friday. Yeah, it was Friday uh, for lunchtime. Right. You know, it's privateers. <laughs> we're in the van. We don't bring the barbecuer. We're just, uh, oh, we're just low on low on the budget. You know, Texas Texas race bike. You sleep at the track on Friday night in your van. Um, we we haven't been thankfully the last few weekends. Um, just like, like I said, my buddy Drew helped, helped us out this last weekend, uh-huh. and his wife got us a got us a camper and a cabin up by wow. the Yogi Bear Campground. Yeah, it's huge. They've been taking good care of us, and uh, we've we've stayed at Red Bud. We for sure stayed in the van. Nice, yeah. I like it. Had to, had to there. That was mandatory. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, <laughs> no, nah, man, it was awesome to see you do that uh, position and ride that well in, in the mud and everything else. And um, the track, it was. I mean, was it thirty percent better the second moto, Stank Dog? Was it fifty percent better the second moto? 
Uh, it was 100% better. Oh, it was? Like, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought, like, just even though it was that one goat trail line, yep. the goat trail line was, like, kind of, it was dry underneath. You sure. You just ride it. Uh, but, but if you got out of it, you were fucked. You were done, yeah. Hey, I got a question yeah. for you. And what about, hold on, Watson. Uh, what about the creative lines everyone is using? I saw one today. I didn't even, the going into the back, into the back section, guys up, are just. Up the hill, Tomax line. Dude, they're just missing the jump totally. Totally. Oh, yeah. Was, oh, yeah. <laughs> Kid, I was so I was so mad. Like halfway, uh, I I I won't name drop him, but I'll give the number out. Three seventy six. He literally was cutting the jump every time behind me, and I would look back at him and I would shake my head at him because I was hitting the jump. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I'm like, dude, you are cutting the track right now to catch up to me. You're pissing me off. Quit. That'd be Chris Corning, Chris Canning. Oh, Canning. Where's he from? Yeah. Connecticut. Yeah, he's a Massachusetts guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, like he, I think he even saw me twice shake my head at him because like one time he backed off like twenty seconds. I'm like, dude, quit it. Yeah, he probably thinks you're gonna shank him, stank dog, when you get back to the pits. You should have. No, I'm cheating. I'm gonna roost him next time. I'm gonna roll a jump and goose it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's nice. Seven zero two five eight six pulp. Hey, you have a question for Jared Stanky. Hey Jared, how did uh, I see that you did pretty good up at the PIR race, right? That worked yeah, out. Yeah. You made some money that probably helped you out a little bit, huh? Yeah, I won. I won a heat race there, and I uh, got third overall in the main event thanks to a DNF for, from Tyler Bowers, and uh, I made two grand that night. So, uh, are you still? Uh, does uh, I can't really say their name on the show because they're not a sponsor. What, but you can say it. Uh, does we don't, Motorsport we... still help you out? Uh, see, I, I'm sponsored by Motorsport Hillsboro, which is different than Motorsport. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that, and they're up yeah. there, right? They're in that area. Yeah, they're both. They're uh, Hillsboro's right next to Portland. Yeah. Okay. So cool. That was cool. You could do that for your sponsors. That's bitching. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. And exactly. That's like Scott. Scott Russell is the owner of Motorsport Hillsboro. He's uh, he's the one that gives me all the dirt bikes and shit and keeps it all going for uh, the last ten years. He's, uh, and uh, it's, it, that's his biggest race for me. So I, uh, that's one I do mandatory every year, and I, I try to do well at that race every year for him. Did you say you made two grand? Yeah, I got fifteen hundred for uh, for third, and then five hundred for winning a heat race. Oh wow! Yeah, nice, so nice you work. you made more money than the guy that got fifth at the national this weekend. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, and, and the guy who has hopefully he's got some bonuses. Whoever got fifth. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you a question: How much money did you make for getting twentieth overall? Um, I made I don't even know how much from AMA. Um, I made six hundred KTM contingency. And I have a few other money sponsors that I, at the end of the year, I'll probably have a couple grand from each of them for making uh, just the nationals. Yeah, um, I was just wondering how much the track paid you. Oh, um, I'm going to go ahead and say 550 bucks. Um, probably. Uh, Don't Jer- spend it all in the same place. Jared Stanky on the Pulp and Mech Show, brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Watson. VertexPistons.com, Pulp and Mech Show 2018. Go to VertexPistons.com and a 25% off using the code Pulp and Mech 2018. Two and four stroke uh, compression, uh, high compression, GP style pistons available. Um, yeah, Stank, it was uh, it was a nice showing for sure. Uh, do you have your chick with you? Is that what you sent me the photo for the our poster? Um, that's just my friend that's helping okay. me drive along. Oh, road. wow. Nice friend. Yes. Smoke show, huh? Right, yeah. Stank living the life. Smoke hey, show. Stank, right. what are you going to do uh, next year during uh, Supercross since there's no arena cross anymore? Or is there arena cross? What's going on with that old scene? Um, if it if it's not the Amsoil arena cross by Feld, um, I definitely won't be doing it because there's obviously no uh, – like that, that whole series had a good backing, good contingency, good payout, and you could really, you could really make a living 
racing that series. The other series is I don't think they have that contingency and the dollar, the dollars to hand out to us riders yet. So I won't be doing any of those series uh, that are coming up. There's a few, I heard like two or three different arena cross series, but I won't be doing those. Um, I've been talking to custom power sports to do some maybe East coast lights nice. or even joining uh, the TPJ team and trying to oh, jump wow. on board with Supercross. That's what I wanted to hear, dude. Stank. I think we need Stank Dog out there. Stank be back in Soupy. Nice. Do you think? Yeah, do you I mean, think the uh, two-stroke, the two-fifty two-stroke, would be better uh, indoors than outdoors against the four fifties? Um, I, I yes and no. I think like the East Coast Soupies would be way bitching, and but like the the tracks that got hard packed, I think it would just be terrible. Yeah, I agree. Um, absolutely. Uh, Stank, I don't know if you saw today that the the Red Bull Straight Rhythm is coming up, and Papa Mex is entering Alex Ray to come and take your crown. I I saw that, and uh, I'm not I'm not too pumped pumped off of it. You know, you guys, all you guys are. Hating on the stink king, and I'm yep. gonna stink king. I'm gonna smoke show it up out there, bro. Every, everyone is gunning for you, and, and it's it, you're you're the guy. Everyone wants your crown, bro. I, hey, that's all right. Someone someone's not gonna be taking it off my head. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Team Pulpa Mex is coming in hot, and uh, I got some some tricks up the sleeve. Away is gonna send it. Hey, stink! I got uh, news for you, bro. They had never been hey. successful yet, Team. Pulp MX, whatever adventure they've done in any kind of racing. So I don't think you have anything to worry about. Oh, uh, don't worry, bro. We got. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you what. I was the most least prepared person there last year, and I'll probably be the most least prepared person there this year. Perfect. Right. And I, I, everyone takes it too fucking serious. Right. I'm sorry to say. It. Yeah. I'm perfect. Sorry to say it. Although, of course, don't forget, Pulpamex did get you into the straight rhythm last year. We you made it. did. I do, I, you, I do have to thank Steve Mathis for yeah, that. Yeah, we, we actually got him in. Uh, Hammer, we called Jeremy Mallott and said, why isn't Stank racing? He's the two-stroke guy. And it was so popular, they just, they just kicked the four-strokes out of the whole thing. They just said, yeah, screw yeah. the four-strokes altogether. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> two strokes, hey, two hey, strokes hey, that's it. Hey, what, I got a question. What's, what's all this RAM? stuff ram it uh raised ramming yeah we're gonna we're gonna show it while the idea was at washugo i sponsored a ray and uh we we we're gonna ram it up the factory's asses our results we're gonna show them what they were missing you know that was the plan was ramming it up everyone's asses and you saw the result right and and it didn't quite work Uh, stank he he got the ramming yeah he got (laughs) he got the ramming at washugo so (laughs) the ramming will continue with straight rhythm and our listeners uh, seem to like that and uh it's just we're just all about trying to show the man you know show that you the king we're gonna try to show you what's up and uh So hey, you know what? The same thing happened to McGrath. He was the king, and he, no one dethroned him for a long time. So don't uh, worry about it. Every I, this talk, like Steve's giving you, they were saying that every week. Oh, we're going to get him. We're going to get him. Oh uh, yeah, and 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 yeah. I, I think A Ray did say at one point, "I'm scared of Stank." He should so, be. So he did say that at one point. Um, <laughs> well, no one should ever be scared of me. I'm the I'm the biggest loving guy out there. Well, I just think your whole when when you get on the gate, it could be could be a problem. Yeah, but he's not going to cross over the line and punt him. Oh, I will for sure cross the line. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? If I'm going to lose, I'm crossing it. Oh God, A Ray, gonna just gonna have problems with straight rhythm with Stank and A Ray. Especially if I'm losing to A Ray, I'm crossing right. it for sure. If I'm losing the area, I'm jumping off the side and going straight down the straightaway, wide he, open. He's gear. he's uh, he's asking me about riding a two-stroke and like he's got to get into it again. And I, 
You know, he rides a four. He's a kid. He rode a two-stroke back in the day. But so, what do you do? Go buy him a Yamaha 250? No, Yamaha gave us one. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we got to give it back. Wow. But they're like, here's a here's a 2018 YZ250. Are you gonna get the repipe oh, no, for it? 2019, huh? No, 18 only, bro. Yeah. We're gonna uh, get. Dude, we're, you're we're gonna, gonna lose right then and there. Oh, I got the 19 threshy coming out. Oh, jeez, give me a break, stank. Um, no, hey, for for real, that'll be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Like every media company's entering a guy into it, and and uh, the winning media company, uh, you know, gets to brag about it. And then why don't you get this guy? He's the champ, Stank Dog. Yeah. Well, no, because it's Stank's got his own sponsors, right? So, so fucking join up. Uh, no, we want. Yeah, fuck. We can combine teams here. Shit. Well, maybe we should talk then. Maybe we can have Stank and A Ray. Yes, combine. You have a team, right? Hit him up. Because I already asked Villapoto, and he wanted a lot of money. So I bailed out of that deal. So I could get you Stank Dog for way less. <laughs> right, right, right. For sure, a tenth of the cost, and we have more fun. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And Villapoto is gunning for it. And I talked to Reed this past week, and uh, he's lining up a bike, and it should be good times. If, if any if any of us riders need to be scared of anyone, it's definitely not Villapoto. We definitely have to watch out for, for Reed, for sure. Yeah, 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 Villapoto. Yeah, I'm. I hate to say it, Bill Poto. He doesn't. He doesn't ride enough. And even though Reed Reed doesn't ride that much anymore, he's just all around talented at Supercross. Yeah. And he hates to lose. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He 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 will really hate to lose to a guy named Stank Dog. For sure. Uh, he, he he technicality. He lost last year. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. You're right. Technicality. He was he was, he was registered. He was uh, registered. Dude, I can't wait till Stank comes back in Soupy. Yep. Might, that might happen. Yeah, that might really happen. Uh, yeah. I hope. I hope so. Um, I hope it does. What? Uh, so you're on the East Coast, like you, that's where you are right now. You're just based on the East Coast because we got we got uh, of course New York that just happened, and then Buds in Indiana. You're just gonna stay back there? Yeah, I'm up in uh, Ghent, New York, right now at, at uh, my buddy Drew's house, and we're just uh, yep. yeah, it's, we're outside sitting on the porch right now, coming down rain, but thankfully we got a nice tarp over us. Did you get your bike all washed and cleaned up? How hammered is it? Dude, like John Johnny was over here. He he already got it framed and tore down everything to the frame. It is straight roached. Oh, I bet. I can what imagine. about uh, what kind of piston do you run on that thing? Oh, the vertex, baby. No choice. But yeah, that's right. They come stock in the. They come, come stock, stock in that bike. I heard. <laughs> that's what. That's what he's running. Vertexpistons dot com. Bringing you Stank Dog tonight on the show. So. Um, oh yeah. No, man. Uh, uh, well, hey, thanks for coming on. Stank Dog, I appreciate you. I asked him, I said to Stank, I'm like, hey, is 10 o'clock too late, like East Coast? And he's just like, no, bro, 10 o'clock is not too late for Stank. Hey, uh, <laughs> like Marvin for Marv, whenever I get Marvin on, he's like, hey, I need, I, I need to be on at 9.15 Dude, East Coast Dude, don't even time. try to compare Stank Dog to Marvin, Mar- bro. Marv's very That's worried. That's like comparing apples to oranges. He's very worried about 10 o'clock, Marvin is. So hey, not why don't stank you tell dog. him when you said, hey, what guest should we have on? Who, should I, who did I say? You said Stank. That's right. He I said did. he Absolutely. ripped this weekend. Watson, you're the fucking man. Dude. I said he deserves to be on your show when I'm on it. Uh, Watson could be a fit in perfectly with your whole program. Hey, Stank. you know what I was going to tell you? I'm going to get Watson, your number I from need sponsors, dude. I was just going to tell up. you that I got one up my sleeve for you that I think will work for you. Oh boy, let's do it. Yeah, I don't want to say it on the air because it caused a bunch of crap, but I'll, I'll hit you up in the next day or two. All right. All right, get my number from Stevie. I will, buddy. Awesome. Congratulations again, dude. Yeah, nice work. Uh, 16, hey, you're, you you're, the, you're the first two-stroke two to score that many points, I think, since since Cody Gregg at Bud's like two, three years ago, I think. Uh, so, uh, yeah, definitely, you know, a great yeah, finish on a two-stroke. Yeah, yeah, Cody Gregg. So, um, nice work on that. Nice. I don't, how many points did I score? Five. Five points. Okay. Um, cool, cool, he says. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we will see you at uh, Straight Rhythm, where you will feel the power 
of Paul Max and Alex Ray. Yeah, because he'll be sitting right next to him if you get ramming, he can ram. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the time. See you this weekend. Hey, thank you, Steve. All right. See you, Kenny. All right, Jared. Stank Dog, everybody. Jared Stanky on the show. 16th in the second moto on a two-stroke. Nice work by him. Brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Yeah, if that guy wasn't cutting the track, he probably would have done better. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, Get, the folks at Get, there is only one solution to improve your bike's performance. Get, Get! With the brand-new Get engine control units for uh, two- and four-stroke bikes, you'll feel like riding a totally different bike. Uh, rideability, uh, maximized performance, improved throttle response. Uh, the, the factory monster Yamaha guys use Get, and why don't you? And seemingly half the riders uh, in, the, in Europe use it as well. Uh, CDIs for two-strokes, too, available now. Uh, email the show to get a discount from the folks at Get. And also, to Michelin Starcross 5, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels, no matter their condition or terrain. Hard, medium, soft, and sand. Michelin Star Cross 5 tires. Completely redesigned casing. A more aggressive self-cleaning tread design. A durable yet more flexible sidewall. And a more pliable bead package for easier mounting. MichelinMotorcycle.com for more information. 21 sizes for vintage bikes as well. 450s, 250s, two-strokes. Stan could use them. And uh, Alex Ray will be using Michelin Star Cross 5s at the straight rhythm as well. We just need straight line. Uh, yeah, nice. Tractability. We don't need to worry about pushing in corners. Yep. None of that. And, so what uh, are you saying? They push in corners? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. That's, that's a great That's a great plug. <laughs> great. Great. Make, make a note, everybody. Stop oh, it, Jesus, Watson. Steve. You fucking guy. Back air already bugging me. Uh, <laughs> all right. We're going to take a commercial break here. Tyler Keefe's coming up. Nice. Jason Thomas is coming up. Sweet. We got to uh, cold call someone. We got to figure out. Travis okay. Marks is here. Right on. Let's do it. And, uh, Good times. We'll go to commercial break. We'll be right back after this, everybody. This is Lord Vader, and you jerkies are listening to the Pope MX Show. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines. 
great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Living 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of uh, anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> 
I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 Performance Kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning, may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. 
Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back 
1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Net Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World Downey, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. 
Don't forget, you can always uh, get the sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. Go to sponsor deals. You can get all the codes. And uh, you can say with all of our guys, or most of our guys anyways, Kenny Watson is in studio. Hey, he did is, you know what that Husqvarna, KTM, mm-hmm. all comes stock with Vertex Pistons? Vertex, yes, I did. Okay, yes, I just I want I to do. make sure you knew that, man. Absolutely. Jared Stanky runs one. Watson, how many people do you have talking to you about how to get into the industry, how to get a job in the industry? Not too many now. Yeah, okay, back in the day, though, you did. Yeah. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates, looking for employment opportunity. It's the first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free today. Uh, this is something to get your foot in the door, get make some connections, and uh, you can start there. There's a lot of cool jobs on the- Is that the, Jan's uh, deal? That who, used to work at Cowie? No. No, it is not. Uh, and uh, so right now, uh, the job of the week this week, uh, besides the ones from WPS and besides the ones from Just One and and these type of companies, the Helmet House, they are looking for an outside sales rep. Helmet House is a uh, distributor, and they're looking for an outside sales rep, and uh, they have a lot of lines that you can carry. And they are looking for a uh, outside sales rep at Motorcycle Jobs uh, Industries, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Go there, check it out, upload your resume for free, and uh, make some connections, make some uh some pivot, uh, pivot in your career of choice and uh, go to the motorcycle industry, and that's how you get started. That's how you meet people. That's how you do it, people. Um, or you can uh, go to the AIM show and walk around. Yeah, you can do that. You can go up to guys like Kenny Watson in the pits and say, you know, let me in. I want to I wanna do your job. I want to uh, do it. You can uh, tag along with me because I'll be walking up to every truck trying to find a job. We're going to get into that later. Not. Uh, we are going to get into that later. <laughs> a couple things I want to mention before we get to uh, Jason Thomas. First up, our folks at Racetech, Racetech.com. Uh, there's a benefit ride this Sunday at Timber Ridge Recreation Ranch in Iowa, Castana, Iowa. Castana? Castana? Uh, for Racetech dealer Tim Hetzel of Hetzel Racing. Uh, Tim has uh, been diagnosed with cancer, and uh, they're having a benefit for him. It's a 5,000. Timber Ridge is a 5,000-acre private ranch with a lot of great single track. 9 to 5 p.m., 20 bucks Fucking to get up. in. Facebook uh, Hetz, Facebook Hetzel Ride Day uh, for more information on Facebook. And uh, the raffle will be taking place with companies like uh, Racetech, Fly Racing, Pivotworks, Vertex, uh, a lot of other companies will have uh, prizes there for you. So go there. It's a good cause. It helps out Tim Hetzel. Uh, go to the Facebook page and uh, go riding at, for 20 bucks at Timber Ridge, which sounds like a bitchin' place, this Sunday. Uh, thanks to the folks at Racetech for making that happen. And um, Jason Thomas is online. What's up, JT? How are you, man? Not too bad. How are you guys? We are good. Kenny Watson in studio on his phone right now. I'm trying to pull something it. up. I'm trying to pull something up. Like show-related? Yep. Okay, all right. Very show-related. Here you go. All right. It's a picture of JT. My, something's wrong with my microphone. No, it sounds fine. You got it? Yeah. I, I I can't hear in my ear until I pick the cord up, so I don't know. But, okay. uh, yeah, I got a sweet picture of you, JT. I'll send it over to you right now. It's another one, dude. Right. You might want to show your old lady. This You're looking good here. <laughs> All right, I'll take a look. Your hair is looking on point. Uh, all right, JT, before we get into this, uh, you guys, fly racing, there's a ride day hamping, happening in Wisconsin. Damon yep. Bradshaw will be there. That's enough. Yay. That's all I need to know. That is all I need to know. Uh, located in Central. Are you Wisconsin- going? No, I'd like to. When? When is it? When's the date of this thing? August 26th, so a couple weeks. 
Um, Indiana. Uh, Mostyn. Mostyn, Wisconsin at the Motivation MX facility. Sunday, August 26th from 10 to 4. Two fully prepped and groomed tracks. $10 camping. Spectators are free. Riding is 30 bucks. But if you are wearing Fly, you get a voucher to ride for free. It pays to wear uh, Fly. X-Brand, Michelin, all helping, out, all helping out with giveaways. Uh, Wisconsin's got some cool tracks, so you know this place is bitching. And if Bradshaw is there, then I am there. Uh, or I wish I was there. Fly racing. You'll be there in spirit. You got to go, JT? You're going? Uh, I'm not going, no. Okay. But it, two, two of our reps, uh, Cody and Ross, put that, that ride day on. And, uh, man, that thing's growing and growing. We actually had a really big one in uh, Indiana this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And that one's coming up, obviously, in two weeks. So, um, yeah, I, I yeah. love it when these guys get super involved like that. It, they put on great events for, for people to go ride. Dude, Bradshaw was at the uh, launch gear launch there a few weeks back, and uh, he's rad. He's into it, man. He's back into moto. We lost him for a buck to for a but for a bit to those dumb monster trucks, but he's back. So oh, he's all in. He is definitely all in. He he's even uh, getting to the point where he's having to to watch every race and and pay attention again because you know he's he's back. He's working in the industry again, and yeah. uh, I think I think he drifted away a little bit as far as like current events and knowing everything that was going on. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no doubt he's back now. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, so go check that out, everybody fly racing. They got some cool ride days uh, across the country. And this one's got Bradshaw again, and he's a fly racing ambassador. So it's awesome to, to, uh, have him on board. Uh, JT Unadilla, as far as Unadilla is concerned, Dylan Ferrandis won the overall with a one, one AP AP might clinch this thing after moto one, uh, at this weekend at Bud's Creek, the two fifty national championship, Aaron Plessinger. Yeah. You just got to beat Amar, right? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's earned it. He's, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, there was, you know, Zacho and J-Mart, and those guys were, you know, kind of up in the air. And, and uh, I don't think many people had AP pegged as as this champion. But, you know, as as we've seen, you've got to stay healthy. And, and uh, when the opportunity arose, he has taken full advantage of it. You know, I think starting at, at Redbud, he really put his stamp on this thing, and he really hasn't let go of it since. Yeah. So um, I give him I give him a lot of credit for stepping up when the opportunity was there. Uh, look, uh, Osborne and J Mart, of course, are great riders and past champions. But and who knows? This is maybe a dumb thing to say. It wouldn't be the first time. But if they're healthy, AP could still win this thing. He could still be your winner. Uh, he could absolutely be your winner. I, I believe so. You yeah. know what's crazy to me about this whole thing? And I was thinking about this the other night. Um, when was the last time you had a guy like AP that didn't spend his time on the East Coast at a training facility and still rides in California during the week? Like, he's still going to Paula and going yeah, Helen, yeah, yeah. you know, two to three days a week in the dead of the summer and riding those jacked-up shitty tracks. Yep. And he's not doing the what they call the norm. You know, he's doing something different. Yep. No, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, actually, um, thanks to Marks, he's 78 up, so he can lose three points to Amart even this weekend in the first moto. So, um, yeah, I think I think the key to that too um, is that all the star guys are doing that, so they're all they're all motoing together and they're keeping their pace high. You know, which is uh, that's a big part of it, having um, people to ride with, and and that's the hard part about California. You know, the tracks are, are a challenge, but. Everybody bails out of there, so finding quality guys to ride with consistently 
that's part of the upside of being in well, Florida. And uh, with those guys all being together out there, they've they've kind of replicated that. Well, we've seen Dino and Anderson get hurt at Glen Helen on these ride days. And honestly, like, okay, I absolutely believe that anything can happen at any time, even if you're at a protected riding facility. But it's, it is a little sketchier riding at Glen Helen on a Thursday. You know what's crazy? That- yeah, I mean, we, there was just a uh, – there was a, a amateur fly supported rider that passed away at Glen Helen uh, this this past weekend. So really, wow. oh, uh, wow. you're, you're not kidding about that for sure. Yeah, you know I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's just effing terrible, man. That, that place takes them down. But uh, you know I, I think that uh, a lot of credit has to be given for the success of Star to Will. You know, you know when I, I I've been to Glen Helen a couple times and. You know, he's there, too, you know, not even riding half the time. And he's there with the guys, you know, doing their lap times, talking to them and keeping them together as a unit. You know what I mean? A lot of these team managers don't leave the office. You know what I mean? When these guys go to the track, they'll send one of their, you know, mechanics if they're not working to go along. But Will's in the trenches with those guys. He rides his bicycle with them. They have dinners at his house, Mm -hmm. you know. Justin Cooper uh, lives with them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a perfect example. Like, Will is hands-on with each and every person, and I think he deserves a lot of the credit, you know, for the success that Star Racing has been having. you agree, JT? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, Will, that's a big part of the program is Will's been there and done that. So he knows what these guys are feeling like, at, you know, with a, a few races to go and being tired. And, you know, it's just uh, – I think having that experience, not you know, there's a lot to being a team manager, but understanding what riders are going through is uh, that's a huge part of the game. And and like Kate up said, um, I think he can share a lot of his experiences going through that, especially for a guy like Justin Cooper who's still trying to figure all this out. Yeah, you know, and I think they have a really good nucleus with. He doesn't have to worry about the bike and the engines and, you know, ordering parts and do that. Yeah. They have a, you know, a Brad in-house yeah. to do that. And he could just focus on the riders. It, the team, I've made a, a lot of fun of Star over the years. And I think some of it's rightfully so. Remember, they went through uh, Doug Shapinsky, Alan Brown, Lampson real quick as managers. DV. In and out of there. DV, no. Didn't he do Star? No, he did Motor Concepts. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, and they kind of... For a long time, they were letting guys go. Like, Will has a story of having another year on his deal, and they just let him go. Yeah, I know you're done um, when he first turned pro. and But, you know what, Yamaha came up with that 250F, and it's got a real motor. It's got a real great motor and a real great bike. Star started to find its hold a little bit, uh, foothold. They they got it, they you know they started using the amateur race, uh, ranks a little bit to, to stock guys. Uh, I think things calmed down with mechanics and Brad Hoffman and everybody kind of settled into their place. Will comes on board, you know, like it, it's they've turned that program around in the last five six years. How many titles do they they Cooper has one or two? Cooper has two. Okay, well, are you talking about two outdoors or yeah outdoors? What, what? Uh, Cooper has one and Jamar has, has two, two so yeah. that's three. Yep. And then AP will have one that's four. That, that's that's yeah. that's nothing to shake a stick at, man. Give four me, four titles is those are hard to come by, JT. You know that. No, those aren't given. Yeah, I mean that's, those that's aren't no given. Joke. Nope. Um, and and you know what? There's and if Plessinger moves to four fifties, which I'm ninety now, I'm not, I'm ninety five percent sure it's happening. He's going to be Barsha's teammate, so they could easily win next year with Dylan, Dylan Ferrandez or Cooper. Or Justin Cooper, yeah, absolutely. You know, I wouldn't. I think be Fernand- I think uh, Dylan Fernandez would have been up there. Fernandez, Fernandez, if he did not get hurt. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I for mean, sure. he's right there. Our, our buddy DV trains him, and he added up the points that long ago. Since Fernandez jumped back in, and I think Fernandez was second in the points. 
Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what else, JT, from Unadilla caught your mind, caught your eye, or caught your caught your mind, or anything else? Uh, you know, it was, it was kind of the tale of two motos in the 450 class. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Eli Eli was unbelievable in the first one, and then it was kind of a, just a measured ride in the second one. Not a not a bad ride. Uh, he just didn't seem to have that same crazy pace as the first moto. And uh, Marv, you know, to his credit, he he had Eli breathing down his neck, and then he just found some more speed and was able to get away. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was impressed by both of them, you know, just depending on which moto you're talking about. So I, great, great job by those two. I don't know. I need to watch the race. I have not watched it. I was very busy today and uh, flew in, got in late yesterday. So I've not watched the race. I need to uh, watch highlights of it. But I don't I got to watch what the fuck Tomac did because he pulled in for goggles, lost a bunch of spots, didn't look, you know, great. And then he got clear vision and dude. He was on another level after that goggle change. And I didn't even know. I watched him, and I saw him a ways behind Marv, and I looked away or started looking further back in the pack. And before you know it, uh, Bidas is shouting that Tomac has taken the lead. And I'm like, what? Like, huh? And then he was gone, dude. So I, I, it was a phenomenal ride, that first moto. Yeah, I mean, the, it was all pace. That's what we've seen from him. It's just. So random how he can find it, and and yeah, you know I don't I don't know that it's always like we've talked about. I don't know that it's always something he can turn on at will. Yeah, uh, but when he has it, and when things are flowing, yeah, there's maybe one person on earth that can run with him, and that's it. Um, uh, so great job by him. It was weird though in the second moto because you were kind of waiting for it, right? Yeah, he was like two seconds back, it, and you're like, okay, here it goes. Yeah, and, yep. and you're just like, okay, it's going to come at any time. Here yep. comes. Here comes the speed, and then he just, I don't know if he never was able to turn it on or he just, you know, made a conscious decision to back it down because the the track was so sketchy or what, but it just kind of never happened. Do you think the roost got to him? Like, he was going through his goggles, and he was just like, screw it? it Yeah, I think that, and and also, like, we got to remember, he doesn't have a big championship lead here. You know, it was in that moto, 18 points. Uh, So he's got to be smart here. If he was feeling sketchy or he couldn't see, maybe as Kenny was saying, he doesn't have this massive points lead because of the, you know, the red bud debacle. So he's got to make smart decisions. And I think at this point with four motos to go, if he just wasn't feeling it he, and he can leave with, you know, basically the status quo that he came in with, he probably was all right with that on on some level anyway, you know, yeah, I'm sure was, he wants to win, but it was kind of a, it looked like on TV. I mean, I might be wrong, but it looked like some of the sections, it was, you know, really one line. And I don't oh, think sure. like Eli, if he had to go for a pass, he would just didn't have to get out of that line, and it probably could have, it would have been worse off, you know, than just staying where he was. Well, and, and you got to remember too, you know, Unadilla was similar conditions. It was definitely more muddy this year than last year. But Eli went ten five at this race last year. True. So somewhere in the back of his mind, he's got to remember that muddy day and how many points he gave up. And and with the points being the way they are right now, he can't afford a day like that. So I, I, I don't know how much that played into it, but I, I certainly was thinking about it as. You know, a one-two is certainly a lot better than a than a ten-five, and and all the the head scratching that went on after Unadilla last year. I disagree, though. Last year was muddier in my eyes. First moto last year was muddier. What? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, it was a monsoon. No. I would. It was a monsoon. It was more wet than muddy. Yeah, but whatever. It wasn't mud like I mean, it was this this year. It was just it was, well because it wouldn't stop raining, so it didn't kind of firm up. But it was 
Uh, lakes. It was lakes. I mean, the first 450 moto was a was a disaster. It looked back I mean, last I year too. Pretty, pretty strongly. Uh, yeah, I um, know. I, man, I don't know. Okay. Well. Um. Hey. So. Uh, uh, oh yeah, so Mark's added it up. Ferrandis is a forty back. Actually, I'm surprised it's that high. Uh, forty back of Plessinger if you go from when Ferrandis entered the series. How many is J Mart? Uh, well, J Mart's hurt. I mean, hey, Mark? J Mart. I don't know. You have to ask him. He's on the phone. Uh, let's get to some some phone calls. JT, we have got the expert on goggle tariffs coming up for you. We have questions about donations, and I, let's talk about Puerto Rico and USA. First up, Willie. What's up, Willie? How are you, man? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Hey, I got a quick question and a follow-up question. Sure. Um, can anybody ride uh, for Puerto Rico with motocross donations? If you have a U.S. passport, yeah. Oh, you have to be from the United States? Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole idea. Yeah. It's a territory yeah, of United States. I wasn't sure how Puerto Rico worked. I oh. don't know if they had some special exceptions. Were you thinking of Marv? No. I was thinking of Marv. Oh, yeah, no, no. You gotta... We could totally rebuild Puerto Rico if we had Marv. Ronnie Mack and Pastrana. <laughs> Absolutely. Ronnie uh, Mack doesn't exist, so, sir. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks all right, for, thanks thanks for the call. anyway. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Nick, what's up? What's happening? Hey, so I got a question for Designations about uh, travel. So um, over the weekend, my girlfriend surprised me with tickets for Motocross Nations for my birthday and got a hotel everything. We're staying in Benton Harbor. Um, okay. I've never been to Michigan. I'm West Coast. So. Yeah. I didn't know your guys' thoughts on, like, best way to get in, whether it's, like, Chicago, Chicago. get a rental car. Yeah, no, Chicago, Chicago and drive. You can go to South Bend, but it's a little more expensive, and flights are availability is a little tough. And by the time you connect in Chicago to get to South Bend, I found, in my experience, you could have drove and got there already. So uh, I would recommend Chicago. I, I, I would disagree pretty strongly with that. Shocker. Shocker to everyone. Shocker. For me, I go, I have to connect no matter what. So I go Minneapolis, South Bend, and then I'm, I'm at my I'm at the, yeah. the hotel like within 30 seconds of yeah, getting out, out of the airport. But yeah, so. okay, so yeah, I fly United, they go to Chicago. So okay. I guess it, I guess it depends and on what airline you fly, uh, Nick. Just so you know, yeah, South, I can kind of fly anything, I guess. Right. Just so you know, South Bend used to be the destination of all the teams before they stayed in South Bend, before all the semi trucks and stuff. So that's where everyone used to stay. And uh, JT, do you want to give him the... Everyone still stays in South Bend. What are you talking no, about? No, in yeah. Benton Harbor. I'm sorry. Oh, Benton Harbor. Yeah, okay. if you want to give him the address to the car jump in Benton Harbor. Do you ever do that? I've never been there. Oh, I've really? I've never been there. That was before you. Car jump. Yeah, car so. jump. The only the, car uh, jump I know only, is in The only other, thing, no, there's the only a, other thing I would share about Chicago is if you're flying in on Friday, which most people are, getting from Chicago to South Bend traffic. on a Friday afternoon, you don't want to do that. Yeah, you got to get be in a three to four hour drive. Yeah, you got to get in really earlier. Not doing that. Get in early. I, I I do it every year. Get in earlier or after. Yes, at night. You know what I mean. But uh, either way, Nick. Okay. Yeah, look at your airline. Look where you can connect. I didn't know there was a Minneapolis to South Bend. So you, if Minneapolis isn't too expensive, you can certainly do that. You know, so. fly, just fly Delta and you're okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, if you're Delta, that's your best option for sure. Now, I know I was on the fence, though, because it's like, I don't know if it's like, do I, should I rent a car or are there like shuttles that might run people? No, the track? rent a car. The rent a car. Like, no, you got to get a car, bro. A, well, I want to stay there and kind of party a bit and check things out, and I don't want to get all tuned up there. It's red butt. Yeah, so it's like, well, I don't want to get all tuned up, and I then mean, I can't. You need to rent a motorhome. Motor you can Uber. Uber to the to the, to the front of the track. It's, and it's going to be tough. I think you could Uber oh, there. Okay, they I got Uber be, there. That's a plus. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be tough to Uber back because it's pretty far in the middle of nowhere. Rent a motorhome and go for it. Yeah, just call. tell tell your chick not to drink so much, and she can drive, Nick. Ah, uh, Nick. Yeah, that's true. I know. Well, she did you, buy it for me. Uh, you got a bike? 
Yeah, got a few of them. You want a fly racing chain and sprocket kit for one of those bikes? Yeah, why not? Yeah, flyracing.com. They make much more than gear, so just check them out. Fly racing, bro. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and yeah, uh, we'll stay on hold. Um, thanks for the call. Mark, right get your information. Enjoy, enjoy, thanks, guys. Uh, I appreciate right. it. Thanks, Nick. Fly gear, best out there, bro. All right, so Puerto Rico was named to the motocross the nations. It's Pastrana, it's Ronnie Mack, and it is Ryan Sipes. And JT is not happy with this. JT, why aren't you, what, what's your, what's your, uh, your, you're not happy. Why? Uh, I don't know that I'm not happy. I just, I would much be much happier if they took the race seriously, which doesn't seem to be the case at all. Um, I don't know. I just think this, this is the most, uh, historic prestigious event we have all year. There's a lot of pageantry and tradition and history. And, you know, we've lost what, six years in a row. Um, so I, I think we should try to put our best foot forward and try to make it the best event that maybe we've ever had. And I, I don't think that some of the things that are going to go on and the message that they're putting out there necessarily does that. But what does that have um, to do, do with think, USA team? I do. What's that? What does it have to do with the USA team? Uh, I, what they're doing? Nothing really. I just don't love necessarily the message that, that <laughs> is portrayed by some parts of that team. That's all. Okay. Well, what about what they're doing? Uh, you know, what what they're trying to do to raise money for Puerto Rico? Yeah, that that's really cool. Um, I think the charity side of it is awesome. I, I you know, I don't know how that's going to work or how they're going to actually execute that. Um, that's my own ignorance on how that's all going to go. Uh, but I think that's kind of the saving grace for it is that they're they're going to try to do some good with it. Um, I, this is what I heard, dude. In forty eight hours, Little America has generated over $20,000 in sales of apparel. And all proceeds are going back to Puerto Rico to, you know, homeless people and stuff like that to help them. And I I think it has nothing to do with Team America. I think that people would, you know, be stoked to see them even out there. You got Travis Pastrana, who is an icon in the sport. You got Rick Johnson, who's an icon in the sport. You know, what's the difference of Team Puerto Rico when they fill the team, and no disrespect to any of the women that they've ever did, but they don't really have a chance. You know, I don't know. You know, it's in America, and, you know, I I personally think it's pretty pretty cool what they're doing. You know, I know a lot of people there were some issues going on that they had this party and they did this and they did that. Well, I heard that they did have a little, you know, a little party at Unadilla and there was people that were there from the industry that said no there was nothing wrong with it. And, you know, all of a sudden everyone's getting this backlash that they did something wrong and all this stuff happened. Where it's, it's, you know, I think it's just an ego thing. You know, I think everyone that's involved with the I think AMA, there might be a little bit more to that. I think there might be a little bit more to that story. Yeah, well, I, I, personally, I personally talk to people that were there, that are biased and have nothing more to be part of it. Just, just they, don't, they don't have okay, you know, a horse in the race. I, I think it's fine. I don't think they make the A-Main. I don't even know if Pastrana makes it. And, I mean, as long as, you know, if if – if it's Ronnie Mack on the timesheets and everything, uh, come on. No, it won't be. It can't I mean, be. Come on a little bit. It can't be. Okay, well. It can't be because he has to well, use his passport. I would think so. I'll be honest with you, Kenny. My, like, my biggest, I, I don't think that there's a place at this event particular. Like straight Red Bull, straight rhythm, no problem. Like have a great time. 
I don't think there's a place at this event for a guy acting like he's wasted on the line, act, pretending like he's drinking PBR and putting, you know, stickers that kids that are at the races are asking their parents, what does that mean? I just, at this event in particular, I don't think that that's a great place for it. That's all. I, I would, I would think that you're right, but if he, if they go and they say, okay, this is what the rule, you have to wear a full face helmet. You have to have fenders on your bike. You can't have nothing provocative on your bike, you know, whatever it is. And they obey by those rules and they go out, they have just as much, you know, they're going to ride two strokes. They have every opportunity to race as everybody else, no matter who they are. They, they, no, this, and, is, and that's, this, that's this is America, thing, right? dude. We shouldn't discriminate no. on other people. I, I'm not <laughs> discriminating. If Jimmy Albertson wants to show up and race a dirt bike for Puerto Rico, which he's done before, I'm all in. Jimmy's a great dirt bike rider. I'm, but that's not what they're portraying. That, that's not what they're trying to do with it. Well, they're trying to it's, – it's, it's a nonfiction guy that's going to go do it. I, I understand what you're saying. But at the end of the day, I think it doesn't matter who it is. If it, if it was me and Team Puerto Rico said, yeah, you're going to – Kenny Watson's going to go ride for Team Puerto Rico, you know, that's prerogative. You know, it's, it's America. You could do if, – if I had a license and I was eligible to go do that, they should be able to go do that, no matter if people like it or dislike it. It's just like, you know, people hate our president. Well, you know what? Well, there's, there's, you don't have a God-given right to be in this event. That's that's where I differ from what you're saying. Why, why don't you? you? Don't, it's not a why, consti- it's why, not a constitutional right to have, to participate. Why don't you though? If if you're picked by the team and you're picked by the nation, why don't you? If you have all the credentials to do it, it's an invitational event. This is it is, and they were invited. <laughs> they 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 had a team, and they were invited to go to it from their country, which is Puerto Rico. So what is the problem? That they're you know, if they go to the FIM and the FIM says yeah. You know, which, you know, they're licensed to so go you're do telling, it. So you're telling me that the AMA and the FIM have already signed off on this? No, I'm not saying that at all. I don't think that's happened. I'm not right. saying it at all. But they're, they're saying this is our team. We, we're going to go race this race. If the FIM and the AMA do whatever they do, that's what they do. But I'm saying they have the but, right to do it if they want, and they go through the right think, pers- I would disagree. This isn't a, this is, they don't have some God-given right to, to race the event. Like, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I don't think that's. And the bylaws anywhere that you can just put whoever you want so out you there. So you could say that you could send, no... you could have a woman lined up that doesn't never raced a professional race against men go out there and do it, and that's better than having a past a champion and uh, two guys that are definitely good enough to go line up and race. That's not for me to decide. I'm not the FIM. Exactly. Or the so AMA. you have your opinion of it, and I have mine, and I'm right. just saying. Yeah, that. No, 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 I'm saying. I'm saying this isn't a right, Kenny. Do you, under, you understand what rights are? Like that, I they do. don't have the right to do whatever they want. Is all I'm saying. Like I, it's not for me to decide. No. It, but there are people that have. They're in charge of this. That own the event. They own their. They oversee the series. They're. I mean, the FIM. I mean, as we've seen with stuff like Brock Tickle and other, they they have a lot of power in the sport. Wouldn't you think uh, this would all be cleared by the FIM at some point before they announce the team? I don't know about the AMA because I heard the AMA is. Pissed. The AMA had no idea. No, I know they're I, okay, but I'm talking yeah. FIM. Like they maybe they didn't go to the AMA and because we've heard they're pissed, but uh, that they took away from the Team USA announcement and everything. But somebody would have to have cleared this with FIM, right? I can't answer that. No, I know, but I would think so. Uh, we got some phone calls. Uh, first up, Paul is on JT's side. Paul, what's up? You are supporting JT's opinion. Well, I, it's it's more of just like 
these are American writers, and RJ is a legend, and R- RJ is, a legend. is a legend. Everybody knows him, but so if they do something silly, it's going to look bad on America. Uh, like I don't know about that. You can't get around that. They're not going. What do you mean by something silly? What are they going to do? They're going to race, right? I mean, I. Well, I, I so, do you think you, you think that Ronnie Mack is there to race? I exactly. yeah. I mean, he would have to, right? I mean, wouldn't he? I mean, what else? I don't know. I, I don't think though. that the whole essence of Ronnie Mack is race. That's that's uh, my. Opinion. I know, but for this event, I would hope that. I don't know. Maybe not though. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Um. So, um. Well, Paul. All right. Anything else? Nope, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks. Uh, also, Nick wants to talk to JT about Puerto Rico. What's up? Uh, I'm sorry, Hunter. Hunter, what's up? Nothing much. How's it going? I'm on your team. I'm on your side, JT. I see where you're coming from. Um, yeah, I, I don't really I, have a side. I mean, I want to make that clear. I, I, it's not up to me, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to you know, cheer for Team USA and whatever. I'm just sharing my opinion. You know, I don't want it to seem like I'm out to get anybody because, for me, it doesn't matter. Like, I have nothing to do with anything. Uh, I just... Like this event means a lot to me. You know, I spent a lot of my own money to go in past years, and I, I think on some level, when you do the things they're doing, and I just think it's kind of making a joke out of the event. And I think a lot of people, you know, don't think it's a joke. So that's all. Yeah, I, I like where they're coming from, though. How they're getting the, the money raised. But what I think, I don't know how this is probably a zero percent chance, but maybe do something like with fly and try and get fly on to where a certain amount of their sales are donated to try and help raise money for them. Cause it's awesome that they're raising money. Yeah. But, but not, I just, they're not I, fly I riders. Like they're not fly riders. Yeah, The chance ability yeah. of that but, happened. But get them on, Zero. get them on fly for, for one yeah, race. But we can't, there's no way we would here. ever be able to associate ourselves with the thing, things that Ronnie Mac does or says, or like, there's just no way like that's Yeah. Yeah. But Travis, you, you could do it with Travis. Travis is, a clean cut. Yeah, but good dude, guy. No, but you don't understand. Like Travis, you just don't give Travis fly gear and yeah, we're not going to say, hey, like, hey, wear this. You yeah, know, like, I mean, like how many zeros like, on the check are you going to put on it? Right. Yeah, what's the chance of yeah. that happened? Yeah, no, I, I get, I get, your, I get what you're saying, uh, Hunter. But it, that that part is a little hard to do. So um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with Hunter and I agree with JT. I think there has to be some guidelines drawn in the sand. Um, I think you know JT. I think uh, you know you're you're correct. And you know I think if they're going to go out there and represent the country of Puerto Rico and which is America, uh, it's Little America uh, that I would like to call it. Okay, there has to be guidelines. You can't and yeah. and let's get let's get real here. Are they going to make the A main? No. Okay. So all but, this isn't even going to matter. So my idea of this, why I, I think it's I don't well I think it's cool and, and I don't really care one way or another because I'm assuming it's Jimmy Albertson racing, it's the right numbers, it's a legitimate race like they're trying they're all trying Pastrana Sipes and Jimmy are trying, so I'm I'm down with that. But I'm all in on that. If it no turns problem. into something else, then I might like if. You know, if there's boner airs being pulled and, and whatever and all that, and uh, maybe that's I don't where... even care about that. I, okay. just, I don't think that the message of pounding beers, you know, like in the middle of the race and... Yeah, and I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm that, with ain't, that ain't going to happen. I, I don't think that's happening either, Jay. No, there's no way. If that's not if that's not going to happen, then no problem. But I have never seen anything ever to do with Ronnie Mack where that didn't happen. So. <laughs> that that is also a, a point. That yeah, is also... that, you're true. That's true. <laughs> that that's the vibe that Ronnie Mack puts out, and that's it. That's his deal, and that's you know he has his fans, and you know that's what he portrays. And I I understand There's what a time you're time and a place for that. 
Yeah, I, I actually I, think it's really funny in the right setting. I just don't think this is it. Uh, a couple more calls about this, and then we'll get to the expert on tariffs. Adam, what's up? So, Mathis, with Pastrana and with Ronnie Max slash Jimmy Albertson riding the designations, do they still hold a pro license? No, they don't. They're going to have to get. They're yeah. going to. They're going to have to get their license through the FIM. Yeah. Through Puerto Rico. Yeah, they have to go get licenses. So, will they have to race in Puerto Rico as a pro before? No, 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 nothing no. like that. No, you just get a license. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it, uh, Josh. You just think everybody needs to lighten up, Josh. Dude, can we not all agree that everybody? throughout the entire sport is taking dirt bike racing way too serious now. And I think that everybody can agree that that's what's killing the sport from, you know, from the kids on 50. Am I right? No, you're wrong. Because this is no, at that level. I don't think at that level, dirt bikes too seriously is killing the sport. I think at that level, dude, it's a, it's a multi-million dollar, you know, industry. When you go from, you know, what JT does selling gear for the sales, sales of motorcycles, I mean, look what happened to Brock Tickle. I mean, if this was just a backyard sport like it used to be, he wouldn't be suspended for doing pretty much nothing. You know, so I think the sport has grown. If you had told me this in 1995, I would have said, yep, you're 100% right. Everyone's taking it way too serious. But the sport has grown so much. And JT's right. This is the biggest platform of this sport. You know what I mean? Of of motocross racing, the it's the Olympics of this, and he's right. This is it, and we America is hosting this for the first time in a long time. So we can't go out there and have a shit show, you know. And well, I mean, like, I think everybody knows it's not going to be a shit show. And honestly, only like I hate to say the core people, but only the core people know, like who Ronnie Mac really is, and all this other stuff. And everybody else is going to watch it and just get a big freaking laugh out of it. And they're going to get almost no TV coverage. Like, I think everybody's making a huge deal out of this. And it's not really that big of a deal, you know? Like, yeah, it's going to be funny. I don't think, can, I don't think you can it. attach Travis Pastrana to anything and it not be a big deal. That's yeah, exactly. Opinion. You put Travis Pastrana out there, it's going to bring more but eyes to not, the sport. He's not going to have I eat ass on his swing arm and no, he's not no, be throwing no. boner airs, you know? No. Like, he'll be he'll get the positive coverage. And then you got Ronnie Mack that'll be a joke for yeah. maybe 20% of the people that watch it that even know – who he is or what he's all about. Exactly. And that's what the point that um, that's a great point. Ronnie Mack has his own following. Some of the people don't even know anything about, you know, racing or anything, but they know who Ronnie Mack is. You know, a lot of people don't even know that Travis Pastrana was a multi, you know, a champion, but they know him from Nitro Circus. They know him as jumping the, you know, the towers at Caesars. They know him as this. So they're going to tune in because Travis Pastrana is involved. People are going to tune in, like it or not, because Ronnie Mack is involved. Just like if you want to go back in the day when you know the Metal Militia started, half the people didn't even know what Metal Militia was and that Brian Deegan raced motorcycles. But they went to the mall, and they seen Metal Militia t-shirts and all that, and they were buying them. People that didn't even know what it meant. So, you know, that's that's where uh, I, I stand on this. Thanks uh, thanks for the call, Josh. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Josh. All right, uh, with you. all of you know, Kenny, with all you know and you're hearing, give me a percent that Team Puerto Rico lines up with those three guys. 90%. All right, JT, what do you think? How much do you think this pulls together? That they actually show up and race the event? Yes. All three of those guys that they're claiming? Yes. Uh, I would say less than 50. Okay, all yeah. right. Uh, all right, let's do the X-Brown Goggle tear-off segment right I now. I say there's one guy that will – 
probably not do it because he doesn't want to get the backlash. And I would say it's the third guy, Sipes. I don't think Travis really gives a shit, and I don't think Ronnie Mack really gives a shit you know, about the backlash, right. and it's all about a good thing. And I heard a third guy that they would pick up if Ryan wanted to back out. And I heard that there's no hard feelings if Ryan doesn't want to do it. You know, because, you know, I yeah. I just heard that. Who's they, the third guy? I can't. I don't want to say it because I it's not my place okay. to say it. Right. And I'm not doing a. You it know, seemed like you were going to spill that beans. No. no. Okay. All right. Uh, X-Brand Goggle Tariffs. It's the X-Brand Tariff segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Kyle Cunningham wears X-Brand. Ricky Brabeck wears X-Brand. Kyle Chisholm wearing X-Brand. Uh, ben LeMay, X-Brand. Henry Miller, X-Brand. EKSBrand.com, use the code PULPMX18 to save with those guys. Great goggle. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. And a uh, fantastic company to to, uh, to rep. And uh, we know a lot of people who have X-Brand love them. Great price as well on those. So these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know who that is? Sounds familiar. Yeah. And uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Marks has the questions. Let's do this, Marks. Watson, who do you feel has been more successful, Kerry Hart or Brian Deegan? Uh, you have to be more specific in is more successful in business, life, racing, riding, freestyle. I mean, there there's major different entities. Okay, let's for do each. this. Let's do this. You ready? Rapid fire. Okay. Who's been more successful in life? Uh, Brian Deegan. In business. Kerry Hart. In freestyle. Brian Deegan. What else was there? I don't know what else. Well, you, said. you say Brian Deegan because he's won more gold medals. I, yeah, I'm just. Uh, Kerry Hart was the first black. He's the innovator. Okay. He's solid. All right. Okay. Steve. Yep. What was the best and worst part about shooting the Finding Stu vlog? The best part was, uh, oh, we had some laughs. There's, there, we had some funny laughs. Uh, the worst part was the goddamn humidity in Florida in August. Good God. How was the sweat? Try training in it every day. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just absolutely unbelievable. I'm, there's going to be parts of this video where I am sweating <laughs> profusely, and I, I should have brought a towel and, and wiped myself off, my face off before some takes, but it was so hot. Oh, and I got bit by something on my shin. You should add pancake double as a as a towel guy yeah, to, dude. to dab it, your face. It was. It's so dumb. <laughs> no one should live there. Everyone should leave. All right. JT, if by some miracle Team Puerto Rico actually races, who puts in the best moto finish? Uh, I would have to say Sipes, but I, I honestly think if, if they do show up and race, I don't think there's any way they can make the A main. It's, on two on four strokes, if you gave them all you know good good four stroke bikes and they took it seriously, no problem. That's a that's a talented team on paper, but on two strokes and you know Jimmy's, I think Jimmy's still hurt from what I know. Uh, I don't think it's going to go all that well as far as results on paper. Jason, I got a question for you. Do okay. You, do you guys sponsor Ryan Sipes? Uh, we do not. He has a, a deal for uh, his off-road racing with another company. Okay. If you guys did sponsor him, would you tell him that you really would push for him not to be part of that? Uh, I wouldn't push for him not to do it. I would, whatever he would want to do. I mean, that's not my place. 
Um, I mean, I, Ryan Sipes is a great role model. I think he, he's awesome for the sport. Look at all the things he's involved in racing-wise. Yeah, oh, yeah, for cool. sure. I, I agree with you 100%. Okay, I think, JT, in some of our group texts, you're not giving Pastrana enough credit. I mean, that dude's bad. He's a bad dude on a motorcycle. Like, Yeah, but he hasn't raced in 12 yeah, years. Dude, I, I mean, you don't think he's going to moto down? I don't no. I don't think his body will allow him to moto down and prepare. Okay. I mean, he's pretty beat up, man. I, I it's not a talent thing. I bet he's one of the most talented, if not the most talented, riders I've ever seen. You know, James right up there with James Stewart. But he's so beat up, and I don't think he can put motos in. You know, quote unquote, and train okay. the way he need to to ride a, a hard moto like that. All right. Next question. Watson. Do you think the Nationals will be around in five years? Yeah. 1.8. I don't care, Steve. Steve I don't Steve. care. I don't care about your clock. <laughs> no, Sorry, Steve. Just to give you some perspective, I remember the last race he did at Daytona, that was, what, 06? Mm. Uh, no, he raced, he, was, he raced St. Louis. Remember he built designed the track? Oh, yeah, after that. But I remember, so he came down and and was riding at Chad Reed's track to get ready for that event. Mm-hmm. And that, that's been a decade or over a decade. And to watch him have to do the things he had to go through to even be able to ride, like taping and stretching and, you know, all these ritual things just to be able to get his body able to go ride was unbelievable. And that's been 10 or 12 years. So to think he's going to be able to put in a lot of training and be ready and then go race it. I just think it's a really big ask. Ah, normally, as you age, things get better, right? No? Yeah. Yeah, look yeah, at definitely. Steve. He's yeah. better than he ever has been. All right, thank you, Kenny. All right, next question. JT. No, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, where or what do you see Watson doing next year? Uh, we're going to get into that. We're going to dig into Watson's deal. But uh, I don't think he wants to travel anymore. I think he's over it. He's been doing a long time. Maybe he does some activation, marketing, B2B work, but he doesn't go to the races anymore. He's got a daughter, you know, she's getting older. Yeah. But he got, he's got to make a living, so he's got to do something. He needs to make, unless you have some sort of fortune tucked away. I was, <laughs> I was part owner of RCH. You were. You were, absolutely. All right. JT, what do you consider Watson's most notable accomplishment over his career in moto? Uh, I think, you know, his involvement with uh, outside the industry corporations and bringing multiple teams to the forefront and winning, you know, race winning levels. uh, I don't think many people can say that. 16 seconds. Thank you, JT. That was nice of you. I thought you you were going to say the amazing pool parties we had. Somebody asked. Now, it was either uh, that or your pink hair whenever you were yeah. trying to get a deal with Honda. Yeah, pink hair. <laughs> Chic days. No, Paul Curry or uh, Deegan days. Chic. All right. Uh, Watson, is Ronnie Mack good or bad for the sport? Uh, I wouldn't say he's bad. I think he, I think he has his own niche, and it's you call it the sport. Um, there's so many different entities in the sport. You got racing. You got you know, video guys that just go out and make videos. You got Supercross, Motocross. I think he's good for what he does, and I think there's a right place and a right time for it, just like JT said. Steve, 
Will A-Ray be running a stick-it-up-your-ass swing arm sticker at Red Bull Straight Rhythm? Ram it. That's a great idea. Yes. I never thought of that till right now. Oh, but boy. We are going to ram it up the asses of everybody else up there at, uh, at Red Bull. JT, last one. The Alden program is not for everyone. Do you think it's going to work for Cooper Webb? I don't know. It's interesting. You know, he... <sighs> It's, I don't think he's under training right now. I think they're working pretty damn hard. Uh, you know, Alden's track record is pretty strong. So I think Alden does a good job of figuring out what people are missing and, you know, maximizing their potential. Um, I don't think that's always just, hey, we're going to work harder than you've been working before. I think it's uh, sometimes it's mentally. Um and and he's got so much experience to draw from now between Carmichael and Stewart and Bill Poto and Dungey and, you know, Jason Anderson and Marvin. 37 and seconds, the, 37. The, the, 37. the list goes on. Uh, I think he has a lot to offer. So 37. whether it works or not, I, uh, I would be excited if I was Cooper Webb to uh, just to see what the other side has going on. I, had, I talked to somebody at the races this weekend. An insider, quote-unquote, told me two things. Uh, Cooper Webb. And Alden Baker program will not work. And Anderson will be out of the Alden Baker program in, in California full time. I don't know how true that is. No idea. But Wait, there's no way you can know that it's not going to work. For yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Just, they just thought it was. They're their opinion. Their opinion. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what they think. So I, I, I don't, yeah. I don't think work ethic is at all something I hear about Cooper Webb's issues or anything else. I don't hear that no, at all. No, no, I don't think yeah. that either. Yeah, uh, from I don't anybody. think it's like, hey, we're just going to go get him in shape now. Right. Yeah, I don't think right. that's necessarily no. You know, I, I I think that, you know, the, like you could go for a guy like Brock. And after all that stuff happened with Brock, you know, I've talked to Brock, you know, pretty regularly. And, uh, you know, I consider him a really good friend. And uh, even before everything happened, that program really didn't fit it him. It wasn't working him. No. Nope. And he he wasn't overtrained. He wasn't but it mentally drained him. Yeah. Um and everybody's different like you said JT. It might, you know, everyone's set in their ways and everyone some people can reset and go do that, you know, but when you got guys that have been doing it one way their whole life and then have to switch everything over, you know, like Chad, like, you know, Stu, like Ryan, like, you know, all these guys, it worked for some guys, but it didn't work for, you know, just as many that went there. You know, yeah, of course he has guys that, you know, are winning, but he has, he's had a ton of guys that it didn't work for too. So it should be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can say either way. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. I think it's in the hands of the guys that want it. Yeah. Um, All right, JT, we're going to let you go. Tyler Keefe is coming up. Uh, JT, did you get my picture? I did. Oh. I did, yeah. That was a, that was a good good times, man. Oh. Taking back for sure. Fucking handsome devil, you. Um, <laughs> so the 19 gear launch is going well. The uh, the uh, FR5 boot, the new re- redesigned F2 helmet, all the gear, everything's going well? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, shipping every day. I actually oh. leave tomorrow. We have a big sales meeting in Minneapolis this week. Oh wow! Uh, so get to see all the reps and get everybody oh. in the in the same hotel and building. It'll be uh, it'll be a lot of work Is for that, a few days, but it'll be a lot of fun. I thought too, you guys so. did that in uh, Boise. You moved to Minneapolis this year. Yeah, well, we do. We still do it in Boise, but. Mm. Um, you know, this one, this timing is a little bit better for, for Fly to launch their stuff. Oh, okay. So 
All right. um, we kind of jumped at the chance to to get to see all the guys because we don't get you know 120 reps all together right. very often. So um, um, we've been working hard to get ready for it for the past month or so. October 12th, uh, the SpaceLV.com. JT, you will be there. Racer X Pulpamex Live podcast show. Uh, should be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be cool. The first one ever. Yeah. Hey, JT, congratulations awesome. on the new gear, man. I think uh, you guys uh come a long ways, man. I just when I think I used to think of Fly, I used to think of Brandon Jessamin in that red, white, and blue stuff. And uh man, Fly has definitely come a long ways and stuff looks really, really good. Yeah, it was uh definitely it's come a long way, as you said. Uh you know, I, I look at it now and I'm really happy with it, but I know the things we're working on and I know just the weaknesses we still have here and there. And uh, I, I know how hard everyone is to bridge the gap to where we want to be. So I appreciate you saying that, and that's awesome. And I'm glad other people are seeing it. Um, but I also know where we want to be, and uh, we're we're working to get there. So yeah, it's, it's cool because uh, it's exciting, I, but at the same time, it's like man, you always want to be better too. So yeah, it's cool because cool I, I have mean, to work with. I go to the track. Believe it or not, with you know friends here and there, and uh, I I see it you know a lot. I see just the normal consumer wearing this stuff, and uh, it's cool. It's definitely cool. Um, I think you guys and Fox pretty much have majority of the of the market. We uh, we ran a poll: Is Ronnie Mac racing the destinations a joke or just good old fashioned fun that you have no problem with? Seventy five percent of our poll respondents say it's okay. Twenty five percent say it's a joke. So. Yeah, which I, I I get. I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, it doesn't have anything about to do with me. You know, it's you know, I as long as uh, I think if there's a level of respectfulness, I'm all in. You know, I just the things I've seen in the past, I just don't think have necessarily have a place at this particular event. That's all. Uh, well, yep, well, uh, well said. All right, uh, JT, thank you for the time. Flyracing.com, everybody, check them out. The 19 stuff is out now. And if you're in Wisconsin, go to the ride day because Damon fucking Bradshaw will be there. So you got to go there. Good point. And, uh, you and need yeah. to make a pulp MX sticker, Damon fucking Bradshaw. I mean, on, he's in my phone that way. He's in my phone that way. Hey, JT, safe <laughs> travels, buddy. Good talking to you, man. Yeah, thanks, buddy. All right, guys. Thanks, man. Right, see, see you. Later. Jason Thomas, everybody, on the show. Kenny, we ran a poll ourselves earlier today. Uh, Paul, what Kenny Watson shows up tonight for the Pulp Mech show? Uh, seven, 28% said happy, funny Kenny. 40, 40% said upset, antag- antagonistic Kenny. 32% says he don't, doesn't show up at all. <laughs> so I think you're happy, funny Kenny, though. Yep. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I think- I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. I believe it or not, I was, you know, looking forward to coming up. I, yeah. you know, when we get into it, a, a lot has changed in my life. So I, I'm really got a whole different outlook on a lot of different things. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, next up on the show, uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing. It uh, it's official sprockets of the Monster Energy Yamaha guys. So Barsha Webb uses these, and uh, Alex Ray uses this sprocket as well. And Vortex bars, V3 bar. Email Jake at vortexracing.com. Whether it's bars, sprockets, the NW3 chain, uh, you can get a discount if you email Jake at vortexracing.com and mention Pulp Mech Show for a hell of a deal on sprockets, chains, and bars, seven eighths bars, oversized bars, whatever it is, they will. Make Make it for you uh, down there at Vortex Racing uh, for your for your bike. So thanks to those guys, and they bring you our next guest on the show. This man is the uh, team manager for the uh, TLD KTM team, Tyler Keith. What's up, Tyler? How are you, man? Nah, pretty good. How are you guys doing? We're good, man. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. 
No worries. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, it's it's been good. Hey, so the other day, I'm looking at the standings, and I didn't really look at them in a while, the point standings, and I'm like, holy shit. McElrath, Shane McElrath, McElrath, whatever you say, he's fourth uh, in the points. And uh, got a win, of course, got a moto win earlier. Uh, and we know how close he's been, Tyler, to winning a Supercross title here two years in a row now with a few different things going on. Uh, he could uh, uh, really t- could have brought a Supercross crown home. This guy's turned a corner. Good job, man, outdoors. He's been strong. Yeah, he's he's been good. He's kind of been a work in progress for the last couple of years, and you know he's shown potential and he's just kind of getting him to believe in himself uh, was the biggest thing. And I think he's he's finally doing that, and uh, it's showing. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was a, a good good weekend for him. Uh, well, semi good weekend for him the other the other weekend in uh, in Washougal when he captured a win. Um, how was Unadilla for you guys? Uh, just a mess, right? <laughs> like just just a mess. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was, I think it started raining around like maybe 11, like yeah. in, in our second practice, it started raining and it kind of rained until probably halfway through the first 450 moto um, and then was drizzling for the start of the, the 250 moto. But first moto actually wasn't too bad because it was so wet and, mm-hmm. and uh, the guys kind of could go wherever they wanted. It was just a slop fest. And then the second moto, it kind of dried up and then it became kind of one line and uh, Shane got in the first turn pile up. Yep. Jordan was uh, second, and then he he crashed. Uh, probably three or four laps in, Amart was good on the start. He was about top five, and then he threw it away um, on the first lap. So, yeah, second moto was a little little bit of a struggle, but we made it through. It mm-hmm. uh, could have always been worse. Yeah, two years ago was was bad. So uh, the mud wasn't too bad this year. I feel like this is the best outdoor season for your team. Am I right? Do I, do I, has, has there been a better one? Uh, no, I mean. Some of the guys, you know, we've had some. When Jesse was was healthy, he he had lots of flashes, moto wins, and and uh, was up front a lot. And then Amart was good last year um, until he got hurt, broke his collarbone and yep. his shoulder. And then uh, Shane's unfortunately kind of been hurt the last few years leading into outdoors, so he hasn't really been able to show. He's kind of always been building himself back up. So this was, I would say, his first real um, year coming in, you know, somewhat healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then then with Jordan missing it last year, yeah, uh, the whole whole season. Well, he came back for practice, but that didn't yeah. <laughs> turn out very well. Uh, Jordan is one of those guys, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I've always thought he was better in moto than Supercross. His results don't really show that, but for some reason, I'm always like waiting for him in outdoor motocross to take the next step. He has it every now and then, you know, it, it, it's impressive every now and then, but. I'm just waiting, but maybe maybe Tyler, uh, I'm the moron. He's just better indoors. I don't know. No, I actually I think he's good in both, but he hasn't raced that many outdoors. I think Southwick was his first year actually racing outdoors or racing Southwick. He's been there before, but never raced it. Um, he's missed a lot of outdoors. So, um, and then with him switching, you know, last year to the KTM and then getting hurt at Vegas. Um, yeah, we didn't really even have a base setting for him for this outdoor season. So. Um, we went down, uh, Brandon from WP and I went down after um, Red Bud and kind of did some more testing um, from their base settings at the start. And I think, you know, he, he podiumed at Millville in one of the motos and then mm-hmm. um, crashed into Forkner and, and the lap rider when they went down and then podiumed the first moto at Washougal. So I think he's, I think these next two races, obviously, you know, Dilla was a yeah, flop fest so that didn't really right. matter. And then uh, I think these next two, he'll kind of show what he, what he has outdoors. 
I hope so. Yeah, I've been. I'm, I'm even going back to the Geico days where I'm like waiting and waiting, you know. But uh, uh, Sean Cantrell also waiting for him. Uh, good rides here and there, but man, I never like you know this weekend. Mosman led some laps and Harrison led some laps, and we've seen some dudes get up there. I, I don't know. Sean uh, is probably not happy with his second year either. Really, right? No, I, I think he. I mean, we all expect more out of Sean, and and uh, I think he does it as well. But it's just such a the mental part of this sport is mm-hmm. is getting so brutal now um, for these younger kids. It's it's tough. It's you know they have the speed, they have you know the fitness is close, and then it's just really about the mental part of of believing in, in themselves. And mm-hmm. I think that's what's it's that's changed a lot in the past few years, and it's taken guys longer to kind of figure it out mentally. Yeah. So you as a manager, and of course Troy Lee's is still involved in KTM and everything else. Um, and I, you know, this is this is a weird deal because, like Geico, they had Tristan Charbonneau, they brought him on, they gave him an outdoor season, they cut him loose, and I don't know what was exactly going on behind the scenes, but maybe there was more. Um, but other times, you know, they held on to Will Hahn for a long time, and he got him a Supercross title. Uh, they they let Zach Bell go rather quickly. Um, how do you d- decide? on how long you're going to give a kid to figure it out because you're exactly right. It takes sometimes a few years for these kids to mentally get it. And as you as a manager, when do you go like, you know what, I, I can't, I can't, this kid is, it's not, it's not clicking, we got to move on. And when do you go, you know what, it's not working right now, but I see something in this dude. <laughs> that's that's tough because, yep. um, I mean, we've had, you know, Jesse Nelson was, I guess our first amateur that we had and, you know, he always showed speed and it was just kind of getting him to um, put it all together, uh, fitness side and all that. And I, and I think he was, you know, finally doing it in, in 16 and um, had some bad breaks for sure. But, uh, and then, you know, moving on with Shane, it's the same thing. Like they, uh, at first they, you know, it, 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 it becomes a, they ride for fun and then they, you know, we pick them up as an amateur and it gets, it's getting tougher and tougher because, um, the the two video class is getting so competitive and, mm-hmm. and finding those kids that mentally can can withstand it and keep growing and you know with Shane I think he was um, you know some people might have cut him early um, but you know his, yep. his raw talent was really good so we just kept working with him and he was one of those kids that just kept doing whatever we say you know it, it was it was easy working with him and you could see how much he wanted it so you know we stuck it out with him and. And I think it's it's paying off for us, and he's he's uh, doing really well. So yep. I think it's it's if the kid's willing to learn and listen and and do what the team asks, it's, it's the okay. Let's let's keep building on this and yeah. not just give up on them. Um, yeah, that's that's the million dollar question, right? For all you guys, for all you managers, whether it's you know you or, or Will Hahn or any of these guys, like yeah, literally, literally uh, as at Loretta's was it last week and. Um, Mitch Payton and I were talking, and he was saying, you know, all these kids are good. It's just yeah. who, who's it going to click with mentally? And, you know, there's, you know, Geico has guys, Star has guys, Mitch has some guys. Oh, yeah. No, I everyone's guys got guys. Like, everyone's got guys, yeah. Keith. And it's, yeah. it's which one is, is going to mentally click. They're all talented. They're all fast. But which one's going to be able to, to dig deep when yeah. they need to? You know, I had somebody tell me about the amateur scene uh, a couple weeks ago during Loretta's. They're like, the kids who win – and what this isn't this is a general statement. It doesn't necessarily apply to everybody, but the kids that win have pretty much full race bikes, and that's a huge advantage. 
And so the kids that win are ra- the kids that are on these teams race each other, but there could be a diamond back there that doesn't quite have the bike that everyone else does. And that's the that's the problem, or not the problem, but that's an issue, is finding a kid who doesn't have a full factory bike or close to it at this race. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's a, the, the toughest thing that we're all kind of going through is, you know, we're trying to be competitive with all these teams at, at the amateur um, events, but it's almost hurting the kids in a way because we're giving them so much at such a young age, and then when they get to the pros, yeah. they have to dig even deeper because the class is so stacked that, you know, they get good starts in amateurs because they have good bikes. Yep. And then they don't really have to fight for it or work for it as hard, and then they get to the pros, and now we're asking them to climb the biggest wall ever, and, <laughs> yeah. and it's easy for them to get down on themselves, and then mentally, you know, some will crumble, some will rise above it. And, yeah. And so it's – it's. I think it, we definitely need to figure something out. I think um, Europe has a really good system with that, uh, the European uh, MX, the 250 e- class e- that e- they MX. have. Yeah, the EMX, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's awesome, and I think you know the our sport in the 250 class is um, it's gotten so extreme. With I mean, Dylan Frandis basically aged out of the MX2 class over there, mm-hmm. and now he's over here racing. So he's got so much experience. He was you know yeah. racing with hurlings and all that, and now he's racing with our kids. And now we have you know all these teams have these kids that are 18, 19 years old that are going to race guys that are 23 to yeah. 26 years old. So it's yep. really difficult now. Um, and with them changing the rule last year, which it was, in a way, I thought a good thing for some guys, um, it's going to make it even harder for the younger kids, and, and uh, they're going to have to really grow up uh, extra fast to, to be competitive with the, the older guys in the class. Uh, 702-586-7857. You have a question for TLD KTM manager Tyler Keefe. Give us a call. Brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Watson, uh, nothing's changed more. Wow, I shouldn't. That's a pretty... One of the things that changed the most since you and I got started in this was like when we came up, like Ricky was Team Green's guy, and then it was Nick Way. There's like one guy that was coming up for Team Green up every year, and now there's all there's four or five, and every manufacturer has four or five hot kids they're bringing up. I mean, these kids are signing contracts when they're 12 years old. It's out of hand. But Watson, I don't know how you stop it. I have no idea. I don't think you can. Yeah. I mean, I really don't think you can. Hey, Kiefer, Keith. is this Tyler Keith? Yeah, not Chris. Yeah. Keefer. Oh, it's Tyler Keith. K- <laughs> KTM? <laughs> That's me. Okay. <laughs> I just wondered if you got my text when I hit you up a couple times. You didn't call me back. I didn't know. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Here but we hey, go. Uh, what's the deal with Cantrell? Does he have another year on your team, or are you giving him an, yeah. an, a. So, yeah, Nash, you know, he has. Yeah. Go ahead. Do, do these guys like when you get them out of the amateurs? Do they do they come in with a three year contract, two year contract, or is it everybody different? Everyone's kind of different, and okay. you know when they come up, and um, you know when we did the deals back in the day, and and um, so on and so forth. So um, each each kid's kind of different, and yeah, Cantrell's got one more year, and, and we uh, you know we got to keep working and. Try to get the best out of them. That's, that's yeah, what we need to funny, do. Funny you say that because earlier in the show we had a caller and it was talking about a format change. And I, 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 I said the same exact thing that you just said about you know throwing these kids from the amateurs, you know, right to into that class. And I agree with you 100% because I think these guys need to go there for at least a year to understand how the program works, you know, watch the ra- watch the other guys, learn from the other guys, be in the truck with those guys. And, and instead of 
and so they can mature because these guys are 18, 19 years old, and a lot of them are not mentally strong. And I know exactly where you're coming from about how hard it is to let these guys go and let riders go in general because, you know, we've all been there. You've been there just like I have in the day where you have to let a guy go and you have an awesome relationship with him and his family and you just feel so terrible that you want to help him, but for the business model and the business plan and for sponsors and all that, it just doesn't even out and it doesn't work out because you're like, hey, I gave you a chance. I gave you, we paid you, and then they get pissed and all they want to do is, you know, rat ball you and talk bad about you. And I'm just like, well, I don't understand. You had a chance for three years and you didn't produce. <laughs> so now you're going to get let go. So, you yeah, know, it's, it's it, hard. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it is It is difficult. I mean, and the hardest thing is they come in from amateurs where they're the studs and they, yeah. you know, everyone's telling them what they want to hear and, and, you know, they, they know it all almost. And then they get to the pros and it's like, it's such a huge gap and, and we don't have five years to really help no. you uh, understand that. So, you know, that's why I, usually the guys, they don't really like me at first cause I'm hard on them. And, um, but it's like, Hey, we don't, we don't have time to, to sit around and tell you how great you are. Like we have to <laughs> kick ass right away or, or you're going to be out of a job. And then I'm going to have to tell you, Hey, I told you you were good, but uh, yeah, you weren't really that yeah, good, yeah. so I don't have a job for you. Yeah. So it's it's I'm trying to you know you got to tell them what they they need to hear, not what they want to hear. And sometimes it's hard for them and even the parents to understand. But it's like, hey, we have a limited time to try to push you to to grow up and and be to show that you've got it. And uh, it's tough. Yeah, um, if you could, if you could wave a magic wand, Tyler, and, and fix some things in amateur racing slash pro racing, what would you do? What would you like to see less of, or what would you want to see more of? Well, uh, that's tough because, you know, it's we're all kind of jumping to get the next big thing that we don't even know if it is the next big thing. Right. Um, we're hoping, and it would be, you know, I, like I said, the, the EMX 250 class I think is really good. I think mm-hmm. the, same, the same amateur kind of format racing that, that um, Ricky Carmichael and those guys did back in the day is basically what we're still doing. Yeah. And everything has progressed. The 250 class is the bikes are faster, they're better. Everybody's gotten stronger and the class is older, but we're still, the only thing that hasn't to me changed is amateur racing. We're yeah. still going to short races. You know, Loretta's is the longest at 20 minutes, but yeah. other than that, it's the same kind of format. So it's, we're not, helping these kids develop um and the the pro side is is getting more and more advanced but the amateurs is still staying the same so it's we we got up basically it's like those kids are in elementary school and the mm-hmm. pros are in college and we don't have any have a... any stepping stone to get them there yeah how do how do how does the sport get that lower level class to the to the nationals um, is that through, is it something that all the manufacturers get together and they approach the AMA and MX sports and say, Hey, this is what we, what we're doing. Or they're going to come back and say, Oh, we have TV. Uh, we can't do that because time restrictions and all this. Is that what the problem is? You think? I, I don't know. I think, I mean, I kind of came up with something. I actually reached out to Davey Coombs and, and, uh, the guys that fell and it was like, you know, the amateur all-star class, it doesn't work at the amateur level, but it worked at Monster Cup because it's an invite only. Uh-huh. And I think if we kind of made a, a a class like that, where it's an amateur all star, and you can have B kids and A kids all together, but it, it's their own series. You know, one of the hardest things is getting these kids to understand how to kind of manage a series because mm-hmm. it's yeah. just a, a week long race at, yeah. at 
Texas or wherever, and yep. and they're the, they're good there, then they're not good here or whatever. So, I think you can. I think we can do it. I think we could develop a series where there's six races. Um, yeah, you know, at six supercrosses. Maybe it's at 6 p.m. Um, before everybody shows up, kind of like the pre-show, and and have them do 10 minutes plus a lap. And yep. Um, yeah, I like that. They like kind of start idea. start advancing them so that, and it's only for you know the eighteen twenty kids that are, you know the on on that special, and then leave more of the amateurs for the amateur kids, and it's just another basically it's another stepping stone for the kids to get there, and we can do it at Supercross. We do, say we do six of those, and we do a amateur Supercross champion, and then we can do the same thing and and do it at the big amateur days at the nationals, and then maybe do one moto on on Saturday, and um, it's you know it's. Yeah. what EMX 250 is doing. So well, let's. Like, yeah, I, I mean, they good. did it for the they did it for the women outdoors. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have yeah, a moto yeah. Saturday, and they could do it the same or thing. 125. There's a pro race. 125 race. Yeah, because uh, yeah, Tyler. Actually, yeah. if you actually add up all the nights that you know if they did it that way, yeah. um, those kids would be home more than they would if they went to five amateur nationals. Yeah, being yeah. there for a you know week long. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Tyler, I don't follow amateurs that closely, but I, if I'm a manager like you. I'm probably putting very little stock into, hey, this kid won uh, the day t- the Ricky Carmichael Amateur Supercross uh, <laughs> on on this on this track that like a pee wee could ride, and he did four four laps. Like, who cares? Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, and that's like you know we have we have some good amateurs. We did pretty well at, at Loretta's. You know, Derek Drake won the Horizon Award, and and that's just like. I don't care if you have a hundred amateur national championships, but it's like, what can we learn there to help get you better? Um, you know, Pierce Brown did, yeah. did well in two seconds, but he, he had the fastest lap time. But it's like, hey, what did we learn at Loretta's to help yeah. you? We, we need to use these next year to to get better, so that when you get to the pros, you don't have these hard knocks yeah. right out of the gate. I agree know? with you because there's so many amateur kids that don't make it, then make it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I mean, dude, it's yeah. it's end over fist. Listen, I don't want to I don't want to pick on these guys, but. Cantrell, Moseman, Jordan Bailey. I mean, they're doing all right, but you know. But once again, I'm just looking at these kids. Going, go back. Are they gonna? Are they gonna get it? Is, but that's a perfect example. Those kids are doing okay. Yeah. But if they were in a lower class, yeah, where they could get their feet wet and right. not be so intimidated by all these guys they're lining up with that are better right. than them, that well, are mentally stronger. They're going to yeah. be way better well, off. I wrote a story for Racer X, and it was before Osborne and Martin got hurt. It was about how Osborne, Martin, J-Mart, and A-Mart were working everybody because they're all 26, 28 years old. Exactly. Like they, you know, they, and they all told me for the story that they 100%, Tyler, thought their experience racing helped them so much over these kids. You know, they just. I, I yeah. honestly, I think one of the, the greatest things was like Covington. You know, he if he tried to race over here when he come came through the amateurs. He would have probably been done. Um, yeah, exactly. And and had a, a regular job. And and so, the same with like Darius and I. But those kids went over to Europe, and they're racing kids that are twenty three and under. Um, and so it's allowing them to kind of be in the same, you know, somewhat of the same age group, and they're gaining experience. They're gaining race time and they're and then they're going to come over here at you know 22 23 be rookies over in our series and it's like they're going to be strong because of they basically went to college and learned for two or three years and now they're going to come back to the pros so i i don't think that's a bad um way to go about things to be honest with you because it's it's allowing them to kind of keep growing before they we throw them to the wolves with yeah back in the day there was you know know, the lights class was 16 to 22 21 you were gone and yeah and now it's 
20, you're winning your races at 22, 23 to 29. Yeah. And and so it's like it's a huge gap now, and I think we need to understand that and, but, and try to figure out a way to, to get these kids in a better spot. On the flip side, Tyler, I totally agree with you. But on the flip side, have you checked out the lack of rides in 450 class right now? Right? like Absolutely. The guy, so I, I'm with you, but where the hell do these kids go? There's nothing. There's there's eight rides in 450s, you know what I mean, or whatever. So I, I yeah. totally agree with you, and I, and yep. I, I actually like the, the the change they made at Salt Lake last year, where the guys could stay in the lights class for four years um, at max points. Yeah, but I think with that, we need to take the next step and, and sure. build a, de- a better development program to get these kids at a um, more competitive at a younger age, and not just throw them in. And I mean, it's taken Austin Forkner was one of the probably one of the biggest standouts, you know, from the, the amateur side, and, and he's done well, but he hasn't done what. Canard and, and right. Arsha, Villapoto, and all those, those kids did right when they came in. So we we see that there is a uh, issue, and we need to try to figure out a way to fix it. What I want to do, Tyler, for you is if you could get this rule changed and you get it done, and this is going to be very hard for me to do, I want you to know, I'm going to hand over <laughs> my 2012 Feld Innovation Award to you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's huge. That, that is We had it here in the studio for a long time, and, and Watson took it back. Now it's but. in my studio, but I will definitely bring it to you and put it on your office, and I'll even get it re-engraved. <laughs> no, I, I no, agree it, with it, you. I agree with you, dude. Um, I think it's definitely something that needs to be done because these kids, uh, you know. Hey, I got one question for you, and it's kind of a sore subject, but I just wanted to uh-huh. ask you because uh, I really respect him. And Is it um, – when you go back to Unadilla – is it kind of uh-huh. a, a hard one for you, a hard pill for you guys to swallow as a team um, from the whole thing that happened with Jesse there? It's tough, man. Um, I'm sure you know. I mean, you know, we we picked Jesse up when he was, I think, 15. And, man, we battled hard for a while because he was just a kid that loved to ride motorcycles. Um, and then once it kind of became a job where he had to – do laps and do motos. I mean, we battled hard, and uh, <laughs> I think probably two or three years. Like he literally probably would have killed me if it was uh, if he could have got away with it. <laughs> and now, I mean, I was actually best man in his wedding a month ago, and I still talk to him almost daily, um, just about you know anything and everything. Yeah. So it's it's tough, and you know, going back to Unadilla, it was just like uh, it's just a just a honestly it's just a shitty feeling yeah <laughs> but like i said it's just it's you know he's it, it what happened is is terrible but he's still uh i can talk to him daily that's the coolest thing you know it could have yeah. been worse than than what it is and we just got to keep well, plugging away and you know he's going to get a surgery again in uh september um another surgery that might help on something so oh cool um yeah so i think it's you know with him it's he's like a little brother to me now so it definitely going to Unadilla is, yeah. it's, it's not fun. No, yeah, it's, no, it's awesome yeah. because his outlook on life is so good. And, you know, if you don't follow Jesse on Instagram, you should. Jesse Nelson, um, kid always has a smile on his face. He's always <laughs> just trying to, you know, have fun and do the best he can with what he has, you know. And uh, that's the kid that I've always known, you know, he's always been, you know, through anything and he was the same way. Like he didn't let it hold him back. And I, you know, I didn't see him when he was, you know, in the, in this worst situation when he was, you know, devastated, but, uh, 
I'm, you know, I just wondered, I, I've been, you know, through the sport a long time and I've seen, you know, a lot of people that I know and end up in, in those chairs and, you know, died from riding a dirt bike. And it's just, it's part of the deal. And it just sucks when it happens, when it happens to someone so close to home, man. And I give it up to you guys and Troy and that whole program for, you know, standing behind him. And, you know, a lot of people, teams, whatever, would just say, oh yeah, whatever, you know, but, uh, I take my hat off to you guys. You guys have a solid program, and congratulations on your success. Yeah, no, it's it's good. I mean, Jesse was, you know, he's he's taught me a lot, um, and honestly, it's like going through a, a lot of that stuff was was eye opening and um, kind of changed the way you kind of look at things. So, um, yep, you know, it's yep. every every everything that happens, you kind of learn and, and grow from. So, like, you know, he's he's an awesome dude and. Um, he was our first manager, so you know we we still always want to take care of him and, and help him out as much as we can. And, well, um, no, yeah, well said. Um, before we get before we let you go, like, why are you letting Amar go? Like, why are you doing that? Like, <laughs> he's solid, dude. Like, I mean, he's gonna what do well at happened? JGR, but dude. It's just the people, like you know, you got to surround yourself with good people, and I know you like them, and I, you know, <laughs> that's probably the biggest reason is just the connection you two have. It's oh, just, I, dude, he's, go. I didn't know you guys were that close. You can't believe you're letting him go. I mean, you got Mitchell Falk coming in. You just kind of don't have room for him. But oh boy, Tyler, uh, you know, he, he's he's he had a, he had a good offer for two years, and uh, you know we we. Gave him everything we had for two years, and and uh, I actually really like Amar and and his brother, and um, you know, no hard feelings when you got the offer. I I talked to him about it, and and <sighs> where he was at, it was kind of it it made a lot of sense for him to go that way uh, for the two year deal and and the possible for four fifty. So um, you know, we, honestly, it wasn't even a it was just kind of we talked about it and. Yeah, wow. kind of where we're at. That was probably one of those tough situations that you had to deal with that we were just talking about. Uh, you know, a guy like yeah. that, that's such Amar. a great team member and, you know, low maintenance. You know how you get those guys that are just high maintenance, and I could see him just a uh, good dude. So, yeah. He is, but he's just too good of friends with Mathis. So. Oh, yeah, ridiculous. Know. Ridiculous, Tyler. You're gonna be, Alex is a liberal. You're going to be paying hey. for this for a long time. You're going to be. And he's close to Canada. So oh, here we go. Um. What about Falk? When's Falk racing? What's the deal with that? He's gonna he's gonna come back for the last two. Oh, okay. So this weekend um, cool. we're testing. Yeah, we're gonna test tomorrow and just kind of get his feet wet. Yep. Um, you know, he he had a bad year in 2017. Broke mm-hmm. his femur, broke his collarbone, and and just trying to get him back up. And kind of goes back to where we started with the mental side. Yeah. Got, they got to you know believe themselves and and understand. Okay, I got to keep grinding and and learn as much as I can because the the window's so short in the sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hey, oh, that'd does, be cool. did, uh, is Jesse taking him kind of under his wing a little bit? No, you know, uh, actually, Derek Drake lives with Jesse. They're both from oh. the 805. Oh, okay, okay, uh, that's who it is. I get those two I guys mixed way up. too many 805 kids on my oh. team in um, Northern California. But no, uh, Jesse's, uh, Derek lives with Jesse, and um, I think Jesse's done really well with, with Derek and kind of helping them. You know, okay, this is the real world, and and we got to grow up. And like I said, if the quicker they can grow up, the yeah. the better, because they're racing men that have families and they're young. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> he absolutely. did good right at Loretta's that kid, right? Yeah, he crushed it at Loretta's. He got the Horizon Award one, uh, yeah, PDA and and uh, Open Pro Sport. So he he did really well there. I was I was very impressed with him. 
Cool, well, man. Well, well congratulations, um, man. Thanks, awesome. uh, thanks for the time, Tyler. I appreciate it. Good talk for sure, man. And uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I like the fact that you're, you know, you're, you and I are on the same wavelength. That goes where we need to figure some things out in our sport. And I, between Feld and, and AMA and FIM, I don't know if anybody's talking, and, and that's too bad. No, you know, know I got, I got to give it to Mike Politeri. I actually talked to him at Loretta's. And, yep. And uh, I think he's good. I think he's he's willing to listen and and. Uh, make some changes and you know nothing's going to happen in 2019 2020 but as long as we're we have somebody that's open to listening and and willing to to make a change i think that's the start and and we can kind of progress from there but that's that's the first move and i think he's he's doing a good job so uh well good good to hear yeah uh, absolutely uh thanks for the time tonight man i really appreciate it we'll see you this weekend at buds all right hey tyler how's jerry doing still crushing it on the daily (laughs) he's awesome all right well you can thank me for that one uh, I will. I owe you a beer on that one. Yeah. Too bad I don't drink, but give me a freaking whatever. Get him but, a smoothie. Hey, dude, keep up the good work, man. Hope yeah. the rest of your year is and, good. And remember, remember, Tyler, that Innovator Award could be yours if yep. things turn around. So. I'll keep it polished. All right, good talking to you. All right, thanks, Tyler. Appreciate Later, it. Tyler. Uh, Vortex Racing, bringing you Tyler Keith on the show. Email jake at vortexracing.com. Your microphone. I keep having to tell you about your microphone. This is like a flashback to three I years ago. I had the other here. one that was good, but this one has a thing where it's moving. Well, stop moving it. I, I'm not moving you're it. You're saying it's, it moves by itself? Yeah. Uh, on, just like a ghost? or No, it slides down. Just f- how? I, you tell me. The screw's loose or something's wrong with yeah, it. You got I didn't want loose. to start grabbing it and yeah. making noise. You, have a, you would flip out. You have a screw loose. I I'm, I do. Uh, Sean, what's up, man? Sean. Hey, Steve. What up? Hey, uh, I just had a question about like the point systems and like how riders get to choose their numbers. Yep. What do you want to know? Uh, just like how all that works. Uh, if you win a national championship, uh, 450 Supercross, 250 or 450 Motocross, you get to choose a single digit for your career number, uh, and and single digit only. If you get into the top ten in combined points, so 250 Supercross counts, 450 indoors and out, 250 out. If you get in the top ten combined, you get to pick a career number, as long as it's under 100. Uh, this year it looks like McElrath and Pike will get career numbers, maybe Jordan Smith. So they'll be able to pick a permanent two-digit number. And everything else after that, after the two-digit guys and the single digits, then you get what you earn if you're not one of those guys. Well, so you know, like a guy like Roxon, he's a national mm-hmm. champion, and he could have picked any number from 1 to 10, a single-digit number that was available, but, but he yeah. picked number 94. Yeah. And AC picked 92 last year, so... Uh, Pike wants number 18. He's already said that a few times. Right on. That's cool. He right. took 40. And, Anything else? WP40. Uh, oh, yeah. And so, like, going up to, like, a 450 class, I know uh, you guys were just talking to the last caller about, uh, like, how they, how they uh, have to get so many points yeah. before they get kicked out. Yep. Yeah, you uh, you have to get uh, four years of 145 points, I believe, on a nine-race series before you get kicked yeah. out. Almost nobody ever does that. Savachi is actually – Savachi's getting kicked out because of that rule. Uh, he actually got met the points threshold four straight years. It's pretty hard to do that, though, for most guys. Other than that uh, – And check that out. He did it four straight years without winning a title. Yeah, without winning a title. And uh, other than that, if you're uh, after two years in the class and you win a title, uh, you're out. I think maybe it's three. Is it three? Three years. Then if you win a title, you're out. If you win a you title, can defend yeah. it the last year. Uh, I think that's under three years. Oh, really? Yeah. If you win a second year, 
You don't have to get out. You're allowed to defend it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, all right. Cool. Thanks, yeah, Sean. Cool, thanks, man. No problem. Thank you. We're here for you people. We are here for you people. Um, all right. Let's. Uh, what else we got? Hey, Watson, did you know there's a real option for riders to not have to clean an air filter ever again? I didn't know that. Yeah, imagine a good option that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your air filter. Wow, I didn't know that. I use twin airs. If you've heard of ProFilter, maybe you've been. If you haven't heard of ProFilter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. They've been active in the industry for a decade and make top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side by sides, and everywhere in between. Sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use air filter or high-quality premium air filter for your next service. Pulp MX35 at code gets you 35% off ProFilter. Uh, go ProFilter.com at Maxima's website. And, uh, yeah, save on the filters. Air That's a Maxima? Maxima? Yeah, Maxima product. Oh, Maxima cool. company. Killer. Pro filter. So you know it's good. Yeah, you know it's good, absolutely. And also, to the Ride Engineering folks, Pulp MX-20 to save with the folks at ride-engineering.com. They've got master cylinder covers available in a variety of colors and made in the USA. And they added black for KTM and Husky riders and have matching rear covers for all models. But the best part of all, they come with matching stainless steel Allen screws. How many times, Watson, as a mechanic, did you strip out or almost strip out the Phillips heads on the master cylinder covers? Every time. Right. Well, the rod engineering ones come with matching stainless steel Allen screws. So it's great and uh, fantastic. And they got colors. The colors won't make you go any faster, but they do look bitchin'. Uh, next time you bleed, install one of your covers. Install one of these covers, and the problem goes away for twenty seven ninety five plus the 3D logo on them. Look pretty cool. Pulpamex-20 is the code at ride-engineering.com to save. Thanks to those guys as well uh, for coming on, and uh, we highlight a product of theirs every Monday on, How about our, this on one? our Instagram. Yep. How many times did you strip out the Phillips sprocket bolts? When they were Phillips. Like I, on I, a brand new... I never remember them being Phillips for me on any bike. Yeah, because the Suzuki's were. Suzuki's yeah. were Phillips? They were Phillips. Oh, geez. And you had to... They put so much Loctite on them. You, had to, you would have... literally... Yeah, but you'd literally have to heat them up with a torch to melt the Loctite. And then oh, you'd have to get a wrench on the inside and try to hold it. And then you'd spin it and bust your knuckles on the sprocket every time. <laughs> no, I don't think I owned a Suzuki with Phillips ever. Like I yeah. think Cowies did too. No, Cowies didn't. Not Birdwell days anyways or back oh, really? in my day. But, um, yeah. Uh, so, please, check those guys out as well. Um, also, too, uh, Watson, I'm going to say one of our sponsors. I'm going to say our sponsors. You tell me the first thing that comes to your mind, all right? Yep. Uh, BTOsports.com. Everything. Fly racing. Best gear out there, bro. Race tech suspension and engines. All feed. Vortex racing. Handlebars and sprockets. Gear alloy. Gear alloy, bro. Ro- Roost MX. <laughs> Christina Denny. Vertex pistons. Uh, they come stock in Husqvarna's and KTM's. Nice. Two strokes. Two strokes. Uh, X brand goggles. If you don't wear them, you don't win. At Michelin Starcross 5. Easy mounting, bro. Maxima USA. Hands down the best product, oil product in the world. FMF. Donnie Emler. Works Connection. Phipps. Yep, Eric Phipps. Uh, Atlas Neck Brace. Eddie Cole. Uh, w Wheels. John Anderson, best wheels. Uh, Guts Racing. Guts Racing, what do they do? The best seat covers out there. Seat covers, man-made. seat foam, seat bases. No, cra- no crap. We used them at RCH. You did. Pulp them on X, the map. Pulp them X 2018 to save at GutsRacing.com. Put them on the map. Put they, them back on the map. They won a national championship with, with Guts Racing with you yes, guys. Yes, we did. Uh, get Data. 
Get, get. Uh, Pro filter. Easy oil filters. Uh, Honda World Downey. Ridgelines. Ride engineering. Uh, master cylinder covers. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Get a job. Uh, fantastic. Uh, Red Velvet, what's up? What's going on, guys? How you doing tonight? Good. What's going on? Long-time listener. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I always right. want to say that, too. Okay. Anyways, I've seen uh, RC tweeted at uh, one of AC's um, uh, pictures on Twitter there, and it looked like he was calling out James Stewart for straight rhythm. So I want to know, in their current dad bod form, who wins that race? Uh, I'll go with James still. Younger. He's really good at straight rhythm. I think he's undefeated. Uh, it's not right, Ricky's specialty, I, really. I, I, I'll add something to say. He wasn't calling. He said he would donate a bike to Chad. Oh, he did? Yeah. Wow. I didn't see the tweet. I didn't see it. So he was calling out Chad, not James. Either way, but that's a perfect reason. That's a perfect reason for Stu to come back out and, and whip Ricky again. Yeah. I, I mean, that ain't going to happen. But yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe if Red Bull paid him some money, he would do it, but I don't think he's a Red Bull athlete anymore, so I don't oh, think he would do Here's it. the tweet here. Mark's pulled it up. Uh, Adam said, good times. Half these kids asked me about if I found Stu. I saw that. And uh, Ricky said, if you actually find him, meaning Stu, I'll get back in the zone and race him head-to-head. Let's see how much horsepower you got, bud, and get it done. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, that'd be there kind of neat. Yeah, that ain't okay, happening. Where, where, does, where does the dog-dad bod uh, match up to that, Steve? The what? But your your dog dad bod. My Since dog. Your dog dad. Your dog. Yeah. I don't. Your bassets. My bassets. Compared to what body? I, I I don't know. Red velvet. That joke didn't really work. I don't really get it. Like, are you comparing RC right. and Stu to a dog? No, I'm I'm talking. Where where do you match up in straight rhythm? Oh, you've been chasing the sun, man. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't chase. I don't. I don't match up very well. I'm scared of ten foot doubles now. It's amazing. I don't know what happened. Hey, to I, I, don't I know, would I don't tell you what, one thing. I'm so. not here to talk about anybody bad, but, but can you move your mic down? I don't think. I don't think no, uh, that didn't work. Down. You moved it away from your face. Is that better? That's better. Right there. I don't think uh, James has been working out and training. No. And I know Ricky at least rides a few days a week. So, but uh, that's 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 what I'm saying. And honestly, I bet Stu in that matchup. Like obviously, it's probably like he was more of a technical rider than than RC. Yeah, and so Stu's crazy might, balls. If Stu it, came it, out, exactly. he would. If Stu came out and he was racing Ricky head to head, that would be gnarly. But unless it was a match race, and they said I'm only racing against this guy, they had to go through all the preliminaries and all that. Uh, them, them finding each other at the end would be pretty, you know, scarce. Just I make think. it a make it a one off expedition that that would sell a million tickets. Everybody'd be rich. All right, thanks, man. All right, buddy. Thank you. AJ, what's up? Hey, uh, this is a off-moto question. Okay. Um, so I'm looking to start my own podcast, and it's not moto-related by any Yeah, we don't need any more moto podcasts, AJ, yeah. right now. We don't I'm, need any more. Uh, I'm not – no, I'm not being Dark, dark Side 2.0. Um, but I'm trying to uh, look into equipment, and I'm wondering if there's any possible way you can, like, slide me some information by chance. You know what your best bet is? Go to uh, – Go to Best Buy and ask them. Go to the Geek Squad, and all you, yeah. all you need is a laptop, uh, bro. Just, just use the contact form on Pop Max. I'll see if I can help you out. All you need is a laptop. All right. So it uh, goes right to me, and I'll see if I can lead you in the right step. No problem, bud. All right? I appreciate it. No worries. Thanks, man. Come from a genius like right. me. Uh, also, too, um, yeah. 
You're out of your mind, dude. Starting a podcast, you're out of your mind. Uh, we still have the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment coming up. Race Tech Rant of the Night. We got those as well. Racetech.com will save you. Uh, the code will save you money. Pulp Mex 18 at Racetech.com. They do motor work now. They do suspension work. Ben LeMay is crushing it with uh, Racetech. Tyler Medallia won a Canadian National Racetech a couple weeks ago. Absolutely a great company. Whether you need suspension service, your oil change, your bushings done, spring rate. Spring rate is very important for me. On, to, to, I, bet. I got a question bike. about the Canadian Nationals when you're done. And uh, please get check them out for motor work as well. Uh, Racetech.com. Call them, mention Paul. Get a hell of a discount from those guys. They've been sponsors of us for, fuck, like six years now. So yeah. good job for those guys. All right. What What's uh, Michael Essie? Yep. Uh, Hurt his shoulder. Okay. And he's been gone for a while. Did you hear the rumor about him racing Supercross on a light spike? I heard he asked Peyton to hire him. And said he's ready to go for 250 Supercross. Yeah. He's got his eligibility You're fucking or whatever. kidding me. No, we're not, Berlut. Not at all. Jeez. So, um, and Berlut's retired again, right? Yeah, Berlut's done. Yeah. He uh, came out of retirement one day, Tona, went back into retirement. Smart man. <laughs> you think? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because he's over-traveling. Yeah, he, he hated I, it. That's one guy you don't want to bump into at the airport. <laughs> if you're standing in front of him and he's on his way to somewhere, he's literally at a... High pace yeah, walk. He just said he could not get into that airplane anymore. He just he hated it. Yeah, Berlut's a good guy. So man. That, that's all he was. You know, you get to that point, right? You just don't even care. You're just like, I don't. There's nothing you can do. To it's make really hard too when you travel so much and then you come home and you have to. You want to go on vacation with your family or do something, and you're all. Ah, that's the last thing I want to do. I was gone for six days because I went to Florida, right? And I was like. Oh my God! I want to be. Oh, I don't want to be here. I, you know, I, I like going to the races and stuff. But I catch a flight Friday. I'm out Sunday morning, you know. And I was just like, Oh my God! When am I ever getting home? I was gone for six days. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, I was in a relationship for quite a long time with with someone, and uh, she she lived um, up in Sacramento, and it really hurt our relationship because that was that was the last thing I wanted to do was get on an airplane when I had time off. You yeah, know? no, I and uh, it really wasn't fair to her. You know, she was a really good person and it, it just, things didn't work out because of the, of the travel and all that. And, uh, you know, so I, I agree with Berlut and, you know, you, enough's enough at a certain time. You can't do it. Like I just look at these guys that have been doing it for like 30, 40 years, you know? Oh, I know goose like Roger, Leroy? Roger. Yeah. How do they do that? Right. Ooh, crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is the Race Tech rant of the night. We had uh, we collected some of them, uh, and uh, here we go. Here's the best of the best from these guys. What's up, Paul from Max? I got a Race Tech rant for you, and Steve, I'm sure you'll appreciate this because it's about amateurs. Fuck, I'm watching Loretta's, and Jesus Christ, these kids have the weirdest names. I don't know what the fuck these parents were doing. Maybe they were huffing too much premix or something, but. God damn, the amateur scene is just filled with all these kids with these weird ass names. That's it. I just wish these people would name their kids normal names. Yeah, I, I agree with that guy, man. But like Ryder and Dakota, dude, and Chase and every second kid is named Ryder right now. Yeah, so but no anyways. one's named Danger Boy. <laughs> no, no, that no one is named. There is only one. Yeah, here's my rant. I find it absolutely ridiculous that the schedule is built to where we're on the West Coast for the first part of the year, we drive to the East Coast, and then we go from, where was it, Minnesota to Washington. Did this to guy drive? to New York. So we cross the goddamn United States like, 
why the fuck would you build the schedule like that? You know, I get all oh, these tracks of certain times and dates, but you know what? There's got to be some other way to get Washougal at the first part of the year with the other West Coast races so we're not doing fucking treks across country four times a fucking year just for the fun of it. God, oh, you couldn't use that. How many privateers missed that last race in Washougal because we wanted to cross fucking country a thousand miles? God damn, that's stupid. Uh, well, it's a Washougal. lot better. It's a lot better than it was. It is, and Washougal apparently can only have the weekends, those weekends for yeah. the races. That's it. It's, you know, it does suck, but you know what? Uh, it's a lot better than it was. Yeah, you know, it does. It does. And um, but you're talking they they cross once. Yeah, yeah. They cross once. I agree. I don't. This guy's very angry for. Oh yeah. For no reason. Race Tech rant. He, he did. Oh, a he's ranting. Yeah. Mathis, here we are, week number. I'm fucking teen. I don't know. Week number 40 or whatever, and you're still saying Plessinger. It's not fucking Plessinger. It's Plessinger. When you see him saying, this is Aaron Plessinger, you're watching Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, blah, 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 Plessinger. Weege, announcing his name a million times, Plessinger. Dude, people are pissed. Pit reporters, Plessinger. JT. Plus Inger, you're the only dumb shit that still says Plessinger. Is mm-hmm. it some kind of a fucking Canadian linguist block or mm-hmm. what? Yep. Plus Inger, that's his name. And it's Lopes, not Lopez either. So DV is wrong with that. I okay. spoke with the kid at Glen Helen for a while and actually asked him that question, but let's get back to Plus Inger, not <laughs> Jesus. Plessinger. We got it, bro. I'm going to... All right, get it fucking right, man. Wow. Steve, what's his name? Uh, Plessinger. Yes. <laughs> it's Plessinger, and it will always be Plessinger, and that guy can suck a dick. Uh, it's Plessinger. Uh, right on, Aaron Plessinger. Yes, Mr. Mathis, this is uh, Curtis, and I am calling with a uh, possibly a race tech rant. Uh my rant is on uh, people that continue to feel the need to tell you what you should and shouldn't express for your opinions. I mm-hmm. think that uh, several people need to quit being uh, self-righteous about their opinions and what content that your uh, media outlet should produce. Um, I think that, uh, like a lot of people, uh, one of the things that I like you is that, is that in your show is that uh, you do have opinions. Uh, you are open to uh, those opi- other people's opinions, you You're express your opinions, but you make it so people can take it or leave it. Uh, sometimes you do do, do give it opinions in jest, but uh, I believe that's because you have a relationship with those people. But really the, the, the gist of my my uh, rant is that uh, I don't care who you are, what your opinion is, <clears throat> and I enjoy your show. This guy's pissed. Yeah, <laughs> polygendered eunuch, for all I care. Uh, not and as, as long as the you are around. putting out good on, got content, uh, I don't really care about your opinion, and people don't need to yeah. tell you what uh, you should or shouldn't have for opinions. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's my rant. Bye. Yeah. Is that it? Racetech rant. Racetech.com. Use the code PulpMX18 to save at Racetech. Great guys. Fantastic. And uh, if you're in Iowa, go to the uh, go to the ride day today, or the ride day this weekend for... Uh, for the folks at Race Tech, uh, who's this? Lady Casey. Lady Casey, is that your name? Yes. What's up? How are you? 
Hey, I'm good. Um, I was wondering, uh, would you do a backflip into a foam pit? No, Mark's did though. Well, I talked to him about it, but he did it on dirt. I'm just wondering, would you? You wouldn't even into uh, a no. Foam pit. Mark said this foam pit was scarier than the dirt. Yeah, because what happens right, is Mark's? when you back, right? The the yeah. foam pit was scarier. Explain why, Mark. Well, you, hang on. Yeah, because like if you if you don't land right. Even if you do land right, you're still kind of stuck in there. But especially if you don't land right, if you're upside down or whatever, yeah, the bike pushes you down into the foam. If you're claustrophobic at all, you're screwed. And I, oh. I'm not really, but yeah. even still, like you, I got, I you got said in you there. Panicked a little bit. Yeah, it, yeah. You, it, it's hot. The gas starts leaking on you from the bike. You can't breathe. You can't move, and you're kind of just stuck there until they come and like get you out. You're supposed to try to hold onto the bike so that when they hook the crane up to it, mm-hmm. it just pulls you out with it, and you have to use all your muscle to like hold onto the bike hold still, because the, yeah. the foam's still oh. trying to drag you and in. And you're upside down. Yeah. And then if you can't hold onto the bike, then you're st- stuck in there even longer while they pull the bike out <laughs> off of you, and then they yeah. have to dig you out of the foam. I mean, you could be in there five, uh, ten minutes, and it's uh, uh, it's not great. Have you I ever could... noticed when people do that into a, uh, into a, a foam pit, how many people jump in right after? Because there is a high chance, and it happens, that they catch on fire. Yeah. Well, I think some foam are better, right? If you have the right foam, it's yeah, non-flammable. But still, it's I don't care what kind of yeah, foam you have. Yeah. Lady Casey, I have no desire to do a backflip <laughs> into the foam pit or onto dirt. No no chance. But I couldn't believe uh, Marks did it. Well, that's awesome. Um, the That race tape rant where the guy went off on Plessinger. Yeah. Um, it's Plessinger. Well, that's Plessinger. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, what about the announcer for the press conferences that says Mick Elrath? Yeah. Yeah. That's Bidus. He does. And I'm, I'm a buddy of Bidus, but he pronounces a bunch of names wrong. Like he cannot get, uh, um, uh, Tomita right. He just can't do it. He's it's impossible. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Bidus has this problem with names more so than I do, but I think it's Plessinger Casey. So that's, okay. that's just me, but I'll uh, go with that. I'll wh- say why, that. why did you ask about the backflip though? Like what, what made you call in? Like, what were you thinking or what was going on uh i listen i've been listening for about a year to your show okay. and i grew up racing i'm 42 and i started racing at seven wow and it's just something that sounds cool like i feel like i would want to try it but did you, that sounded pretty hideous <laughs> did you did you go did you see youtube with 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 marks no he told i've heard about the dune goon but okay. i never looked that up yet you, but yeah, he go, told me go to Pulp MX channel on youtube and we did a six minute video or something of it of or, or if you're on Twitter, we maybe we tweet it out. But you got to watch this. Travis Pastrana okay. teaches Marks how to do a backflip in like a day and a half. And you know what else oh. you should do if you're really down to do it? Go to a Nitro Circus. They pick people out of the crowd, and they put them on a bike, and they backflip with them. So you okay. you could check that out. But, uh, okay. Yeah, thanks for the call. Yeah, thank thanks, you. And, and check out that YouTube. It's really cool. Pastrana shows Marks kind of how to do it, so it's awesome. Thanks. Okay. Thank I you. will. Thanks, Casey. Thank you. All right. Bye. She wants to learn how to backflip. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow, right? Um, wow, I've never had a chick. Kenny Watson in studio, everybody. She wanted to do a backflip. That's heavy. Right? Uh, Kenny Watson in studio, everybody. The great Kenny Watson. And uh, please give us a call if you have something on your mind for him. 702-586-7857. We have a lot of questions for you in the BTO Sports tweet at Travis. So people were very excited, except for that one guy, that one caller uh, was not excited. At but. least uh, there's only one guy. There used to be like 10 guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm sure Watson, uh, at the end of the show, you're probably going to ask me to come back on and you want to be full-time co-host. Do you hear and, this guy? He's like, oh, you couldn't find a job. So you're, 
sucking back up to the pulp guys. Yeah, trying yep. to get a job. Absolutely, trying to trying to yeah. get trying to get back in yeah. into uh, into pulp MX crisis. Yeah, into, so, into this. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how you do. You all know? right. So, all I mean, cool. There's always there's looks like there's a place on the shelf for the innovation trophy. for the innovator so. award. Yeah, you can bring yeah. it back. Absolutely. Uh, Ted, what's up? How are you, man? Ted. Hey, so Irv, what's up, man? So listening, you know, about to go to bed, and you're talking shit. So about people's pronouncing names. So you write on Irv Braun for the last eight years of the show, and now you're giving Bytes a free pass. But Irv, Steve, Irv. Irv didn't just get last names wrong. Irv got multiple facts wrong. Irv said Arno Tonus was TPJ. Ir- Irv's mistakes were legendary in the press box. It wasn't just names. It was actually, I don't remember too dude, many names. Dude, get off Irv. He was a good no, dude. I'm just, I'm, he was a good dude, but Ted's asking. Irv didn't seem to know what was going on from week to week. So that's why I was right making on. fun of him. It wasn't so much names. It was that. I'm just trying to clarify. Man. Yeah. We're going to get it straight. Let's get it straight now. Right, let's straighten it up. All right. Thanks, Ted. Later. Uh, and by the way, Aaron Plessinger says he doesn't care how you say it. He, uh, we asked him on the show one time. Yeah. He said you can say it either way. It's fine with him. So that's all. So that guy can suck it. Uh, all right. Kenny Watson. What happens if someone called you Matthews? Oh, that's totally different. That's not even. That's a W compared to an S. It's totally different. All right, Watson. So. I'm going to put you in a couple scenarios here, Kenny. Um, you're still involved in the sport. You're still watching it a lot. And Are we doing st- a commercial? Uh, in a little bit, yeah. Do you want? Yeah. Do you got to go now? How long? How long is this? Do you want a commercial now? Do you have to go poop? No, but it's oh. 9:30. We've been doing this for three and a half hours, and we only had one commercial. Lame. How long does this show go? Do you want a commercial now? Yeah, I think a commercial now would be good. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's Kenny Watson's show. It's the other guy. It's Kenny Watson and the other guy. Yeah. He's back. He's that's back. What that's what he'll wanted. Yeah, that's that's what he wanted. Uh, and don't uh, sell out, bro. Yeah, don't sell out. Uh, D- did you see what I wrote back? You're fine with I that. I did. Yes, right? that's fine. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah, Hill's don't my sell guy, out, dude. Hills my Hills, that Hills fucking guy dude. sold out. Hey, can I come on and talk about Alta? Can I come on? I want to. I want to talk, talk about shit. Alta. Don't talk shit about Hill. Well, he just did it to me. I don't care. He literally just did it to me. How? By making fun of the show, saying if it was 2012 and he still wouldn't listen to Pulp. Uh, whatever. Can Maybe I come more. on and talk about Alta? Sure, Josh. No problem. Hey, you got to go to this party, man. You've been making fun of Monster. You got to get out. How lame is that? All right. Kenny Watson's here. Uh, I got a, I got two questions to ask you. One about Chad Reed and one about who you would hire next year. Um, All right. The, uh, just, let's do those. Then we'll do a commercial. Oh. <laughs> do those two. Okay. Then we'll do a commercial. All right, everybody. Things are changing. I thought we were going to go into a full No. Okay. So. Chad Reed, uh, good friend of yours, good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Not a good year last year, wasn't in shape, got hurt, all of that. Um, I tweeted something out um, the other day, and I just said, why can't Moto Concept, he wants to ride a Honda, I think. He, he, he's been riding one a little bit. And Mike Genova seems like he has money and slash ego to hire Chad. You would think, Reedy that uh, Kenny, that Reedy could get suspension. That's not that hard to get, like Brighton's got. And maybe some special parts if he starts doing well. He, I don't know if that's going to happen. But anyways, if Chad Reed called you, Watson, tomorrow and said, Mate, help me with my career. What do I do? What do I do, Kenny, for 2019? He wants to race, but should he? He doesn't want to do his own deal. What would you tell him? I would tell him I would try. Would you tell him to put the mic down or no? 
What would you tell him? About I would tell Chad okay, Reed that I would you. try. If to race, he, to if race. He, if he wanted to go race, that we could go out and try to get sponsors and, you know, to make it worthwhile and not spend his own money. I think Chad shouldn't race if he has to go take money out of his pocket to race. I think his legacy is good. Um, but me, I would say, Chad, I would love to help you. He's still a fan favorite. And, you know, the biz- on, a, on a business level, on a business model, I think he's very, still very marketable to on a brand that he could still do a lot of meet and greets. He could still do, you know, a lot of stuff and his results really wouldn't matter. And it would take some of the pressure off of him, I think. Do you think he could make a podium if everything aligned? Yeah. I do. I do. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. If everything aligned, you know, and he goes into it healthy and he's, he's looking good right now, like he's in shape right now. Yeah. And yeah, I, I would definitely go to bat for him and I would definitely give him everything I had. What about the motor concepts thing? I, I'm just throwing that out there. I know they've talked, but I'm just. I, uh, does that if, make if sense? Chad, if, yeah, for sure. If I think they've built a good enough program, and yeah. I think for Chad that might be his a good program, and he could you know go there and have a good season or a decent season, and they can do some stuff to market him. Um, I think it could be good for both parties. I really do. I think Chad could you know he keeps his gear money right. You know so yeah. yeah. I mean I think he'd. He, you know, and I think it would be good for him to, if it is his last year, at least he has that last year to say, hey, this is it. And so the fans could do their thing and the Feld guys can do their thing and there goes my hero and all that kind of good stuff. Okay. So you That's, think he should race? If his heart's yeah. into it yeah. and he can get a deal, I think he should race. Right. I don't know if he can get a deal, but he's trying. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. if he can, if he has to go spend his own money, I don't think he should do it. I mean... Him or Roxon are the most popular guys in the pits. 100%. Right? 100%. Okay. That's worth something to somebody. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Times are tough, but... You could... I mean, if you had the right people in your corner to go out to sponsors, and, you know, even if they don't even know anything about the sport, you could sell them on a good platform on a ROI to show them a good return with Chad because you're going to get so much activation numbers. You're going to get so many people to interact with Chad to come to see what he's doing. And when they're there, that's when you capitalize on those people to bring them into your activation, to have them sign up to whatever you're doing. And that's when you're going to build your data and you're going to build a platform. You sound like you're talking yourself into your job. You should call Chad. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I just don't have those. Those, those, con- those means right those now. Contacts? I don't. I just don't have. Uh, you know. You were just making a deal an hour before the show. Yeah, but that's not. Chad Reed couldn't go ride for fucking weed maps. No, I didn't say that. You were making the other deal. For who? For Stinky? No. For the, before the show on downstairs on the phone, you were telling me about this deal. Oh yeah. Yeah, something I, like that. Like you were just making a deal. Like you were just doing. Yeah, something. but that was. I was helping out. I was helping out someone. I wasn't trying to. Yeah. There's no big money involved there. Yeah. But I'm just you saying, know. you're still talking to these people. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. All right. Okay. I mean, so, if I was going to do that with Chad, I would needed. I would uh, should have started. Yeah. You know, back in, you know, call it May. Saquon, Soaring Eagle, just nothing. Done. Just nothing. Dodge. Done. Jimmy Johns. Done. Ah. Oh, sad. Those are great sponsors. All of them. They just came in. They didn't like what they saw, right? I mean, that's... No, no. Uh, 
a lot of people know that uh, in Fortune 500 companies, there's always management shifts. And some guys could like it and some don't. And we ran into that. The casinos have a tribal councils where they vote in people, Mm -hmm. you know, every two two years. And, you know, the new tribe council members didn't like, you know, what we had to offer. So that's what it was. And and it doesn't matter how good your pitch is. If they don't like it, you're done. And, you know, Dodge Dodge loved what we did. And they had a a management change and they were pulling out of all sponsorship stuff, you know, NASCAR and all this stuff. And we didn't make the cut either there. Mm -hmm. Um, Jimmy Jones had some stuff go down and, you know, it didn't work out there either. So that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. You guys went from one of the most well-funded, coolest sponsors. It happens. To being up. And, you know, and, you know, we could get into it later, but when you don't have... You know, the it's not even about cold calling people because you can't just cold call no, people. You no, have to no. have someone on the inside yeah, really that could help you. Oh. And without that, it's very, very, very difficult. And um, a lot of those things dried up, you know, mm-hmm. um, in those relationships. But, you know, I still, you know, keep in contact with a lot of people that I've met through the years. And, you know, there could be some stuff on the horizon. Who knows? Uh, last thing I want to talk to you about was... For if you're higher, if you're a team manager, which you've been before, mm-hmm. equals men, equal salary, whatever kind of bikes you got. Three guys come to mind right now that need rides. Although I think Dean Wilson is set with a third bike at Rockstar Husky with Osborne and Anderson. Wilson, Grant, Bogle are need rides. Who do you hire? Um, on paper, I, or I don't in real life. Yeah. Um. If you really look at it on paper, they're all the same guy. If you look at it, Mm -hmm. all three of them are known for injuries. If you go look on paper, hardly any of them has finished a Supercross season. Mm -hmm. Um, Then you just got to go off of marketability, you know, like, you know, you Mm -hmm. go back to their social numbers, you go, you go to all that kind of good stuff. And, uh, you pick out, maybe there's one of those guys that has a sponsor they can bring to the table, you know, with you to help, you know, with expenses and help them pay for stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if I were to do, you're not giving me a name though. No, because they're all the same guy. So you just ride, do you get whoever will ride for the cheapest? Uh, I wouldn't, them? I wouldn't low, I wouldn't lowball them. You know, I think at that level, um, you know, if I was going to do a team and there's those three guys available, yeah. I would wait, I would wait until at least the middle to the end of October and then go to them and say, Hey, look, this is what's available because those guys are going to wait. They're not just going to go jump on a ride for no salary and keep their gear money and have expenses paid and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Like I know a guy like Josh Grant, if you ain't paying him a salary, he ain't racing. I don't blame him. I don't know if Dean Wilson would do that. I know Bogle, if you put a good program together for Bogle, I think he would do that. Cause he's still young. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Dean and Grant are older for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, Josh, Josh has been through the ringer, you know, his body's jacked up. He's had a lot of injuries and I don't think he needs to, you know, the risk for reward is just way, way, way too high. Yep. Way too high. So saying that, that's what personally I would do. Yep. I can't speak for anybody else. I'm not even in that position to do that. No, it's hypothetical, yeah. Yeah, so you asked me a hypothetical question that Mm -hmm. I hope I gave you a good enough answer. Uh, I think you did. Last thoughts for commercial team USA. Barsha, Plessinger, 
I'm, fi- I'm fine with that. Yeah. That, I don't think there's anybody right. better. I mean, everyone was, you know, Anderson said he was going to come back, but I just, he just doesn't have enough seat time. Right. You know, I just don't think. And I think, you know. Barstow's all, ridden well at those nations before. I think, yeah. I think, you know, those guys have ridden it before. You know, Eli did well. It's, you know, Plessinger had a great ride at Redbud. You know, I, I really think yep. he'll do good. He's an older guy, too. So, you know, he's going to freak out. You yeah, know, he's yeah. not going to be racing. You know, he's going to be racing against kids. Yeah. All right. That's the, that's the wise words of Kenny Watson. We're going to take a commercial break via Watson's orders. And we'll be right back after this with the uh, more Pulp Mix show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Race. And we'll be right back after this. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki. And you're listening to The Pulp Show. And Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> 
I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting, always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys. They've been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race Supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. Pulp MX 17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Race Tech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Race Tech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Race Tech products are made in the USA. Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Make it happen. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% 
on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp and why. I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yes. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save. And we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code. And if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, Hardcoat Silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. 
Hubs Wheel Building Services. They've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. 
Gear Alloy wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their prolonged start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you. Of my life, I'm a lot like you were. Old man, look at my life. Twenty-four, and there's so much more. Live alone in a paradise that makes me think of two. Love lost such a cost Give me things that don't get lost Like a coin that won't get tossed Welcome back everybody Pulp Mix Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing It's Kenny Watson's song Are you trying to tell us something Watson? Oh man dude look at me now My microphone is high I can't put my microphone at my mouth. I've been fine, on this show for many years. It's fine, bro. But yet I can't get my mic to my mouth. Hey, yet. do you still sing during that commercial? Uh, what's, what's the commercial? The, uh, I think it's John Anderson's. Yeah. 
You bet I do, and it sounds incredible. Sounds gay. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Thanks to uh, Phil Nicoletti, Jared Stanky, Tyler Keith for all coming on. Jimmy Albertson for calling Jimmy in. Jimmy Albertson for coming on, and we were supposed to get a call. Team Puerto Rico, bro. We were No, he said he didn't know anything about it. We were supposed to get a call from the Prince of Darkness of Freestyle, and he has not called in. Brian Deegan? Yeah. The Prince of Darkness. Wasn't that what his name was? He was the general, bro. No, no, no. He was also the, the dark darkness of the freestyle. Like, no, no. Yes, he was. Militia was the, he was the Prince of Darkness. Yeah. Anyways. Well, anyways, he so, did his job. They sold a lot of t-shirts. He reached out to me. He doesn't own it anymore, right? They sold it. Oh, no, he owns it. Oh, I thought they sold it to... Uh... Okay. No, he uh, owns it. Um, But that was going to be the Gear Ally Cole call. I've been waiting on Deegs to call in. Watson's old rider. Couple times. Couple times. Uh, Brian Deegan and Kenny Watson, super team. But they were supposed to be the Gear Alloy cold call. But we'll still wait. Maybe it'll happen. But in the meantime, Gear Alloy, a proud sponsor of the Rocky Mountain ATV MC team with Baggett, Benny Bloss, Dakota Alex, uh, as well as the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC team with Ricky Russell, Jonathan Johnson, Cole Richardson, and more. Coach Jessica Patterson still rocking, rocking Gear Alloy. Uh, they've toned up, they teamed up with SoCal Super Trucks to bring Pulpamex listeners a great deal on all Gear Alloy wheels during this season. Go to SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Check out the Gear Alloy Collection. Enter promo code PULP18 at checkout to save. The hottest styles for your truck, Jeep, or SUV, whether you're heading to the track or cruising the streets from mild to wild, Gear Alloy will get you there in style. Use the code PULP18, PULPMX18 at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. If you're going to buy yourself a set of wheels, support those that support the sport. Thanks to the Gear Alloy folks. And if Deegs calls in, you'll be the Gear Alloy cold call. He's going to call in with Danger Boy, he said. Danger Boy. Yeah. Hayden. Uh, it's one Loretta's again. Swept every moto, I think. Yep. 60s. Killed it. Absolutely killed it. Uh, thanks, uh, everybody, for listening. Don't forget, October 12th, thespacelv.com. Go there, buy some tickets. Marks, you will be at the live show uh, on Friday night. You'll be running. Yes, I you'll, will. You'll be running the producer's chair. I know everyone will be uh, anxious to see me. Mm-hmm. So. Is Marks going to be... Front and center, or are you going to have him back in the corner? No, like, I'll probably be back in the corner still. Behind, where, the, cur- behind the curtain, where I, where I belong. Yeah. Hey, dude, they need to do like a, a band play and have you up on a riser. I have a face for radio. Like to- Tommy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> he can be tur- spinning around. Uh, yeah, Marks will be there. We're going to have a, a Pulp MX show right there at the live show, live podcast show, uh, thespacelv.com. Who's your guest? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um we got to figure out who's, who wants to do it. Like, riders will be in town for the Monster Cup. Mm-hmm. So maybe we... Is there... Is there... There's no... Oh, yeah. It's not Arena Cross. It's not... Huh? I thought maybe... Oh, they yeah. No, no, that, no. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Looking forward to that, everybody. Please check it out. And uh, thanks for the support and the sponsors. Sponsor deals on PulpMXShow.com uh, to get the codes and get everything that you need to, uh, to save. And, uh, again, Kenny Watson uh, in studio here as well. And um, looking forward to uh, wrapping up this show right here. Uh... Celebrity caller on the line, Jordan Burns. What's up, Jordan? What's up, guys? JB. What's happening? Yeah, I'm just listening to my good pal, Kenny Watson. Hey, JB, your, tell, tell, Mathis, radio show. tell Mathis what you uh, pulled off. You know, JB and Eric, and Eric uh, Smelly, uh, Smelly Sandin, were, uh, they participated in the surfer cross. Oh, you did? Oh, man, what a good time. 
that was, you know, you know what's gnarly is like, I can't believe it was 20 years. It took me 20 years to do that event. <laughs> so well, you've been on tour being in a band for 20 years. Now you're not in the band no more, so you can go out and have fun. That is true. You know, so what, I've been what, having what, a what? good time. And... You're, you're not in a band I, anymore? What? I am, no, I'm not in a band. Those guys fired me. No, they didn't. Shut yeah. up. He got, you didn't know that? What are you going to do? Dude, I'm retired. I'm he's doing it, guilty. dude. He's riding surf across, dude. He got he he, he <laughs> left the band. Two like three weeks later, he went to Tahoe for freaking how long, Jay? Two weeks snowboarding. Fucking snowboarding for two weeks with with Jay, your buddy Not Jay. Okay. Went to Mammoth. You so went to Mammoth with smelling. Dude, so yeah, Steve, dude, you didn't hear about that. This though. is this is like Pearl Jam. They kept losing drummers. You got to find a gig, bro. You got, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, it was almost 25 years in the band. And, uh, you know, they fired me just in long story short. Never really got along with the singer. But, uh, you know, it's kind of uh, it's like it's like good and bad. It's good because I'm like, you know, not along, not around anymore negative and all the bullshit and the drama and you know people that aren't in bands don't relate to mm-hmm. all the behind the scenes stuff that happens in bands right uh, but i don't know it's kind of been nice taking a break it's been a little over seven months now i've been on tour for the last 25 years and it's not bad being you- at home and just doing the shit i want to do wow so yeah dude yeah. you're gonna lose every battle with a lead singer right you'll oh, always yeah. lose that battle with oh, a lead yeah. singer oh, yeah Dude, this it's is how bad problem. it was with these guys, and Jay told me about it from day one. They yeah, would be. Don't go too deep. But, I won't. Yeah. No, I won't. This is how gnarly they were. Yeah. They would be in Europe, call it Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> and Jay would say, you know what? Jordan would say, I'm going to go for a walk. They would, he would be a mile away from his hotel, and his, his singer would be on a walk. They would pass each other on the street and not say a word to each other. Really? It was that <laughs> bad, huh? Over the years. Well, that, that is true. Wow. True. But like then they also strangers. had to tour together. But, but a, you must have formed back in the day, whatever it was, in the early 90s or whenever you formed and you guys liked each other, right? You know, I don't know that we ever really did. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I've told people, like, I mean, you know, I don't want to go off on it, you know, in public too much. I've really kept my mouth shut quite a bit on the whole thing. But, uh, but I'll just say that. In 25 years, I've never went to lunch with them, never went to dinner, never went to a movie, never went to a concert, never oh, walked around yeah, town. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah, there was it's, pretty much no relationship. So it's almost, a mir- it's almost a miracle it went 25 years then, right? Totally. Yeah. Totally. So what so you, some say it was inevitable or whatever. Yeah. But uh, So what you need yeah. to do is when you see Smelly, like hit him in the knee like Nancy Kerrigan, and you step into no effects. Yeah, even better would be to play his game and hit him in the dick. <laughs> Jordan Burns you know. replacing Smelly in no effects, everybody. Um, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, so do you have a lot of money saved <laughs> up? Like, I don't know how much money you, you made, but is this enough to – can you hang out for a while? I'm all right right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm all right right now. I mean, you know, the, the band never made us, like, rich or nothing. Well, well, but no. we were – 
we were able to survive, and I'm I'm all right right now. Fortunately, you know, uh, Moto Triple X is making me rich. So oh, yeah. all, I'm all good. Right. Well, I gave you that hundred bucks for playing uh, the uh, the hot for teacher thing. I don't know if you still have that. Uh, you can hold on. Yeah, that. that's true. You know, yeah. it's 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 a little late. Otherwise, I'd uh, you know play it right now. <laughs> yeah. um, but, wow! Okay. Know, don't want to don't want don't want to don't want to wake the neighbors up. But, right. um, huh. but anyhow, aside from the surfer cross, which we uh, which we definitely had a very good time. Super tiring. Surfing is really hard, but uh, mm-hmm. had a really good time doing that. But um, you know, I was listening to you guys, and I thought I'd give a buzz because we're about to release this. Uh, Brian Swank tribute video, and uh, that's kind of what I, what I wanted to talk about. And you know, because it's something I'm pretty proud of. We worked hard on it. My friend Colin Morrison did all the editing, and uh, we're about to drop it tomorrow. Oh yeah, where we're at? So we're it's uh, uploading to our Motor Triple X YouTube page okay. and. Hopefully, Transworld and Racer X and maybe Vital and whoever else will uh, will get you know will put it out there for us. Hopefully. Right? Yeah, I, th- I think they probably would. So, um. so it's a, it's kind of long, but we got so many rad people in it that you know we it just kind of kept on getting longer and longer and um but i think it's a rad tribute to him and you know the main reason i did it was basically for his mom his family and then you know friends and family and all the fans right right well that's cool yeah motor triple x youtube page tomorrow everybody go there check out the video yeah it's gonna be cool you know and I, i want swank to be remembered more for the racer that he was and and you know kenny's in the video also and uh you know just one of the many superstars that are in the video and uh i want swing to be remembered for you know we knew him as like a great person you know and i think a lot of your audience knew him you know for for the right for the for when he called into the show which wasn't Brian. You know, <laughs> yeah, it didn't go well. Kenny, yeah. Kenny, would you say, like, you know, that was a good representation of Brian Swank? Absolutely not. It's just not. So, I mean, the guy had demons. And, uh, and you know, he had a bunch of issues. But bottom line is, for those that knew him, knew that he's a really good dude. You know, so the whole thing is sad, and and uh, it's a bummer that he's he's no longer with us. But I'm I'm really proud of this video that we made for him. No, that's cool. Yeah, good to uh, good to right hear, on, Watson, dude. and you're in it. I'm in it. Yeah, I am yeah. in it. Um, what do you think, Jordan? Uh, CR22 Motor Triple X in 2019. I mean, you know, we're we're th- we're uh, we're thinking about tossing an offer out to him. Mm-hmm, yeah, you know. Um, He's got to put glitter uh, on his know. bike, though. He's got to have glitter all on his bike with, with glue, <laughs> with Elmer's glue and glitter. <laughs> I mean, come on. Can that ever be repeated? I guess it can be, but it's it's Dude, awesome I want everyone to know them. that Jordan slaved in the garage to get those bikes ready. Backyard. It was at the backyard. 
Um, Dude, you know there was surf. You know there was epoxy on the fenders. Yeah. How heavy those yeah. fucking things were. Yeah, you told me they were they were gnarly heavy. Dude, that bike was so heavy. Oh, good times. Deacon, yeah, but it got it got seventh place international. Brian said, yeah, because gonna... it had a fucking big bore in it. <laughs> Brian, why said, not? Brian said he was going to call in tonight. We could have had a total reunion. That bike was pissed off. Brian would say, yeah. That thing is pissed. It's a militia bike. How about, thing how, about, is how, about, how about when Duke was like, hey, Swink, you cut the track at Bud's Creek. And he's like, no, no, I no, 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 no. What? Deegan. Oh, I'm sorry. Deegan. Yeah. yeah Deegan. Duke, Duke said, hey, Brian, you cut the track at, uh, at Bud's no, Creek. No, he like, asked him. He asked him. He said, no, I did didn't. Did you cut yeah. the track? And he said, no, I didn't cut and the track. They showed video of him. And he was, no, not video. Yeah. They had stills of him. Oh, stills? Yeah, motocross action posted it. Jody Weisel was fully bagging on him, right? Yeah, I don't remember that. He got away yeah. with it though. Good for him. The, but the next week, it was my out. fault though. Why? Because <laughs> what happened was he was doing good. He was up there. Oh, his clutch lever fell off. No, it didn't fall off. Oh, just... You know, it had the uh, that plastic piece that yeah. goes that holds it. Yeah. The the, the right. perch together. Yeah. So it slides. And I put a new perch on before the the race because he I don't know it bent or whatever. Yep. And I had to go to the bathroom and I put a T handle on the seat and I just snugged it. And I told him, and he didn't hear me or something, and he went to the line. I put a T-handle on the seat, and he just threw it off the seat or whatever yeah, happened. Yeah. And he went, and then like three laps in, he's screaming, going by me, pointing down, and the lever's just <laughs> flopping. So he had to pull in for me to tighten it, and then I tightened it, and he took back, back off, and he was like in 20th. And he comes back he around, pissed. and he's like in eighth. And I'm like, dude, my guy is hauling ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good times, uh, all dude. Right. Yeah, all right, and, Jordan. Uh, well, uh, you know, yeah. Thanks, Duke for... Finch. Duke, Duke Finch even made it in, into the video. Wow, the Duke. Yeah, the Duke. How about that? His his little his little pieces is funny. It ends with all this. It ends with I caught them watching porn. Yeah, that so, sounds about uh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you should have told Duke. Well, maybe we should have filmed you coming out of Mons Venus with fucking sweats on with wet spots all I saw over him you. at, uh, uh, yeah, Mons Venus. I saw him yeah. at Mons Venus, yeah. Getting lap dances yeah. with freaking basketball shorts on. Yeah. Um, well, hey, Jordan, thanks for uh, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Yeah, and, Jay, good uh, talking right. to you, brother. Check out YouTube tomorrow for Motor Triple X. All right, man. All right. Thanks. All right, guys. See later. You. If I hear of any band openings, I'll, I'll pass it on. I didn't know that. 25 years dude, in the band. Crazy, dude. Yeah. Crazy stories, man. Um, all right, Wat- R- R- Kenny Watson. Now, before we wrap this show up, we got a few more things to do. But one of them is like, what's going on with you? What are you going to do? Uh, you, didn't, you, didn't, you went to like two races this year. Um, I did. I went to two of the both Anaheims, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't even stay for the race. Um. Didn't really have a horse in the race, so just went there. Um, I was helping out uh, Josh Hanson a little bit um, on some stuff, and mm-hmm. um, just wanted to make sure he was all set up and everything was good. And uh, I had my daughter with me. We went there. We hung out, and uh, it was time to go. I just, uh, you know, where I'm at right now with the industry in general, it's it's so fake, and I have no problem saying that because I really don't care what people think about me. I, um, I had opportunities to get hired and go back and work for other teams and do other stuff. But I was to the point where I was so fed up with 
people in this industry being so fake and they tell you what you want to hear. Um, and then at the end of the day, they don't give a shit about you, your family, and they're all, it's a dog eat dog world yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. And so I decided, you know what? I'm going to work with the people that I want to work with. Um, it's the reason why I worked with Josh because he's a great friend and I wanted to, you know, do the best I could to try to help him with his little program he had. And, uh, after that, I got some calls um, because people think that when I was with, you know, Hart and Huntington, RCH, all that stuff, and we were pretty successful with bringing in sponsors that I had a lot to do with, that I had to hold this golden wand in my hand that I could go out and get $4 yeah. million. And all these people were calling me, wanted me to do that. And I'm like, you know, it's just not that easy. And, you know, if, if you know, I, I wanted to go to work for this one outfit and, you know, they were telling me, oh, uh, we don't want to hire you for any other reason, but if you want to bring us money, we'll pay you for it, you know, whatever you get. And I wasn't down with that. Yeah. So I decided that I was going to branch off and do my own thing. I started uh, a little media company that I'm working on right now. I decided that I'm going to really start pushing my podcast in the upcoming year in the, for the upcoming year. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to give that thing 150% and, um, really work hard on it and have my own thing. I'm tired of working for other people, making other people. I mean, I've been doing this. I've been in this industry for 20 years and all 20 years, every person I worked for, they were, the company was successful. Yeah. You know, you could start back from day one. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I was fortunate to work with Brian his first year when he was, a, you know, second year as a pro. And, you know, I learned a lot from being on the road and, and learning a lot from Brian. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, in 96, I worked for Scott Sheik as a, as a full on mechanic and, you know, I drove across the country. I was just on the road for eight months out of the year living in a box truck. And then I did the same thing in 97 mm -hmm. with Moto Triple X. And so I, I was I'm, I'm to the point now in my life where I want to do my own thing. I don't want to work for anybody but myself. And I'm willing to bet on myself that I'm going to be successful. If I fail, I tried. Yeah, it'll be on and, you. and I yeah. know I did just like you. Just like you, I'm, if, if a good opportunity comes up and I think it's a good fit and people trust in me, what I do and want to let me run it the way I want to run it. And I'm not going to have to answer to a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. I'll do it. But you know what? I'm, I believe in myself. I, I have a proven platform that works for supercross, motocross, whatever you want to say in marketing and activation. But if that doesn't work out, I'm going to go do other stuff and I'm going to be okay. No matter what, I'm going to be okay. Uh, yeah, I know. It, it's perfect. You just. Yeah, I needed you, a break. Put it that yeah. way. I needed he, a break. I stayed away for right. a year, and I didn't go to any races. I didn't really talk still to. Still watching them, though. You're still into that. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I have to. Yeah. I, I want, I, I don't, I'm a fan just like yeah. everybody else. Right. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not sitting home on a Saturday morning going, Oh, I have to watch the race. I yeah. record them and watch them yeah. to find out what happened and see what's going on with the guys. I still have a lot of really good friends that race and yeah. I care about and uh, that I'm, uh, I talk to, but, uh, I, I'm just to the point now where I'm just over 
the, the fake people in this industry and the people that, you know, you don't get nothing when they don't, you don't get a call back. And I think that is the most yeah. unprofessional fuck you thing to do to anybody in life. You know, yeah. I mean, I know you went through that, you know, recently where you think you had knew someone and they were your friend oh, and yeah, you, yeah, you were yeah, trying yeah. to get them yeah. and then they just blow you off. That's the shittiest feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so me, what I want to do, I'm betting on myself. I have all my ducks lined up. I have a lot of good shit happening in my life. I have a beautiful daughter. That's my world. And it's all about her right now. Right. And that's all I care about. So you don't want to travel the races, you, whatever you want to do, whatever. I don't works. have a problem traveling. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like, okay, so you would do I took again? a year off yeah. from traveling yeah. and you know, really, I took two years off because I, do, I, I really didn't travel that much with the RCH thing at, towards the end. Right. I was going through some crap in my life, and I really didn't go to that many outdoor races. I went to a majority of the Supercross yeah. races because those are easy. Right. But, you know, I don't have a problem with going to the races. Yeah, I really okay. don't. So, so you would do it again if, you, yeah, if it worked out? Or yeah, if, there was, or a, if right. there was an opportunity and there's a couple out there that right. some people I'm talking to, if it all makes sense, I'll do it. And I'll do my other thing, too. But if it doesn't yeah. come to fruition, I'm okay with that. I'm definitely yeah. okay with that. Um, yeah, I think I think when you talk about the fake people in industry, I'm I'm, I'm not saying you're you're uh, you're wrong, you're right, but I think the 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 misconception comes in that at some point you thought these people were your friends or they had your back. That's where I think you go wrong, and then they and then when things go sideways. Like I, I have the attitude. Like I have very few friends, like true friends. Yeah, you're right. And I, so when these things happen, I just go, yeah, that guy and that guy and that guy. Like if they didn't need an interview or a podcast or what, you know what I mean? Yeah, they just don't call on you and go, hey, what's going on? Nah, How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I don't have that, and that's fine. I got Pookie, so whatever, and yeah. you know, so it doesn't matter. But um, there's not that many people. Well, you let know, me tell you so, something. So when you start thinking that these guys, oh yeah, this guy's rad. I got this guy's got my back. Nah, no. Let me tell you something. I have learned a lot. I, you know, like hot sauce might be one guy for you. Yeah, hot sauce. Josh Hansen, Brock Tickle. You know, yeah. Uh, there, there's there's guys out there that you know reach out to me and you know check on me, see how I'm doing, and they're my true friends, and and they know who they are. I don't need to yeah. shout out at them because yeah. they know. But at the end of the day. You know, I look back at it now when I was at, you know, Hart and Huntington RCH, when our team was just, you know, the biggest thing in the pits and we had two trucks and we were, you yeah. know, we had Dodge and we yeah. had Jimmy Johns and we right. had Saquon and we had Soren Eagle. And we were, I mean, I have no problem telling you, we were at like $4.5 million before we went to Suzuki yeah. and Carrie Hart and I were at the races and, you know, we had some injuries with Josh and Ivan and, you know, our guys weren't doing that great. And Hart looked at me and he said, dude, are you over this yet? Do you want to do something different? Right. Like, even though we had all these contracts with all yeah. this money, it was to the point where we were tired of going to the races and, and, and not, not doing yeah, good. And not, yeah, not it wasn't, good. you know, about the money. It wasn't about anything. Yeah, I, and then, you know, yeah. you know, Ricky came to me and he told me, Hey, um, you know, I really yeah. want to get involved and I thought he was wanting me, he goes, I want to, you know, be part of a team, you know, I want to own a team. And I said, well, I'm good here, you know? And he's like, no, dude, I want to be part of this team. I don't want, you know, I thought he was trying to hire me. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I, he said, do you think Hart would be into it? So I set up Hart with that. And, you know, that's when we finally got factory support from Suzuki 
And, you know, that thing all trickled down and, you know, we were on our way and, uh, you know, things happened the way they happened and it didn't work out after a few years. But, you know, our whole goal when we started this was to win a championship. He did it. And we did it. Yeah. And we did it. And after that, it kind of like took the wind out of our sails. We knew when Ken Roxon came to our team in 2015 Mm -hmm. that he was gone. We knew that he had a two-year deal with us, and after that, he was going to Honda. Mm-hmm. We knew that signing him up, and we were okay with that. Well, he had to deal the whole 16 season with Honda. Dude, like, he, he, we knew before he was, Anaheim, yeah. We knew he was going there before he even stroked his name. Right. And he let, he let us know, and his management let us know that he was going to be gone. But we knew that we said, all right, dude, we want to give you everything we have for you to win a championship for us in mm-hmm. Suzuki. What is it going to take? And he did, he had some injuries, blah, blah, blah. The next year he came out and, you know, he won us a title. Yeah. And, you know, that was, that was awesome. That was awesome that that happened. But after that, it kind of took the wind out of the sails. You know, we got the taste of winning and, you know, we weren't going to be able to be at that level. And I'll take my hat off to Kyle Bentley and our whole staff at RCH. I really think if you go back and look at Brock Tickle's results. And they're pretty good with you guys. Yeah. We yeah. took him to the next level that got him a ride at KTM mm-hmm. when we, you know, yeah. Yeah. I know he wouldn't have won left if we were still out there. Yeah. And, you know, that's something that those guys from the, you know, all of our staff from Kyle to Sergio to Aaron to all the mechanics and everyone that busted their ass to give us a strong unit and a team that we could put up against anybody in that paddock. You know, mm-hmm. it was a strong built team and it was really hard that was the hardest part of those guys. But the good thing about it, when they left, they knew in enough time that each one of those guys got a great job yeah. on another factory team because they were so good. Yep. Every one of them. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Well, Kyle got a sandwich job, but he, that's just because he wanted Kyle it. Got, <laughs> Kyle could have went and done other things. He no, didn't want it. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Yeah. He, he, uh, he was fine. Butchers grinders. Yeah. Um, so what happened with Living 100 this year? Like nothing. We saw it was, the end. It didn't, no, it didn't make it to the end. It was no. It was. And he uh, didn't race. And he raced. One no, it's it's nothing to do with that. He had injuries, and he just didn't feel that he was prepared enough, mm-hmm. and he just didn't want to go out there and and do what he had to do. But a lot of people don't realize we had sponsorship lined up, and there was people that pulled out of sponsorship, mm-hmm. and Josh already committed to these riders that he was gonna, you know, to Matt yeah. that he was gonna take them racing. And a lot of people don't know this, but Josh Hansen paid out of his pocket for these guys to go race. Okay? Mm-hmm. He pulled money out of his pocket to go race. And that's pretty stand-up. And a lot of people can say what they want about Josh, but he did it his way. And what he had to do, he had to do. So eventually he just kind of said, I can't do it anymore type deal? And that's no, why. he wanted to keep doing it. But oh. there was bullshit that happened, you know, with, you know parking and no, no one calling us and telling us and they wanted just it was no, just I know that but it was just a nightmare you could have showed up in vegas or whatever or salt lake no he know. it was oh, yeah. it was it was it, it was done you all know right. that's all i'm going to say right it's it, you know he you did think, what he, he had. come back next year does josh want, yeah does he want to do something next year i i no no, no. He's, he's not going to have a team no i don't think he'll because he's not going to put his own money up right he, and he shouldn't yeah no no you know no, that'd be dumb <laughs> i i i truly believe we're talking about with reed Josh is really good at what he does about branding himself Mm -hmm. and Josh will be fine. 
he he'll come out with something yeah, very special yeah, something. and he'll do special things for whatever he does. Josh's number one priority is his daughter Kennedy. I was gonna say to you maybe you can do something with him, but no, you can't. Not, no, yeah. he he yeah. has the right people in his corner. Right. You know, and of course, if something came across my plate that I thought would work for him, yeah. fuck yeah, I would call Josh Hansen. Right. He's a great brand ambassador. You know, there's a reason why Fox has him mm-hmm. in Shift. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why Nut Up still keeps him. You know, he's oh, yeah. really, really good at working with people. Even though he wasn't at the races racing, he was still there pretty much weekly signing autographs and going to the dealer shows. That's all the sponsors really cared about. Yeah. And, you know, he was he's awesome with the fans. Awesome. Yeah. I don't think that I've dealt with any other rider in my whole career that was so good with the fans than Josh. Really? Yeah. Wow. Hands down. Hmm. Hands down. The best dude I've ever worked with. Oh, interesting. So. So you're going to try to get your you're going to try to start a, a, a live Monday night internet radio no, show on no <laughs> no it's going to be <laughs> nothing like that put it this way it's going to be nothing like this industry or sport um, has seen it's it's i'm going outside the box and i want to do something very special that's going to help this brand of dirt bike racing grow right. two wheels yeah well, in that's, general it's not a bad thing at all yeah i don't I, and i'm not trying to poach anybody's podcast i'm going outside the box and i'm going to do something different um fantastic good to hear he's betting on himself yeah. Uh, and you know what? I, let, let me just say yeah. this last thing. Um, I was at home, you know, during the whole Supercross season. And, you know, things were okay in my life and everything was good. And one day I realized, you know, what I had and what a great opportunity this deal was with Hart and Ricky and the team I had. Mm-hmm. And I'm just telling this to people that are listening about life and life in general. You got something good in your life, it could end real quick. And don't ever take it for granted. Yeah. Because what I did now, looking back at it, I never thought it was going to end. <laughs> and the funny thing was, when we first started this, Kerry sat me down and said, hey, listen, in 2006, he said, all right, we're going to start this thing. It could be one year, two years. It could be 10 years. But I'm telling you right now, it's it's not going to be forever. Yeah. So learn most most you can. Gain a, enough knowledge mm-hmm. so you could have your toolbox full of tools and take it outside or inside this industry and use it yeah. to the best of your ability. And that's what I did. But the biggest thing I didn't do was live in the now and take and like every, appreciate it and appreciate it and enjoy the ride more. I, I was always complaining to myself, oh, this sucks, that sucks. You know what? Life's short. Yeah. You might as well enjoy it while you can. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I just can't believe how fast, you know, time goes by. And I'm stoked right now to where I'm at in my life. I'm very happy. And I know for a fact I'm betting on myself, and I know things are going to be okay well, either maybe, way. Maybe you should have appreciated your time on the Pulp Mech Show as a co-host. You, I, took, I, you know what, you Steve? You took this show to the next level, I, and then I you left. Did I did it for three years of my life, and you know what? I was here bitching and moaning, and that was another thing that I said, you know what? It wasn't that bad. It was kind of cool. Right, exactly. And there were times where you were great, and you, you, you kept the thing alive. Remember, Motor World pulled out. Uh, I know. Money. A lot of people don't know this show would be dead if Steve, if I didn't call Steve and he said, hey, this show's over. We got, I don't know what we we're going to no do. He goes, I need 10 grand. And I said, all right, give me a second. And I went out and raised some money for you, and this podcast kept going. Damon, what's up? You want to say hi to Kenny? Yes, sir. Uh, you know, not the first time I called. <laughs> I've called several times. Okay. Uh but, uh, yeah, I met Kenny at uh, 2017 uh, Supercross, 
I took a picture of your uh, laptop, uh, Steve. Mm-hmm. Got to meet Guy B in the the, uh, the press booth. Met a lot of crazy good people. Cool behind the scenes and stuff. And uh, but after the race, I got to go and uh, got in the pits uh, after the race, and I got to. And I met Kenny and um, at the MCR. Uh, booth or whatever pit and um he was just working on a bike and stuff and i said hey where's mathis he goes i don't know i'm not his keeper tonight and mm-hmm. i said okay well and I, I went to walk away and he said hey come here and then uh i was like hey what's up he's like hey it's good to meet you and he gave me a sticker and he said here's my new podcast and so every did ever since he did uh, kenny's corner i thought you know it was really good and uh, he was really nice to me, and I was, you know, yeah, he's just trying to poach. He was trying to poach you away from our podcast, Damon. Is what hey, he's trying to do, Damon. Well, I was actually watching wearing a Pulver Max uh, custom pit shirt, so I don't think so. But okay, uh, all right, good to hear. Yeah, but it was it was good times. It was oh, good cool. to meet him, and uh, he was he was really nice. Do you well, like? Did you like any? To I got to meet Tony that night. I got to meet uh, uh, Albertson that night. A bunch of people after nice. the race that were really nice people. So, oh, good. good hey, did you yeah. like Kenny's corner? Oh, it was amazing because uh, it I mean, was so different and real. And how get, about how about I'm going to give you one right now? Name name the rider, and I'll give you I'll give you a story. Uh, well, you know, not such a, a set. Well, for me, it's uh, my favorite rider before like. Uh, this current, you know, like Chad Reed now, but like um, Guy Cooper was my favorite old school writer. All right, I got one for Guy Cooper. Yeah. Want to hear it? He was my favorite growing up, sure. All right, so uh, we're at Guy Cooper's house. I'm with I'm with Brian Deegan. It was had to be 1997. And the Honda Troy truck was there with Mike Brown and Brian Swink and Larry Ward and Mike Craig. And it was me and Brian. And Guy Cooper rolls in in this brand new water truck. I'm talking brand new with the with the paper plate still on it. And he, <laughs> he, he pulls it and he parks it. And he comes back out with all these um, paintball guns and masks and everything. And he said, hey, we're going to play paintball. And we picked up teams. And then right before we started, he goes, hey, listen, one rule. No one hide behind my water truck or nobody shoots it. I'm like, okay, yeah. game on. So me and Swink are on the same team, and we had orange paintballs. So Guy Cooper and all the rest of the guys that were on his team took off running to hide. What does Brian Swink do? Hmm. Unloads the paintball gun on the fucking water truck. <laughs> so Cooper comes back, he sees it, and he starts screaming, who did it, who did it? And Swink goes, fucking Watson. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, get the fuck out of here. And he kicked me off his property. There and he's we... never liked oh, me since. No. Yeah. That was not. Ah, oh, swinkster. Oh, so there you go. There's a Kenny's God. corner for you, my friend. Uh, good stuff. Uh, oh, well, thank... thank you so much. Thanks, Damon. Appreciate thanks, you, Watson. Thanks, thanks for yeah, calling. Yeah, no problem, in, Damon. Thanks for calling, buddy. Thanks, Damon. Thanks, Mathis. No problem. Thank you. Uh, Paul, what's happening? How are you? Hey, uh, I just had a. Uh, I don't. I haven't been falling all night. I've been here and there, but. Uh, a, uh, a a buddy of mine, Logan Trump, passed today, and he was a good friend. I just wanted to throw a shout out. Uh, oh he's, man, it's terrible. He was an amazing individual. Uh, he he battled cancer for the last couple of years. He was a, he was one bad dude, and sorry I just to, wanted to throw a bit of a shout out. Uh, so, sorry out to hear there. about sorry to hear about your loss, my friend. Man, that's terrible. Well, I, his his wife and kids have a much 
bigger loss, but the dude was such an amazing human being. He was such a great friend. Always made. He was in the hospital and laying in a bed with cancer, lost a leg, and still made you laugh and smile. So <laughs> nice. He was a great individual. I just wanted to try and throw that out there. Thanks, guys. No worries. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Sorry about your loss, dude. Yeah, sorry, man. Really am. Thanks, Paul. Have a great night. All right, thanks. Uh, all right, btosports.com, tweet at Travis. Here we go, man. Let's do it. Or not. Tits would have had it up. No, Tits would have already played it. See, look at Pookie giving me the eye. Yeah, she's looking at you. Something's wrong with the tweets intro. Is every other intro playing? Well, this is the one that didn't play last week, and I guess it didn't play when Tom was here either. Well, hit something else. Yeah, so everything else works. Lame. Oh, okay. Look at like on here it shows it's playing, but it's mm. it's not. Even if I adjust the volume on it. Great... My podcast that would never happen. <sighs> just play the podcast. Just, just play the uh the tweets then. Yeah, no. Can we can we do the rooster and everything? Can we do that? That's what I was trying to do. No, I know, but can we just do it manually? Can you do the whole thing and you're in I'm sing, not going to do it. Can you sing it? That's Absolutely not. All right, Tits would have. Uh, I, I don't. I care about the listeners, though. Uh, tits didn't. Oh, tits wouldn't have sang it, bro. and I wouldn't do that to the listeners. <laughs> All right, BTOSports.com. Whether you're blasting a berm, riding a mountain bike, dri- riding a street bike, driving a UTV, whatever it is, BTOSports.com has got you covered. Call down, mention Pulpamex, put Pulpamex in the note section on the BTOSports.com, and they can uh, give you a discount, a sweet, sweet discount on almost anything they carry. Great guys. They've been a part of our show for a long time. BTOSports.com, great guys. And uh, these tweets are sent into at Pulpamex Show. And, uh, great radio. Travis Marks picks the best ones and uh, reads them off. Let's do this, Marks. This one's from Tanner Hall for Watson. Watson, how do you sell the sport to corporate companies? It's funny that that's a question because I was talking to Steve about this earlier. Um, it's really, really, really hard to walk into a Fortune 500 company and sit down with a CFO and, and try to explain what Supercross is and what Motocross is and try to sell that to them. You need to know someone that's in the company that understands the sport and understands the brand. Um, Without having a connection and knowing somebody, it's pretty much more than impossible to do that. So you need to have someone that works for, you know, one of these companies that can get your foot in the door. All right. This one's from Austin Nelson. I was listening to an old show and have to know if the Nicole Weimer DMs segment is ever going to happen. Ah, yeah, I tried. She said she lost some of them, and she didn't have them all, and then she was going to collect some more. And I've been trying, man. Yeah, I hope so. I yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, so she said that she gets the creepiest DMs, and I'm like, I, you got to read these things to us. I bet. You know? I yeah. bet. So, uh, I see some of Tickles. Yeah. Tickles' wives. It's right, funny. Right. So, um, People are fucking creeps, man. Oh, dude, brutal. How do Dudes you just, are fucking creeps. How do you just there? send a chick a DM and just... That's Pookie. Yeah, exactly. Pookie probably gets them. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if that one works or not, Pookie. Welcome, Pookie. Pookie's on the air. Hello, hello. Um, Pookie. Yeah. yeah, so hopefully that'll work down the road. This one's from Miguel Torres. I constantly listen to your interview years 2010 through 2012 since those were the years K-Dub was co-hosting. Oh, oh boy. 
and I'm a big fan of K-Dub. Mm-hmm. What was both of your favorite time period when you were both hosting, and who did you guys like interviewing together? I already got it, my favorite. My favorite was when Paul Lindsay was on and Watson first joined the show, and I thought they were going to fight one night. <laughs> and I, unfortunately, the stream dropped, or something happened, and we lost about 20 minutes of the show, show six or seven. And they were yelling at each other, and, and Watson's going, you don't have anything in your notebook. There's nothing in there. You just have a notebook. And Paul was defending Feld, and, and, and it was fantastic. And, and then... You got to know Paul, though. Paul would be at the races, and he would have this fucking notebook, and he'd be running around like the coach from Waterboy, holding it to his chest with fucking... And I'm like, what do you got in that notebook, dude? You don't even have a fucking job here. Like, dude, you should have a beer in your hand. Yeah, so uh, those were good shows uh, for myself. And, and interviewing anybody, anybody old school, like Watson and I, I mean, uh, he goes further back than I do with all of these guys, but, um, you know, any of the old school guys where we had stories, telling stories and talking about different people and laughing. Yeah, I think, and, you I think know. one of our favorites, my favorite, was the first time we did Rick Johnson. Yeah. When I told him about my bad boy tattoo, <laughs> yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I didn't even know you existed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Tedesco motorhome story where Watson drove oh, Tedesco's fuck. motorhome for a while. That's oh. good, too. Yeah, that one's, that's, right. that's show, that a couple of good stories. Show 100 was good. We brought Lindsay back in for show 200. Yeah, Dude, show Lindsay, 200. the reason why he snapped on me was because I told him, I go, Paul, why do you pretend like you just go to bed? You know you go to the casino and the strip club after you leave here. Oh, and he's yeah, like, yeah. dude, my wife and kids listen to this. Blah, 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 blah. He was so mad at me. Yeah. I'm like, well, just tell them the truth. Quit lying. Yeah, so those were good times. <laughs> good times, everybody. Back in the yeah. – we're, we're at show 348 wow. right now. So. Wow. Yeah. I'm at show like 14. This one from <laughs> – G- oh, on, your, on yours? GL's Drunk Thoughts. Why does Forkner act like he died after every crash? No other rider does that when they have just as gnarly of crashes. Holy shit, you see that kid crash? Yeah. Fucking Udadilla, that was, I mean, at Washugo, that was dirty. No. um, Red Bud? I don't, the Red Bud, yeah, the guy's right, but, I mean, who knows? Maybe he's really hurt. I'm with you. A lot of other riders have noticed this. A lot of people have noticed this. Like, he takes a long time to get going. The Southwick thing, where Amar just kind of rammed him from behind, um, yeah, uh, it, it's sounds gay. It, it, it was gay. That reminds me um, when I was uh, as soon as I said that, I'm like, fuck. But uh, yeah, you, yeah, you know what, that. though? But I don't know. Like, maybe he's got the wind knocked out of him. I don't know. You, you know, you can't really. It is weird, but maybe he really is that way. Dude, it, all it, I got to say is every one of those dudes that races and lines up are gnarly because I don't know if anybody's crashed on a dirt bike wide open and hitting the ground. There's nothing, I don't care, you could get your ass beat by 10 dudes and get punched in the face, kicked in the ribs, get the shit kicked out of you. Nothing hurts like that. Nothing. When you get the wind knocked out yeah. of you and you're no, laying you on all fours, you feel like you're dead. Yeah. You can't breathe. That's the worst. Yeah. I, that's why I don't ride dirt bikes at all. Right. Because I never want that feeling again. Yeah, it sucks. I'd rather get kicked in the nuts. All right. This one's from Sloppy Seth. Do you think that the GNCC guy will back it up this weekend, or was it just because of the mud? No, it was more because of the mud, but he qualified 12th. He's a, he's a 10th to 15th place guy, which is no slouch. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah. But good. He, he, was, he was that good at Unadilla because of the mud, for sure. Yeah, let me give a shout-out right here quick. Um, the, the work series um, has um, 
they have a whole new schedule going on for next year. Um, and if you're an off-road guy, work series, West Coast guy, you should check it out. Right, just tell them to buy some time. Okay. Yeah. You should check it out. I think you would be very, very surprised of what's going to happen. Yeah, there. I'd be surprised at their schedule. I know. I often think about it. I'm sure I'd be. Why super, not? It's the work series. I'd be dude. super surprised at their schedule. Check it out. WorksRacing.com. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Buy some time. They have a new app too. If you want to get involved great. with their app, it's <laughs> great. This one's from Sparky. Did anyone hear Langston during the broadcast during the Barsha Russell incident? Pretty sure he said that Barsha was having trouble starting his Yamaha because they haven't gone to e-start. Langston did the 2018 YZ450 Racer X intro. What the hell? <laughs> I didn't. I haven't watched the broadcast yet. I got to do it tomorrow, but uh, no. Well, that's good. That's good radio, bro. Watch the race after the show. Well, I was, I was literally at the race watching it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. But it was a full mutter, and you couldn't even tell who was who, and you're watching a, a screen with timing and scoring on it. Well, that's was, watching it? I was watching the TV. And I was watching screen, and then I was watching it live. You're better off watching it from your couch, being with your wife, watching the timing and scoring. Okay. Loud noises! <laughs> all right. Pookie liked that one. That's all I needed. <laughs> this was from Joel Watt. I wish she liked the BTO Sports intro, but she didn't, because it didn't work. No, it still doesn't work. Okay. Pook, did you hear my song? <clears throat> no, I didn't. I'm oh, sorry. Man. I tuned out at the commercial. Um, from Joel Watt, is Australia the only country silly enough to schedule a domestic supercross round the same weekend as right? Nations? Yeah, right. Really, right? Like, what are you guys doing? The Nations date has been out for a long time. Good, <laughs> great job, Australia. Way to do it. So, so Ferris, Ferris can't go, and Mel Ross can't go, and whoever else. Oh wow! Yeah, great, great work, guys. From when to Lipkiss, Steve. Greatest signing of 2018, Ronnie Mack to Team Puerto Rico, or Tavares to the Leafs? Tavares. Oh, jeez. Tavares. Do you guys happen to notice the Tavares on my fridge? I did, and I didn't uh, say anything on purpose. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. Yeah. Don't be mad. Bring it. Don't be mad. Hey. We have two centers. I highly recommend your team make it to the cup, because it's awesome, bro. one other team that can <laughs> match up to two centers that the Toronto Maple Leafs will ice every night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Pittsburgh. That's it. Crosby blah, Mike. blah, blah. Crosby Malkin, Tavares Matthews. Bring it. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Exactly. That was for him. I know I picked that question. <laughs> this one's from Jay Colby. Does Joey Crown win the Canadian National Championship? I'm betting yes. No. Oh, Canada. He will fight off that American bastard foreigner trying to invade the Canadian soil. Who's the Je guy? Jess Pettis. Has a three-point lead on Crown. So that, I, actually, I like Joey Crown, but go Canada. Is that uh, the guy, the team that Alan works for? Yep. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right cool. Yeah. He, he, he just nods. Alan Brown. <laughs> sorry. Thought sorry. there was gonna be a follow up. Me sorry. too. Yeah. I was Great ready. radio. Sorry, yeah. you guys. Uh, this one from Will. I am. If the use of THC becomes legal nationwide, do we see riders start to use it, or will WADA still have their ban on the substance? Oh, I thought they didn't have a ban on uh, the oils. I don't know. Somebody told me the oils were fine to use, like for joint release or joint pain or something. Yeah, like, but it still comes up in your system as THC. Uh, I don't and know. And it's still a bad substance on the okay, list. Okay, someone told me you could use the, the oils. I don't know. I have no idea. From Jim Vidmar for Watson, how have the economics of the sport changed over time? Um, that's a good question. I think that they're still out there. You just got to get the right people. Like I said earlier, you just have to find the right people in the right places that are willing to 
you know, get involved. Um, I really believe that there's a strong um, marketing opportunity for these brands since there's so many people going in and out of the pits weekly. And I really believe that, you know, with the right business plan and the right activation and, you know, place, it could be definitely successful. You just have to get the right person that is at the right company at the right time. This one's from Caleb Hall. Steve, walk us through your mud prep. Hmm. Well, mud, sh- mud prep at the races. Make sure that uh, you have a bigger water pump on the bike, bigger radiators, that kind of stuff. Bike's going to get hot. You need to pump out water. You need to keep water in it. Let's, let's change uh, this. What happens if you're a privateer? Uh, foam it up. Put some foam, a brake pedal, shifter underneath the fenders. Um, put hand guards on. Put solid discs on if you have them. We always had them on factory teams. Um, you got to remember, there's ten factory guys and there's thirty no. privateers. All I know is I was my bike's never broken the mud. They're fantastic. All I would do is take a bottle of spam, or Pam, and just spray the shit out of it. Spam, Pam, <laughs> spray the crap out of it. Yeah, I think I can help with the put Pam some, Pam put, dilemma. Put uh, a long visor on my guy's helmet. Yeah, and. Pat him on the ass and say, have at it, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Because after that, it's fucking done. There ain't shit you could do once they gate drops. Pam. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Is it a TV yeah. show it's or something? Off of, it's Step off Brothers. of the Step Brothers. It's Pam, right? Oh, Pam, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the spray yeah, shit, yeah. the yeah. fucking oil, the yeah, grease, no. whatever it is. I remember that, yeah. This one's from Marx's X's Boxing Box. <laughs> Why don't hydraulic clutches fade like cable clutches? Um, well, because they're hydraulic, because there's constant pressure on it. And there's oil going through it. There's, there's, a, there's a constant hydraulic press, pr- pressure on the slave cylinder, so it always matches the, uh, the amount, of burn, amount of slack that you get from the plates burning. Are they more likely to fail in the mud due to lack of feel? No. Doesn't matter. Either way, you're good. This one's from Wendell Clark for K-Dub. What? Wendell Clark? Yeah. Uh, why does that name sound? He's a hockey player. Greatest hockey player in the history of the NHL. Oh, Wendell Clark is. Yeah. Better than Bobby Orr. Yep. Better than John Tavares? Yep. <laughs> he, he thought about it, though. Wendell Clark. Is not a, he was a Canadian, right? Yeah. Duh. <laughs> what is it? What I got to do with anything? There's his jersey right there. Oh, I thought it was used to be over there, didn't it? No. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, buddy. For K-Dub, without giving names unless you want to, can you give an example of an athlete or individual who got blacklisted within the motocross industry? Uh, People are so dumb. That's a dumb question. Yeah. No one uh, gets blacklisted. Like, no, we, like when everybody gets together, everybody gets together, hey, let's blacklist this guy. <laughs> well, hey, I think what he's Genova, trying to ask Genova, is... Genova, Kehoe, come here. Jimmy Perry, come here. I think what he's trying to say is like there's guys that because of their image or attitude, they wouldn't get picked up because they were a high risk maybe. (laughs) Yeah, but that's their own doing. Exactly. So, but, but what I think he's trying to say is, is there guys out there that are super high risk and teams didn't want to take a chance on them being on the team and doing something silly. Kind of a perfect example is what JT was talking about, about the donations is that they think that Ronnie Mack is, he thinks that Ronnie Mack is a high risk. Listen, if Charles Manson came back and could ran lap times and was winning equal to Tomac, he'd have a ride. 
there'd be no blacklisting of Charlie and his Nazi symbol on his forehead. <laughs> well, Charlie's dead, so that ain't gonna happen. I know. I'm just saying. What What are you doing? Pookie's having a good time. You're, just, you're killing me tonight. <laughs> That's why she's married to me because she's like. Remember, I said I needed a yes man, like Ellis. <laughs> it's Pookie. It's Pookie. Yeah, yeah. That's my yes man. Yeah, That's yeah. Why I don't come on the show anymore. Working on the man part, right? Yeah. Oh, she's my just yes snorted. woman. <laughs> no, yeah. I you, honestly, J Law was doing horrendous things off the track and with sponsors, and he was winning, and it was fine. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. No, you're not going to get blacklisted. But that question was for me, so fuck off. Okay. This one's from Randy. I'd like your 2019 Supercross predictions. Who wins the 450 title? Jeez. Who wins races in 250s? Eli Tomac wins 450 title. I've said that for three years, though. You're really going out on a limb there. Yeah, I know. I'm going to go out, and I'm not going to go out on a limb because I really think he's going to do it. I'm going to say Ken Roxon. All right. Who wins races in 250s? I don't know. Yeah. Your mom. Who finishes higher in 450s, Savachi or Plessinger? Plessinger. You said it right. Plessinger. <laughs> Who else is moving up? Uh, not, not Marty. <laughs> well, duh. Not Marty. Staying down. 13th year. He needs, he needs we're more going time. For it. We're going for it. Lucky 13, bro. He's going to win it. We're still learning the class on the bikes. Still dude, can out. you get mad at the guy, dude? He's making a living, dude. Nope, but you can make sure make fun of him. <laughs> Look at Pookie's my yes girl. <laughs> uh, Pookie, yeah, Nets and Supercross, yes, right? Yes, yes, oh, yeah. yeah. Gotta can't use something that already happened. That's well, cheating. Okay, all right, whatever. What, what else? What other fucking crazy theories do I have? Dude, I don't know. You got a lot of them. Yeah. Amateurs, too much support. Way too much. Yep. Yeah. When they get hired by a 250 team, they got to use that team sponsors and then bye bye to whoever was paying them. The That's what I'm kids. saying, Pookie. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> a ping pong ball? Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's what I've been saying. I know. Fucking ping pong ball. You spend thousands uh, of dollars to get ridiculous. there. And your whole fate, it's a your whole fucking fate outside of five countries is determined by a fucking That's ping it. pong ball. Great, great system, guys. Great work. It's like the, showing up at the Olympics and just being like, ah, and we're going to draw straws for the final, the 100 meter final here. We're just draw straws. <laughs> oh, you saying you drew a straw straw? You're out. And also, we're going to use the Olympic testing rules. <laughs> yeah. This one's from Fender Bender. You Americans used to laugh at us Euros when wearing chest protectors under our jerseys. Now many U.S. pros are wearing one under their jersey. What happened? And do you old old schoolers still laugh at it? Um, yeah. They don't, yeah. Yeah. They're they're, they're roost guards. They're not chest protectors. Yeah. Just for the reason they don't wear them in super. Listen, Euros, you guys look like morons, okay? You still look like morons. This one's from Justin Hughes. Why do the vast majority of Moto Media outlets softball the questions to the teams and riders? Because they're all pussies. It seems to only happen in this sport where everyone is afraid to dig deep, aside from Pulpamex. That's Thank right. Thank you. Um, hey, no, even Justin I, even, is even, your yes man. Even I don't, I don't dig as deep as I could. I, here's the thing. You these guys in uh, in the mainstream sports, they're credentialed from the Professional uh, Basketball Writers Association, Hockey Writers Association, Football Writers Association, and they don't have any relationship with those players outside of that press conference. They don't ever need them. They don't talk to them. They don't need them for anything. 
outside of that press conference, and they can hammer them in those press conferences because it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, they're in a union, they're protected, and if the player, you know, it's almost like a game nowadays in 2018. It's a game of gotcha with the media. And so, but that, for me, I can't do that. I need these guys for the pulp show. I need them for the podcast shows. I got to write features about these in Racer X. So if I start saying, hey, man, I heard you bang that guy's chick. What's going on with that? Like, they're going to be like, screw you. I'm never talking to you again. So you, if you ask tough but fair questions, that's fine. But most guys don't even want to do that. But you can't just hammer these guys in the press conferences. So, But you know what's crazy? Um, what's wrong? Do you know who Brian France is? Yeah, NASCAR guy. Did you hear what happened to yeah. him? Yeah. Okay. So say that he got popped for Oxycontin and being drunk, yeah. right? <coughs> You don't hear anything. I, I'm a, like an avid listener to the NASCAR okay. on XM. Who knew? They don't. They don't. They won't bring it up. Oh, they really? won't talk about it on NASCAR Hub on Fox. Yeah. They don't talk about it. Hmm. But if it was a driver, oh god, yeah. Oh, he'd be getting ridiculed. So what I was thinking is, and I called, I called the fucking radio station. <laughs> I was so pissed. I was like... Kenny from uh, Miriam. No, I didn't say that. I said Anthony from Las Vegas. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I didn't want anyone to know, but I called, and they wouldn't let me talk to the dude. They wouldn't let me call in the show. The producer's like, oh, we'll call back on Friday. That's uh, Free Talk Friday or something. And I'm like, dude, do you guys... Are you owned by NASCAR? Like, why won't you are guys... Are they or not? Are they he, or not? He said they're... they're uh, he beat around the bush and said no, but of right. course they are. Mm. But the thing is, I was telling the guy, I'm like, dude, you guys need to understand that the addiction he has, they don't, the drugs don't, dis, you know, dis, dis, well, what's, what's the word I'm looking okay, for? But Disimigrate? Discriminate. Discriminate. There you go. Uh, but here's the thing, Watson. Outside of, reporting, <coughs> outside of reporting on the arrest on the day it happened or the next day, what else are you going to do? He's not going to answer your questions. Yeah, but He's people are asking, and I understand. Like, what, what, this what is the guy. This is one of the guys that put the, the the zero tolerance in effect for NASCAR. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what the biggest. Yeah, but that's, is. that's different. That's different. So this is the guy that put that yeah, but, in. But that's that's apples to oranges. No, it's not he because doesn't, he doesn't. Brian France isn't going 300, 200 miles an hour. No, on you don't understand way. anyone in the paddock, mechanics, oh, okay. right. drivers, okay. right. media. I thought you were just Anyone that holds a hard card okay. is under that protocol. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. then, then I get that. Yeah. Okay. So that's what these people are asking, right. and they're not giving answers. So you, when you go back to the media, yeah. they have to protect their sport. In in yeah. in our sport, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I but mean, in NASCAR, it's a perfect example. I, I think there's a place for tough questions, but there's not a place for gotcha journalism. Exactly. I don't like the gotcha journalism guys that we see this a lot in uh, in mainstream stuff. I don't like that. But I mean, look if. I don't believe there's any riders out there that I don't. I think I'm the only guy that has that has riders or has had riders who refuse to talk to me. Like, I think I don't think any other media guy in the sport has that. Like, just for because of the, I'm outspoken and I offer my opinion. So, I mean, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know how those other guys would ever handle it, like Guy B or Anton or Maeda or any of these guys. Yeah, because I think you know? that they just try to be bros with all the pros. No, I, yeah, no, I agree. And totally. it's just a yeah. perfect example of what we were talking about earlier about, you know, how people are fake. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you, you could have a media guy that's all up some factory guy's ass about, you know, shooting with him, doing interviews with him. And then all of a sudden the dude's freaking riding out of his pickup truck yeah. and they want nothing to do with him. 
Well, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I mean, yeah, I, it's it's a fine line. You, you listen, if uh, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm see these. You have to show your face in the pits every week, and so whatever I'm saying on these shows or writing about, I have to go up to that guy and talk to him, and I will. I'm not scared, but I can't. Abs- there's a, there's like Anderson blew me out on his Instagram feed last week over something I said on a pre pre show pre supercar show. He like he doesn't do his social media. He hires somebody to do it. But I would imagine that he has uh, he approved it. Right, I would think he would. So he blew me out, like basically saying I'm an idiot because one of the things I said in the previous show proved to be wrong. Now, I know things about Anderson off the track, people he's burned and things he's done. I'm not going to bring that up. I'm not going to do that. But, but I think others people would. Do you know what I mean? But you know what? I'm not going to do that. I, I don't need to do it. Who cares? Go ahead, Anderson. Have your fun or whatever. It's kind of a low-class move to me. But I think in 2018 – that's the relationship that athletes have with the media because of the media yeah, I, I, getting I'm, these guys a lot, you know? Even, like, for me, if I was in their, in their, you know, in their place, even if I didn't like you, I would want to talk to media to promote myself and my Well, sponsors. that's just it. Just just hold your nose and talk to me. If, that's even it. if yeah. you don't like the guy. I, I don't think Cooper Webb likes me. I don't, for whatever reason. I don't know. But you know what? He always talks to me. He comes on the show. He's professional. And we just leave it at that. And that, and I, I'm fine with that. And I think he's fine with that. Maybe oh. he does like me. I don't know, but I get the sense he's like not a fan. But that's fine. I'm good. He's like, but he still is probably like, hey, well, I should give this guy. He's you know wanting to expose you know ask me, and he's got a big audience, and so I'm going to talk about the race. Yeah, that makes sense. So I, I think that that's fine. Yeah. Um, Gibbs, you got a question about militia for Watson? Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, well, yeah. For Watson, I was curious if Watson knew like. I follow Larry Link Ogle on Instagram, and like, like he he blows out everybody. He blows out even like the Metal Militia brand, and like, and he he advertises some of these like T-shirts, Metal Militia. And I'm curious. I'm like, is that even Metal Militia? Because like, you go to Zoomies, you're not going to see that type of Metal Militia stuff. And like, who owns Metal Militia? Like, I don't really get it anymore. I've kind of lost. You even know Watson? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Brian Deegan and Larry Link logo both own Metal Militia. They did a licensing deal with a brand that sells their stuff. The stuff that you see that Larry is posting is just stuff that he's doing, you know, on his own. Uh, I don't know about the relationship, you know, those guys have, or I don't know any of that backstory, but I know, you know, both those guys um, still have, you know, a major part of that company. But they don't talk, apparently. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I've heard. I don't know. I talk, you know, I talk to Brian now and then, and, you know, we're cool. And I haven't talked to Larry in quite a bit, but, you know, I got nothing against either one of those guys. They're right. both, you know, I go back, way back, you know, to the racing days with Larry. And, you know, of course, me and Brian are cool for yep. all the time we spent together. So, um, yeah, I mean, all right. All right, they're, they're still a brand and they're still doing their thing. So if, if you're into the militia and you're into what they do, buy a T-shirt. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cheers, boys. Thanks, Gibbs. Uh, all right. That was all for tweets. Unless you want to answer more about uh, Ronnie Mack and Puerto Rico, Puerto no, Rico, no, and the stuff no. Watson talked about with the team. So, but JT is angry. Yeah, oh, yeah. JT? Why? Because yeah. they're not taking it seriously. Yeah. Really? It's a very prestigious event. He doesn't want these guys ruining it. Poll is still highly in favor of. Yeah, uh, yeah I know. Let, let Ronnie ride. I don't think it happens. I don't see a Pastrana not getting hurt. Them letting Ronnie race as Ronnie and not Jimmy Albertson. I don't. Sipes is the only like legit guy, so I don't know. We'll this see. This is the second tweet from this guy, 
Any chance Kennard rides for Puerto Rico instead of Jimmy? No. Kennard has never been Ronnie Mack. I, people talk about – Kennard has never been Ronnie Mack. Is it Pooh Sipes? No, that's Poo, that's Ryan's brother. Oh, it's Ryan Sipes. Ryan yeah. Sipes, a, oh. he's a monster truck driver. Pooh is. I know. Poo. Yeah. Pooh is, yeah. Any chance that Kennard like, rode the bike while Jimmy was – in street clothes on camera to make it look like it wasn't Jimmy that was actually Ronnie Mack? I don't think it was ever Kennard. I think it was Greg. Yeah, I don't think Kennard would ever do that. Or Brett Q. Yeah, it was probably Brett Q. Or Jimmy. So, I don't think think it was ever Kennard. I think Kennard... I don't think it was ever Jimmy. I think it's Ronnie Mack. (laughs) There we go. Hang on, hang on. on. I have a photo of myself What happened? I moved it to a different spot. Dude, your dogs really have some (laughs) shit going on over here. Like, poop? Farting? Yeah. It's always like this time at night, too. Probably a good time to end the show. All right. Perfect. Go team. Uh, Pam. Hey, thanks for having me, buddy. Stop it. Phil, Stank, Keith, Albertson. Who was the best guest tonight? Um, Pookie, for sure. Pookie, um, okay. Wait, say him again. Phil, Stank. Phil. Keith? Phil or Stank. But I'd have to say Phil. I mean, I'd, okay. I'm so proud of Phil. That's so awesome. What are you laughing at? Time for bed. <laughs> Nothing. I think so. It's time for we'll bed. see if Kiefer catches it on the replay. Okay. Um, all right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, should I name off our sponsors? Sure. Yes. That's what, If you have to. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles. Michelin Star Cross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World Downey, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. By the way, Honda World Downey, 30 minutes from anywhere in L.A. Go get yourself a brand new Civic, brand new Ridgeline, brand new uh, CRV, whatever it is. Honda World Downey can hook you up, thanks to those guys as well. Go down and get a free first-time uh, oil change if you go down there and you're driving a Honda and you mention Pulp MX. So thanks to the guys at Honda World Downey for all they do for us. I didn't get their plug-in uh, on time. And uh, live podcast, October 12th, <coughs> thespacelv.com. Tickets start at 20 bucks, and Marks will not be getting any freebies. Your chick pays. Maybe she doesn't want to go. Oh, okay. Um Watson, good job tonight. Thank you for coming in. Appreciate it. Thank you for um, having me. That was fun. And uh, come come again sooner, please. Yeah. If you can. Unless you're starting a podcast that's competing with mine. That's what she said. And then Starting then, one I already have on, well, but, the, yeah, but it needs to get the, going a little then bit. Then don't even, then never come in again. Okay. Maybe you can come on my show and be a guest on my show. I already did, right? No. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I came to your house. We did a podcast. I was in, I was in an episode like four. Pookie? Yes, this is true. Mm-hmm. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for remembering it. Thanks for making it so memorable. I'm just playing with you, bud. Um, <laughs> maybe you can get Carmichael on this show. Hell, freeze over show before that happens. Show 400. It'll never, for you some reason. 52 shows, bro. That yeah. will never happen, dude. Show 400, Sh- tell show him. Show 400, make it happen. Never happen. Mm. He would never do it. I don't know why, but he's. Mm. That's too bad. His loss. Yeah. Totally. His loss. He could use the pub. For yeah, sure. Yeah. It's okay. We're getting MC anyway. Thank you, Steven. Thanks, Swisscore. Thanks to Moser. Pookie, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Marks, thank you. We're back next week. Ryan Gold and Ryan the new Flockhart. Oh, that ought to be good. In studio. That is going to be the best show ever. See, look at it. So good.
She's stoked. Sounds good. All right. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs> There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Sword inside your flame